Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, and joining me is... I'm your co-host, Ben Enns. And we are joined by Lauren. Hi, it's great to be back. Today, we are wrapping up Holodraxia by squeezing every last drop of... <coughs> out of the game, and 100%ing a bunch of scenes we missed talking about last time. But first, we have some drinks to sip and some NTR to discuss. It's Yuri Tea Time. We sure we should. Do. We sure fucking do. Uh, we should nyah out you saying redacted. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I don't really know what you're going for there, but... Moe, uh, pathos, good uh, content. It could be anything. Normally when something says redacted like that, it's like an expletive deleted kind of thing. Yes. Yes. The joke is that... It's redacted yes, and could yeah. be any number of things. It but is fun. Including various bodily fluids. <laughs> That's, yes, okay. <laughs> My first guess was come. I have to say that. Yeah. I did, I did almost end on the sex scenes, so. Uh huh. Shiro getting wrung out is really top of mind. <laughs> you don't want that to be. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have some, uh, some That man iced has tea put like <laughs> Okay. I will save this comment for when we get to the sex scenes then. You said iced tea and lemonade? That yes, ma'am. Tasty. It is pretty tasty. It is a summer favorite of mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh that sounds great. I had some let's call it less than iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh because there was no ice when I went out to grab some, and so I just had like and our little ice machine is struggling in this heat. And Aww. the thing is, is that it's hot enough that the, f- well, and the fridge is so packed right now. It's having a little bit of difficulty mm. keeping itself cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the coffee was not super cold to start with. And then I poured it into a glass and almost instantly it was like, Lukewarm. well, warm now. <laughs> and so it was like chilled, slightly chilled coffee. Mm-hmm cool coffee still very tasty but uh yeah you're on two cups already today i i have drunk approximately 20 ounces of coffee that seems like a lot of coffee it's probably too much oh but it's fine we gotta get moving before fen just like crashes oh i have a lot of energy for ntr Oh, that's true. And NTR is very energizing for me. The best Yuri... NT- NTR is the best Yuri. NTR is the best Yuri. Uh, even though we're adults, has done nothing to convince me otherwise. <laughs> so you've really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm glad... Um, ben, did you finish the last uh, volume? Yes. I, I'm yes. so glad. <laughs> what an ending! <laughs> Where does that end again? I read it a couple times. Uh, it ends on Wataru finding a new girlfriend. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Finding what? Finding a new girlfriend. Oh yeah, right. The the, the other like another person to cheat the, with. The aspirational yeah. divorcee. <laughs> the future divorcee that he could cheat with now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Volume six is so much fun. Like it ends on that, and it starts on Wataru like being in the the weird little uh, all of them being in the uh, the diner and him just sort of flipping out over how stupid everything is. Yeah. Okay. 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 We're going to oh, spoil up to the English release of, uh, uh, yeah. even though we're adults, which is volume six. Volume six, chapter mm-hmm. three. Volume six. Yes. yes. Just so you know, we already kind of did spoil it, but 
we're going to talk about uh, it, things generally. To some extent, it is a it's, manga that is hard to spoil. Yeah. Because the like, journey is the important part. Yes. Right. If you just listed plot points like we like we kind of are, it's like this this sounds really dumb, like dumb. Yeah. It sounds like a like a soap opera that your right. mom watches. It's like a Seinfeld that it's like it's like written yes, by yes. like in the same sort of like anxious register as like a Larry David kind of thing of like there's like some capricious god like serving uh-huh. you up uh-huh. all of the things that are like the most like anxiety inducing for you. What's uh-huh. yeah, yeah, what's the worst thing that could happen to you in this moment that isn't like someone dying? <laughs> Right. Short of someone dying, what's the worst thing that could happen? Ah, uh, yes, it's your uh, ex stepmom texting your girlfriend <laughs> on your behalf. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what an incredible. <laughs> okay, so yeah, do how we, do you like, how do you start from the beginning again? Just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Our I two don't heroines. Any character name? Ayako. Ayako. Ayako and uh, Akari. No, Ayano and Akari. Ayano. Ayano and Akari. Um. Okay. Ayano. They meet at a bar. Ayano is ma- yes. They meet at a bar. Uh. They, they go they home together. Half hook up. They, they go home together. They make out. They make out. Um. Ayano is really pushy. Yes. And she's also married. Yes. Uh, yeah. She shows up at the bar again with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Akari is uh reasonably surprised by this fact, yeah. but a little mm-hmm. bummed, you might say. Yes, uh, we do find out that she, this has kind of happened to her before, and also that she is so love struck that she's gonna let herself get strung along for. How long does this go on? Like years? It's has well, it been a whole it's year. Been yet? Like it's been what two years? Jesus. I, uh, wait, no. In in like no. in story time, I don't think it's been two. Years, has it's, it? It's been a significant. It's chunk been like of time. a year and a half. We keep getting like like wandering moments where it's like, oh yes, time has like passed. Right? Yeah. Like getting a divorce. Like getting even when Wataru yeah, okay. agrees, getting a divorce takes time. You know what I mean? And they keep losing track, and she moves twice. Right. Well, she, does, each... she moves twice. Like, so it's like at least a year that's happened because yes. of like the the kids in school, right? Yeah, the kids right, started as right. fourth graders, and they are currently sixth graders. Cute kids. Mm-hmm. I like the kids. Yeah, the kids are great. Uh, it's a fun that, like, little one parallel. One of the kids is down bad for, <laughs> for yeah. teacher. Um, like okay. the, the kids are sort of uh, like a fun parallel thing to this, because they have their own yes. sort of like weird yeah. friend drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their weird friend cheating drama. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. their friendship triangle. Uh... The, my one bummer is that the kids don't show up often enough that I can remember their names. Yeah, this is one a, of them's Nita. This is Nita a real case Mana where it's like, and... oh, if if I had the kanji for their names, it would be so much easier to keep track of them. Mm-hmm. I would not be able to tell you what how to pronounce their names, but I would be able to You're look at them, <laughs> look at them, and be like, oh yeah, that's that one, that's that one, that's that one. Uh-huh. Weird in between zone of learning Japanese. Uh, which is Nita? Which one is Nita? Which one's the the jealous? One? This is the thing is I, I can't remember yeah, right. which one's the which one's the outcast and which which two are the like current pair. Well, the thing is, it changes. Does it? Yeah, the, the two who are paired up are kind of always paired up when we see them. No, so what happens is like they're at the beginning. They're like the the two that are like this other girl is like we used one of us used to be friends and then we sort of part and then. Uh, 
they have this whole thing where they're sort of like, there's like this negotiation that happens and the other one apologizes and makes up with one of them. And yes. then those two are friends now. And then the other one is sort of like, I don't want to be involved in this. The two who were paired up are still paired up. The thing is that uh, the, the pigtails girl, the, the one who was the outcast, uh, kind of gets the vibe that the other one doesn't like her and starts isolating herself again. So those two are still always together, and she is like uh, still on the outside. But one of them wants to be friends with her again, and the other one doesn't <laughs> because she never actually liked her either. Right. Uh huh. So so they didn't switch which two are like the close pair. It's that uh, it's the it's the the love triangle where two people want one person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a love arrow if you will oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah a love chevron a yes chevron What's chevron is the is the um it's a triangle with no bottom oh. that shape. carrot mm -hmm. love carrot love carrot sure. carrot yes exactly carrot with an e anyway 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 um so this is, a, like, this is like a fun walk. side story that's happening. But uh, the main thing is a series of like unlikely circumstances of characters who do have reason not to like each other getting like shoved together. Weird. And for Akari and Ayano to like both never get together and try to distance each themselves from each other. And then also just keep getting put back together and reaffirming that they have like have it down bad for each other. Right. Yes. Uh, we're up to four perspective characters by the end, right? Right, and then yeah. we also have, like, uh, Ayano's, like, now ex-husband's younger sister, who is, like... Yeah, I, uh, yeah, Aerie. Aerie, yeah. Having a whole situation. Yeah, she's uh -huh. also with, trying to, like, seduce a uh, married man, and... Uh, Aerie is incredible. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun with Aerie. She yeah. is going through it. Um, yeah, that yeah, her being like with her being like a shot in, you're like, oh wow, okay. So she dropped out of high school, so she's like 20, 25, 23 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, she's 30. And I'm like, damn, I feel you, bud. Stuff <laughs> out there. Okay. That is the her being 30 is the one where I'm like. I have no idea how much time has passed. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's a scene where she's thinking, or her mom says, oh, she's been like this since she dropped out in mm -hmm. second year of high school. Mm -hmm. So in second year of high school, she would have been 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she's thinking, oh, I've been like this for 10 years, and I'm going to keep wasting my time like this Yeah, to make her 26 or 27. Maybe and then approximating well, there, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can, I, if I say something was 10 years ago, that could have been, to, like, I guess, 2010. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but it has to It has been, been closer to like 15. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's rough, bud. Sometimes, sometimes you just can't do it. Yeah. Is the thing. Well, although is... now she can do it to try and seduce a married man and cause chaos in her, her uh, everyone around her's life. There was a yeah. very brief moment where I was like, Ayako and Ari. <laughs> Great pairing. Wait, um, Ayano or Akari? Uh, sorry, Akari. Akari. Oh, yeah, okay. No, maybe it was Ayano. Well, because she goes to uh, Akari's... Uh, right. Uh, Either of like, them, really. They're both great pairings. 
<laughs> for different reasons. Um, um but no, she's <laughs> she's tragically straight. Yes. Yeah. Um Do you like this, the bit where this like, is, uh this is her one flaw? I like the bit where um Akari's boss is getting grilled by the Akari and her coworker about like, are you you know you're married, right? Like, what are you doing wandering around with this other woman? Like, and he's like, oh, you know, we held hands. And they're like, where? Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah, where were you holding hands, huh? What was, what was up with that? And then later on, there's a flashback to, like, they were, like, in a love hotel. Yes. <laughs> and they're just, like, lying in bed in the love hotel holding hands. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. man. To be fair, I don't know that he needs it, but to be fair to um, Akari's boss, it does seem like... He was very mixed about going to a love hotel, right? And ended up just holding hands and giving yeah. her cake. His uh, his uh, wife has shown up into the story to mm-hmm. yes. the end of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it is. I will say it is interesting that it it makes the transition pretty seamlessly from a love triangle between uh or with um one. Wa- Wataru. Wataru. I almost said Wakamo, and I'm like, that's Wakamo. not the right name. Uh, uh, that is a love bullet. That is a love nuclear uh-huh. missile. Yeah. Um, anyway, between Wataru, Ayano, and Akari, and has transitioned into more of an ensemble. Yeah. Everyone's got their own things going on, uh, and it's kind of a mess. I really like the uh, Akari's new friend. Oh my god. <laughs> who, she slept with and now is just oh, like rooting her off. Like the filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, can I shoot you? Um, You're fascinating, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I, I like, I love her, her vibe of like, time for breakfast. I have uh, eggs and natto. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun, like, okay. Yeah. I know we've like slept together last night, but I am going to bring you to your, your, not exes, but like crushes Let's workplace go hang out at her elementary school. Hang out and wait for her to come out. <laughs> and then she and then Akari introduces this woman as her girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, terrible, terrible. Um, oh man. Akari also deleted Ayano's contact information She was the one who did that, right? Yes. Because okay, okay, what what happens is there's all this drama with Ari who uh, is kind of uh trying to get a guy to cheat on well, her husband her real, real his quick. husband with her. I like and then I like Ari's uh bit because we do see her uh go through periods of being more capable and mm-hmm. then uh like returning to mm-hmm. being yeah. miserable. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think uh, that this is something that the comic does actually very well, right? It moves between these sort of registers of, like, this sort of, like, elevated trauma where we've talked about, like, oh, like, Akari accidentally inviting both Ayano and her husband to her ex's barbecue, barbecue yeah. which is, like, a like and a great, kid. like... Right, yeah, exactly. And then, like, but it also does a lot of stuff with, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of, like, sitting with, like, the, the feeling of tension. Mm-hmm. which is really what the thing the comic is about right it's about yeah. sitting with these sort of feelings of like tension with the expectations yeah. and like what is your position relative to the expectation and what are your options right like what yeah. can you do the kind and, of like weird social pressure to do something but you don't know what that like makes your skin itch you know what i mean yeah. right and like the the and i think it does a great job of like working out how each of these different characters and like distinguishing them based on like what their relative positions are based on what their positions are relative to what these 
uh, social pressures are, right? Yeah. Like, so we mm -hmm. can see, like, the between, like, the main sort of, like, uh, Akari and Ayano, and then Wataru in there, the husband, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they there these are sort of three different positions. One is sort of, like, you know, we have a married woman, unmarried woman, and a married man. Mm -hmm. And they each have sort of different sort of social expectations, rel re like, relative to each other, and different pressures on like how to act on them right and like so akari is sort of like she feels this sort of sense of propriety about like i should just leave her alone i should just not bother her i'm just gonna try and you know extricate myself from her life and then you know circumstances contrive to to make that not happen and so she still has to sort of sit with this and like deal with it um she could then, move on <laughs> she tried to she tries to but she fails at every like uh Look, it's not her fault that she moved like in by accident across the street from. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But we see so many shots of her in bed being like, "Ah, oh, but I really like her, though." You know? Oh yeah, no. There's yeah. a great bit where she's talking to her family about like, "Oh, my 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 powerful business woman mom was cheated on by her husband, and my sister was cheated on by her husband, and like I feel so bad being in yeah. here, she uh -huh. like on the other side of the equation, but I'm actually really happy about it." Yeah. Um, I love my There's situation. There's that bit where she's like, she's like, I don't deserve to eat this delicious food that my mom made me. Exactly. It is delicious. <laughs> it is <laughs> so good. It's the same thing as Ari being like, there's no soup with my, with my like sushi. I oh. guess I don't really deserve it because I haven't done anything to help out, mm -hmm. but I still want soup. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And then like we have Wataru who was just like, I think, Fen, you had sort of an interesting jump of like sitting with. Uh, volume one Wataru for like about a week where he's just volume sort of like yeah he's volume just like a guy one, yeah he's like a he's like a funny little guy right uh <laughs> he's mostly inoffensive uh-huh and then uh i don't remember exactly where but there's a point where i was like oh no he's awful <laughs> I don't right, know, I mean, a lot of it is. I don't know that Wataru is awful. He's right? awful in the way he's, that like he's awful in the way that humans are awful. <laughs> well, and that like <laughs> yes, and uh the uh in bowing to the social pressure of his uh, mom. the well yeah the expectations for uh a married man mm -hmm. uh enforced by his mom yeah uh, he just like harasses i don't know yeah because yeah. he's like this is what i'm supposed to be doing right everyone says this is what i'm supposed to be doing uh -huh. except for i know but she's not totally communicating what's going on to me or at least I'm going to pretend that she's not communicating what she, what's going on because everyone else is so much louder than her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. good stuff. Because, well, again, he doesn't turn into a cartoon villain. That, okay, this he is He turns the thing. into a huge fuck-up. Every time I look at the annual list page for, even though we're adults, uh, Kakeochi Girl comes up as a recommendation. And... What is that? Uh, Run Away With Me Girl. Mm. It's uh, similar, like, also... Uh, yeah, a married woman cheating on her husband with another woman. No. Um, and I get a little grumpy because, like, yes, the setups are somewhat similar. Uh, but the man in Kakeochi Girl is comically evil. He's abusive in in like not in Wataru is abusive in the way that like men uh. Uh, fulfilling their the social role that they believe they are supposed to yes. are yes uh, in the way that like 
society's conception of heterosexual marriage is abusive. Yes. Uh, trying to live up and to that. Yeah. Kakeuchi Girl is like, oh no, no one would He's ever like, stay with Roa this person. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, pretty, way, it's like grounded in a way that I think is really interesting yes. and like, yes. it's one of the main reasons why I think it's, why I really like this so much is that like, it is sort of funny to see like, all of these bizarre situations come to head, but it, at the same time, there there is also this layer of like, it's really a thoughtful like, mm-hmm. you know, portrayal of like the way that people relate to these expectations and identify with them. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, uh, Wataru's mom is a real mm-hmm. like she's great mm-hmm. in the sense that she's she's such a fun character because she is like in a real way. Uh, just a normal, uh, upstanding Japanese person. I love the bit where she's like, she's so mad at Ayano for for like having a perfect family. She yes. says, you know what I mean. Ayano's family is a mess. You know what I mean because all families are like a mess. Well, like, Ayano by the by the point that we're at now, Ayano is like barely talking to her parents, even though she lives with them because uh-huh. of how awkward things have gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, there there's yeah, there's a great scene where she comes out to her parents slash says I was cheating on my husband. Uh, Bad thing to combine, but I, I like her sister a lot. Uh her sister's like, I think mom gets it. And she's like, Oh, maybe. Dad really doesn't though, huh? Oh. Um Which is like, oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh the bit where her sister goes to the bar where Akari works is a lot of fun. What a great oh, scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody, there's like this whole sequence of things where like there's like a bunch of people going to this place and being like, oh, that's her. That's the one. Harassing Akari. Yeah. yeah. Akari's uh-huh. like, I'm a victim too. God damn. Lisa's it's not my fault. fault. They didn't I'm do anything. Damn life. And then she moves in across the street from them and everyone's kind of like, did she do that on purpose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which again is like, there's a fun scene where she's like, I should move away. I just... I don't have savings to do that because I just moved here. <laughs> yeah, key money yeah, is. A... She did. She wasn't. She was trying not to keep in, tr- in touch with Ayano, so she yeah. couldn't coordinate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like she didn't know that Ayano was also moving back in with her. Not back yeah. in. Yeah. Moving in uh-huh. with her her in laws. Terrible, terrible move. Um. Okay. Ari. Trying to date a married man. Also kind of hating herself for doing that when she's mad at uh, Ayano for cheating on Wataru and also doesn't really talk to Wataru. Gets this brilliant idea to invite them all together. <laughs> yes. This is like the big like sea change uh, that finally breaks the stalemate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Harry's like, well, I was hoping that you all could like talk it out. And then like afterwards she gets like, maybe I just wanted everyone to be as miserable as I am. <laughs> yeah that uh, scene is so good because like, it explodes yeah it's, yeah it's a de- it's a delightful scene because first off wataru is like why are you here you have no relation to any of this and she's like well i know all about you i know all about it and also i'm also cheating yeah <laughs> he's, like, he's like what the fuck happened to my family <laughs> but yeah i love the bit he gets really worked up and just starts like screaming in the middle of this pl- like restaurant yeah, he does like a meltdown so at a family restaurant yeah. it's so funny uh-huh. and there's like a, a like wide shot and the people behind them are just like sweating and like looking behind them like what is happening over there and everyone's like calm down jesus christ and then yeah there's like some unspecified time jump and no like none of them have talked to each other since then and yeah uh, wataru and ayano got a divorce mm-hmm 
I think I think in that scene he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do the divorce. Whatever. Yeah. Divorce. Uh-huh. And the great thing is that like uh, Akari is like, well, they got divorced, right? But never confirmed this. Yes. Because <laughs> she just hasn't talked to Ayano because she's like, well, this is another great thing where she's like, maybe I don't need love if this uh-huh. is what it does to people. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, and she does feel guilty for yeah. breaking them up, even if. Yeah, because this I is the thing. says is like, this would have happened anyway. Yeah. But it's still, it's hard to internalize that when you're like, oh, everyone's yelling at me right now. Well, and I, does she say it to Akari? She says that at some point. Okay. Yes. Uh, not not in that scene, though. Yeah. So we don't get the reinforcement of it. Which, yeah, this is just what I mean, though, is like, I think most of the time that she spends talking about it being inevitable is not to akari yeah it's to other people in her life mm-hmm. um and so like right. yeah maybe she did say something like that once to akari yeah, but, I mean, did, but a lot of it is also internal monologue right like there's we get a lot yeah. of internal monologue from both Aino and wataru about like the circumstances under which they uh like met where they're they're both like well i'm 30 and i guess I, i'm supposed to get married you are are you also trying to get married and, and 30 all right let's fucking go yeah yeah uh-huh are we doing having kids i don't know we'll see who cares bit where wataru just starts like showing up at ayano's house once she's like separated from him because mm. his mom oh. is pushing him too and then like he gets invited to stay the night and she's like, "We're I am not sleeping in the same bed as you." And he just like climbs in anyway and tries to like hug her. Mm-hmm. What a miserable scene! Oh. Mm-hmm. So miserable. something that was high in my mind when I was reading this because there's another book that I was reading recently by a Japanese author called Convenience Store Woman, mm-hmm. um, which is the the premise is very different, right? The premise here is like a. Uh, Basically, a woman who, like, is, in some sense, like, neurodivergent and, like, finds that the only place that she can sort of feel comfortable or that has, like, is a working in a convenience store where there are very strict and very well-defined rules for social relations. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you interact with people? You you, you follow this set of rules and then that's how the way they're supposed to interact with the customers. And there's a lot of stuff in there about, like, the way that she relates to like her female peers like in her age cohort or like her people she knew in high school or college and like the a similar sets of pressures on like how are you going to like are you going to get married um and that kind of thing and like oh you're getting to that age you just find some random guy who wants to get married and then get married because you know you're not gonna be able to do what you like this for uh, for forever and like one of the things that happens in this book is basically she like finds this guy who worked briefly at the convenience store with her who is just sort of also a sort of not someone who is capable of interacting in society well and is Mm -hmm. just also kind of shitty and she basically just says like okay you can just live in my bathroom and i'll like feed you vegetables and then i'll tell people i have a boyfriend and then they'll stop (laughs) they'll get off my back i have a turtle living in in my bathtub and that's my boyfriend right i mean basically like she describes it as like i adopted this guy mm-hmm. and i'm like i have to i have to like prepare his feed 
It's a quick breed. It's interesting. This is, um, this is making me like think of that Amy Bender story where the uh, girl's boyfriend like reverse evolves into like a monkey and then into like Precambrian. It's uh, funny that you should voice. say that. It's funny that you should say that because this guy is like one of the, the main things that he talks about is like, oh, you know, back in the Stone Age, things this the, <laughs> the, the world was in such and such a situation and now everything is messed up. And she's like, all right, whatever. Here's your, like, chopped, boiled vegetables. <laughs> My bathroom. Does she yeah. have two bathrooms? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no. You just gotta lock him in there, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. Even though we're adults, I feel like it can't sustain itself too, too much longer. Probably another volume or two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are moving. Um, you know, the divorce happened. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the I know it's yeah. becoming a lady killer. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about this. The whole bit with her, like uh, her friend in high school. Who was like uh always like hugging her and being like, I wish you were a boy, and Ayano was always like, I wish that you wished I was a girl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. Um I like the bits where they like just randomly bump into each other and just keep getting like coffee or whatever, and it's like yeah, it's not a date, but it's kind of definitely a date, but like Yeah. That's a really fun there's a really there's a really funny one of those where they get like cake or whatever and then are about to head home. And then they sit back down in a different cafe. Yeah. I, think, I think to talk about that child, that like high yes, school friend yes. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after that's after um, Ayano uh, hugs um, mm-hmm. Akari out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Akari's mm-hmm. like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably gonna wrap up at some point soon, but it's also yeah. It's the kind of thing that is like, oh. It's enjoyable. I don't I don't need like there's there's stuff that uh spends way too long spinning its wheels on a romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's stuff like this where it's like oh yeah, the romance has it's like uh they get closer and then they get farther apart and then they get closer again. Uh but I don't really mind because I'm here for the journey. Mm-hmm. It like yes, I assume that at some point they're going to get together at the end. But it doesn't feel like uh, the story spinning its wheels so much as like time Ooh, is passing crazy. and things are happening. And uh, Ayano is stuck working with Ari now too, right? Because Ari is like doing volunteer work with kids. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell if that was a yep. one-off or. I feel like the it's happened more like, than once. I think. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's like a even if she doesn't do that, it's like a oh no, Ari is still in my life, and uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that you say that, Ben, because it, in that sense, I think it's very similar to things like how do we relationship? Mm-hmm. Because how do I remember thinking like okay, Talk this about is going to be fucking bangers. By What's the way, that? Talk about fucking bangers. By oh the my way. god, I. I will if you want me to. We can talk about it. But um, <laughs> I'm caught up to where the weird gap is, and then I stopped. Oh, I see. Huh. If you want some, I might have some of those volumes if you want them. Actually, the yeah, those volumes aren't out in English yet. Oh, I see. The the Viz started a manga app that is. Uh, if you like shoujo, I've heard it's very good. 
uh <laughs> like older shoujo there's a bunch of that on there um but the problem is is that they uh they put up all of the current volumes and then they started and they put up chapters that do are not in a volume yet mm-hmm. the oh. volumes between those two there there are volumes in japan with those chapters mm-hmm. And they will presumably be added to the app when they come out in English. I see. Yeah. Whenever that is. But there's like a, I think it's like two volume gap there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like my, my thing stops at 75 and picks up at like 92. Yeah. <laughs> so I just stopped at 75 for now. But yeah, I mean, so what I was going to say is that uh, How Do We Relationship is also like, I remember in the first couple volumes, it's like, okay, this is going to be sort of like how they sort of manage their relationship. And it sort of is not really about that at this point yeah yeah it blows up pretty quick huh right i mean like it blows up pretty quick and i was like okay they're gonna get back together and it's kind of like okay maybe they're not maybe they will i don't know Mm. it's fine they're they're i'm I'm really enjoying what's happening Um, the way that i've i've described it is that it feels like they're going to like be in their like 70s living together but never having actually gotten back together there's just like this massive gravity well pulling the two of them together in some way Mm -hmm. right and i mean like the way that they talk about it in like um in like the little post volume retrospectives and things like that. And like, there are like little bits where it's like, and in future days, we'd be, you know, sharing our, our defeats and victories together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be really any of these things, right? Like they could yeah, just sort yeah. of be like, continue to be friends for a long time or they could, they like, just seem like such a bad couple. There, there are moments in the post volume stuff where it's like, Oh, you two are together right now, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, I mean, but that's all like sort of goofy whatever yes, but, um, yes yes yeah and so like the other thing is that like the other thing that it made me think of and i think i mentioned this to you fan specifically is um uh the one of the even though it were adults previous works uh uh sweet blue flowers or Hana, mm-hmm. which is like you were saying like oh this is getting too too busy and frenetic like this has got to end soon my memory of Hana is that it is ent- extremely messy and complicated for basically the entire time Mm-hmm. And like, there's just a bunch of sort of weird things that continue to happen and like <laughs> cause problems for people through for like 50 like chapters. Well, What's that? I guess this. It does sound a lot like even though we're adults. It's, it's a lot less. It's actually like, like less focused. Even uh-huh. though we're even though we're adults, could it's I, refined, right? Well, yeah. and could keep going for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh and just like like the way it has been doing, kind of introducing new plot lines new characters mm-hmm. um or rather i don't i don't know that it could stomach that many more characters <laughs> it's already quite a large cast um uh even if we did just add one more at the <laughs> end of volume six mm-hmm. um but it does feel like the the kind of thing that is like oh if if Two it was going to wrap up, maker. it could wrap up soon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, I guess Volume 6 introduces two new characters. The filmmaker and uh, Wataru's girlfriend. Oh, right. and uh, and the uh, Morita, the, the manager's wife. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's three. She had, she had been mentioned, but yes, I guess she has stepped into the story for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it's the kind of thing that is like, yeah, I, I would love to just like keep reading this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the thing with Aoihana is that like there are a lot of characters sort of move in and out of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Have you? I mean, I know Fen. You said you haven't read it yet. Ben, have you read this as well or either? No, I don't think I have. Um, if you yeah, run out of, even though we're adults and are very curious about her other stuff, that's an interesting mm-hmm. one. I think I mentioned it before because it feel like when I read it, I was still very I 
was still sort of coming off the like I was still very it was one of the first not one of the first but like that was I read it a long time ago and like at that point like things like uh, Bloom into You was still very like a like a big thing for me I was still something I was comparing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to and I feel like it's a good contrast because it like mm-hmm. Bloom into You is a sort of very focused like execution of a sort of like a not like formulaic, but like a very like it, it hits a lot of the like eerie um, sort of genre conventions and sort of executes on them. I think, in, like in my opinion, fairly well. Like it does a good job of doing. It's very polished yes. version of like yeah, that I would thing. agree with all that. Um, yes. and yeah, Aoihana is like I wouldn't call it like unpolished exactly, but it's extremely unfocused and it's extremely messy. And there's a lot of like stuff that happens. The I will say I read the first chapter of Aoihana and I can already see that uh, it kind of like dri- it's like fifty pages long to start mm-hmm. with. Uh, it kind of drifts between characters without really making clear what relation this character has to the last one. It was so um, confusing to read. What's that other one? That like ensemble uh, story uh, that everyone read a bit ago? Kissing the... White Lily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like it all comes together at the end. Ano kiss. Oh no, yeah, no, no. no. Ano kiss. I think is a, honestly a little bit more like. I don't know. I mean, I'd be curious if you read both. If either when you when either of you uh, and when you finish or when you if you continue reading. Aoihana, I'm very curious about your, like, contrast, comparing contrasting it to, yes. like, Anokis, because, like, I feel like they're very different things to me. I I have, like, half of Anokis left, and Aoihana is... Oh! Uh, That's oh, right, for some reason I thought you'd finished Anokis. I did. Oh, I, I, uh-huh. I, I think I tried to read it twice on airplanes, and had a really, like, horny chapter in front of me. I see. And I was like, I can't do this. I don't want someone looking over my shoulder and seeing me reading uh, naked teenagers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not fair. naked. It's not that. It's not that horny. But no. But it is a kind of. It because uh, in, in my opinion, it really comes together in like the last. Yes. Like, no. I act. fully. I fully intend to. I just haven't had very much time recently. Yeah. Uh It is. It is. I've been slowly making my way through, uh, or like catching up with a bunch of manga. It's been um, so funny this the, the last couple of weeks watching Fen do literally anything except for the podcast homework. <laughs> well, really you guys have had like Lost Belt Six and all that other stuff, and like yeah. we did Lost Belt Six in like a day and a half. <laughs> oh, we still haven't recorded our. We still haven't recorded. Never going to record our six point three. Going to record it. Yeah. Um. But. I've done podcast homework. Oh yeah, you did do it. I just you you like like a uh, like goofy uh, anime uh, like a comic relief character. You saved it to the last minute so that you can invite everyone over to your house for a study session and then try and goof off anyway. You're not entirely wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I I fully intend to finish Anokis and then. We have a, we're, yeah, we only had one week for this recording and we have two for the next one. So yeah, I'm, I'm prepared to read a bunch of manga this week and then yes. do podcast home. Wait, we just have to record. next podcast homework, a 26 episode TV Yes, Ben. That's what I've been saying, Oh, oh no. You just do it in two parts. Do it in two parts. Listen, there's, Lauren, okay, listen, Lawrence, listen. there's not enough to talk listen. about. 
It would be two 30-minute episodes. We could do a fun Neary Tea Time for each of them, but again, that kind of defeats the purpose, because that just means we'll have to do even more work per well, episode. No, it just means you read something you like enough to want to talk about for, like, 40 minutes. We could do Anarchus. There you yeah. go. Hmm. We'll think about it. I'm a, I'm a proponent of you doing less and less work. Well, yeah, you've had to like keep up with us for four <laughs> episodes, and you've realized that uh, we're it's a disaster. I have been a proponent of you doing less and less work since before I what, experienced uh, the first the time. Work. What? Ah, <sighs> yes, I, 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 I agree with you. No one pays us for this, so like, it is kind of silly that we uh, do as much work as we do. But you know, we do it. Uh, bad manager voice. We do it because we love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I respect uh, that, but it's also the fact that I'm I'm lazy and I want that for my friends. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely appreciate it. I think I will say uh, the Heaven's Feel homework is definitely on the heavier side. Or Hollow Ataraxia. Hollow Ataraxia, sorry. Uh, I was looking at uh, at various Fate's Day Night animes, uh, and so Heaven's Feel was top of mind. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah. Um, well, I think we've drifted pretty heartedly from even though we're adults, so I think we're done talking about it. It's good manga. Yeah, it's good. great manga. It's yeah. so much fun. We'll check in with it again someday when it's finished, probably. But mm-hmm. probably not before then. Unless it runs for, like, another ten volumes. <laughs> then maybe we'll do an interim check-in. Okay. Do we want to talk about the rest of Hollow Ataraxia? Fate. Hollow Ataraxia. I almost said Fate Stay and then Ataraxia. Something. Archive. Uh, Fate Hollow Ataraxia is a game that we finished last time. <laughs> and like a curse, it has lingered. <laughs> uh, I Okay. Here's the thing. I almost wish, and by almost... I mean, it would have we we would have done recordings in the opposite order. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wish that the game required you to a hundred percent the side stuff before it allowed you to get the ending. Mm. Um, that would be a pain in the ass for a different reason, but it would be convenient for us specifically. Well, for, for yeah, I mean, it is podcast. also like thematically appropriate mm-hmm. that you have to see everything before the game lets you leave yeah you know yeah. I, I said that but it is also the game is a little bit of a pain in the ass either way in my book so. yeah uh-huh uh yeah. i just most of what i had to play for this episode i did not inch it ranged from perfectly fine to actively uh bad and so I wish that I'd been able to leave off on, damn, what a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of, yeah, yeah, that was a game. And the rest. And the rest. Uh, so speaking of, let's talk about some of the, the, the goof-off scenes that How, we're okay. excited so about. So we're, we're doing goofy stuff first. Let's this get is gonna that be out of the way. A bunch of different characters. We're going to end in, uh, like, like 
the la the the sequel from Eclipse is, should probably be where we end and right. Sequel sure. From Eclipse. The yeah. yeah 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 yeah. That's just yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's talk about some some goofy scenes. Has there any other uh, goofy scenes that we've gotten that people think is worth talking about? I got I like Saber the... as a deadbeat uh and Ryder yes. at her job. That was yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Saber really is just like an awful, awful freeloader, huh? She looks Uh, good doing it. Perfect. (laughs) Everyone kind of lets her get away from it. She's in neat, but she she you know she wears it well. Yes, I would. Okay, I would support her. Mm -hmm. I like. So one of the other things I like in this, so the, the, this scene is basically Ryder is in the, the she has a part-time job at the antique shop and Caster is in here sort of being a little bit of a, she's being a customer at Ryder. Mm-hmm. You've been in retail, you know. Um, and then they start like, you know, in, in order to bridge the gap, they, they talk about how all of the, all of the people that have bothered them mm-hmm. and Caster complains about the high school students who come in here and cause a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the track girlies, yeah. Uh, and uh, Caster complains about Issei like comparing her to Shiro, and in these sort of like weird, exaggerated mm-hmm. like flashbacks, yeah, like his like mother in law, like nightmare yeah. mother in law, like at uh, treatment of her. That's pretty funny, yeah. I was a fool to think you could handle merino wool just because you knew how to handle the golden fleece. From now on, <laughs> I'll take care of Suichiro's suits. Step aside, you Ukrainian bumpkin. <laughs> Brutal. <sighs> yeah, the 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 Issei is unrecognizable in mm-hmm. Caster's telling of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, but it is like, oh yes, Issei is thinking all of this to himself. Yeah. Or, or something. They hates women. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, um, I do like. I love seeing Saber get bullied, and mm-hmm. Saber showing up and being like, "Ladies, ladies, calm down!" And they both turn on her, and we're mm-hmm. like, uh-huh. "All yeah. you do is sit at home and eat." That is that is pretty much all she does. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. More, some saber, some more saber bullying. Saber mm-hmm. bullying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got the scene with the the shaved ice machine that was cute. Yeah. Yeah, Saber falls in love with the penguin. That's really mm-hmm. cute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, when do we want to do the the drinks? I that is the next thing in my notes after the the uh shopping district. Me too, uh-huh. or at least Rin's one. God, there's that completely inexplicable scene where the maids follow Shiro around at school and uh, Sela yeah. uses Shiro of like sexually abusing various objects at the school. I think this is Sela trying to like build a dossier, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just her like she's it. it what is Sela reading? <laughs> what is I, Liz and Sela reading that this? I assume it's Shoujo Manga. Like, oh, you're t- oh yes, you like that girl, so you're taking her recorder home to suck on it. Like, I, I don't know. I've, so the thing is, I've seen this referenced in other things before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, I the death thing I've idea seen that this in, is something uh, that famously is like... in Code Geass. What? Oh, is it really the desk thing? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I... Like, I I watched like a, a little bit of. So here's the thing. 
I'm like just old enough that things like Death Note and Code Geass came at me when I was like, this is a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And I just never really got into either of them. God, I remember I remember watching Death Note and generally liking it, but I was like, I don't think that there, I've ever seen anything that hates women as much as this show does. Yeah. I never got into Death Note. As for Code uh, Geass, like towards the end, there's like a like completely wild, like fairly long in my memory scene of a girl jacking off on another girl's desk. I, I do know this about the show. I just never yeah. made it there because I was like, I don't. I didn't find yeah, it I that mean, like, like. I'm not saying go for it for that. <laughs> the, I know. Yeah. I, I, it's, like, it's something that I, I knew by reputation. I knew from people talking about Code Geass uh-huh, in that uh-huh. way because this is the kind of things that people would talk about when they talked about anime in like 2006. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about all the di- various drinking scenes. There's one drinking scene that's not really a drinking scene because they drink a magic potion that makes them nya. Yeah, well, it one. makes them make animal noise. Yes, because saber gows, saber gows, yeah. rinyas, and Ilya they want to see what Shiro would do. Wisely avoids it, doesn't she? Or yeah. does she yeah. finally drink something? I think so. Uh it it is very funny. Maybe it is just the fan patch. Uh but again, there's there's a scene. There's a scene at some point earlier mm-hmm. where uh, there's no voice line for Shiro talking about drinking sometimes at work. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's like a bridge too far, legally yeah. speaking. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just very funny that like, no. And then there's also a scene where everyone gets drunk. Yeah. Like yeah. just drinks hard alcohol at home. Yeah. Uh, they heard you guys asking scene. for uh, the, the Tsukihime party in Wednesday night. None of this is as good as the Tsukihime parties. No. But... no. Uh, uh let's see i do like rin being like well yeah sure i drink some whiskey before bed when i can't sleep and she was like oh that's a terrible idea what are you yeah. talking about okay <laughs> here's how here's how everyone who uh who drank takes their drinks rin on the rocks bear mm-hmm. uh saber double with water mm-hmm. um which is very funny that she's like no more alcohol please but water down yeah and Shiro, uh, the only real person here, as far as I'm concerned, neat. Um, I have uh, never had any alcohol, so I really, I only barely, like, through context clues, understand what any of this means. Uh, it is very funny that uh, Nasu loves a man who cannot hold his alcohol to save his life mm-hmm. as a protagonist. Um, <laughs> yep. Both Shiki and Shiro uh, get drunk extremely quickly. Of mm. course, we also have... Wait, is this the scene? Oh, right. Rin and Saber are both regular drinkers, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, Saber makes sense. She's like 30 or whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, is that the scene? Is that the Emoto contest? Or no, is that that's a, a different end. drinking scene? Because they're definitely drinking in that. Yeah, that's a that's a different one. That gets that's unlocked the- after you finish the um the, the ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a miserable scene. Yeah, that's we'll get to it bad. then. Um, why does Ilya hate cats? Rin starts meowing and Ilya gets like her her ruffles up. I was confused by that. I think that there's a scene later that was like, oh, this is why Ilya hates cats, but um I don't know. I feel like I remember that happening, but I don't remember why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and Saber says, Gow. Which is really cute because she's mm-hmm. a lion. Anything to talk about in any of the swimsuit scenes? I uh, 
I I have thoughts about them. Let's go for Rin's drinking scene. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that me. one is pretty straightforward. She's just like, oh, she, she, Shiro sees her walk in with like a, uh, a, walk into her room with like a bottle of alcohol and is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, uh-huh. no, you know, nightcap. He's like, are you, is that, is that a good idea? That sounds like, uh, my favorite Rin Shiro is them as like buddies. Yeah. yeah. Drinking buddies. So, yeah. And then works. she peer pressures him into drinking because she's going, he's going to need to like, Hold his alcohol and he's with her in London or something. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bad behavior, Rin. Yeah, it's terrible, yes. terrible behavior. Um, are there? There's a there's a couple other like sort of nondescript scenes that I think were uh, Wait, were sorry. interesting. Real quick, did we talk about how you unlock these? Uh oh, right. With the the quiz, the quiz ogre. Yeah. We did talk. We did mention the quiz okay. ogre uh, in a previous episode, I think. Yeah. Or at least we mentioned that we did the quiz. Okay. Uh, did, was there something you wanted to say about the quiz ogre? Uh, no, not particularly. Yeah, it is very funny that in order to unlock the bath scenes, you have to have un- you have to have gone to the quiz ogre during the day, so that Shiro knows that there's something in the ruins, mm-hmm. and so that he can go back during the night yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Um, so uh, some of the other things that I thought were neat were like there's just one scene on the the school where you just have lunch with Rin and Sakura on the roof and it's just mostly normal and it's just the a lot of the narration like the there's like a little bit at the end where it's sort of they're just like bullshitting about cooking or whatever and uh, the, there's like just this bit at the end where it's like wow this is like what they should have been able to to how you know, what they should have been able to have their whole life they weren't like fucked up by their collective families and uh-huh. you know they this doesn't make up for it but they're you know mending stuff together and it, i just thought that was kind of nice yeah yeah cute yeah okay swimsuit scenes ben we want to talk about swimsuits or bath scenes first uh we can do bath scenes first because you need to do the bath scenes first to unlock the swimsuit right 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 um god where are my notes for any of I did the Yeah, this is also my problem is that uh my notes for all of this stuff is mixed in with uh my yeah. plot notes. I uh, don't have a lot of notes on any of the bath stuff just because like Yeah, there's not much there. Yeah. Well, except for uh riders, which is like half an hour long. Riders did we talk like, about the sex scene. Did we talk about the rin and the chest one last time? I forget. No. Oh, the fucking god. Okay. A, that's because I hadn't done it yet. What Let's do that one scene. first. Uh, the second rin. You guys really didn't joke. like this one, huh? I okay. So here's the thing. It uh, it is a setup slot in the same way that there are hints at Fate Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, this scene is. A bunch of jokes about a manga that will not start for like three years or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be right. We don't have any evidence of like Prisma Ilia being a thing already. Yes, in I the guess planning. I should have said that. Is this uh, is our conspiracy theory? The, it's too worked out. Yes, and there there is a point where uh, I can't remember if it's Rin or Shiro. I think it's Rin. Literally lays out the plot for the first prisma Ilya series mm-hmm. okay uh, it, like, it, in in what amount of detail because i i remember like this scene pretty well me. and uh <laughs> the bit where she's like oh someone transfers in and uh like you have this relationship with them and something about maids and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. is like oh that is literally like everything about uh wait you uh, mean this stuff with luvia 
is it Luvia? Luvia Luvia does come up in that, yeah. But like the thing, the bit with Prismaelia is that isn't it like, like Rin and I don't know much about Prismaelia, but like Ruby being there, Ruby being exactly the character that she's always going to be. It does. It feels more like stealth marketing than it does like, haha, this is a, just a fun idea we had. Especially since it only comes up like this once. The the like uh, Prisma Ilya style stuff. Anyway, that's a that that they were at least talking to someone about making this is a conspiracy theory that me and Fan have. Not really anything we can back up. It is, but I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> It is it is entirely possible that all of this is happenstantially uh or is uh what inspires Prisma Ilya and that all of it was pure happenstance that mm-hmm. Nasu wrote a bunch of bad or whoever wrote this, I guess. We know that there are multiple writers, uh wrote a bunch of bad jokes that then went on to become Prisma Ilya. But I mean- it also it also feels like really worked out. Um, I disagree I because I feel like it's not even that most that big of a deal in the scene. Like it's in the, in this whole like this is a really long section, and like it's it, so it comes up long. very it comes up like at the end and as like this sort of weird thing at the end. Like it doesn't really go anywhere with it. Like most of it is just like well, I guess to me the, the stuff that happens references right. What fate zero fate zero references are like fun jokes slash uh this is a thing coming up not really like it, we're not going to get a whole well, it, no thing fate zero like, was fate being zero. written at the same time that's a different uh-huh. thing like like we know that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah like again this is not like a high stakes thing it's just i just don't like any of the prismalia stuff and uh right i mean i don't even really see like the thing that i think is the problem with prisma ilia is like the like the sexualization of children. I have a lot of problems with Prismalia. That's one of them. <laughs> okay, well, that's the only thing I know about it, and I don't really have any other problems with it because that's all I've never really yeah. engaged with. Uh, it. Um, no, I didn't like anything about the the chess scene though. Before even before it like devolves into okay, I played the Fate Grand Order Prismalia event. Ruby is there. She is uh, she is like a comedy pervert who thinks children are sexy. I can't enjoy the scene. <laughs> okay, well that's that's not even in the in this. No, but like seeing that character again, I can't separate it from the things that I do know about it in the future. Okay, I, I see. Is what I'm getting. This is this is both of us having experience with yes. Prisma Ilya uh, may have poisoned us on the, the ability possibility of this scene being interesting. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, uh, because yeah, I yeah. Uh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. No. I for me it was just the, all of that stuff was just like you know I just didn't even it, they wouldn't stick in my brain. I was mostly just thinking about like the like all of the weird conversations of like Rin looking into the future, which I thought that was I thought that was kind of neat. As a uh, Rin and Shiro like couple hater, uh, I future Rin being like a lovey dovey perfect wife. Uh, I also didn't like that. <laughs> I mean that's fair. I thought that was sort of like. I thought I thought the the sort of friction that Rin has with that because like, there's like the the because what happens here is basically they're they're sucking the stupid magic chest and mm-hmm. uh, that Rin said she didn't want to use his luggage because it would cause problems, mm-hmm. um, and they have a part of they're trying to trying to get out is Rin has a cell phone that she doesn't know how to use, so they call different numbers and each time it is, um, someone picks up from. Uh, an additional year into the future in some parallel universe or something. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, the scene, like, yeah. Uh, it didn't do anything for me. It's like an extended joke about how Ren has to piss herself the whole time. <laughs> uh... Well, that's also just like, that's like, okay, that is the joke that they play at the end. I mean, they reference it through the whole thing. She's like constantly cons- uncomfortable uh, because she has to pee. It's referenced at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have the, that the CG of Sadrin in the chest is really good, though. It's why mm-hmm. she like extra jolts every time he touches her, and like she like keeps muttering like, "Uh oh, it's been a long time," you know what I mean, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I missed that when I was going. I mean, or I think I got that at the end, but obviously because that's like the the punchline, I guess. Because that's the punchline of the bit, yeah. Um, I'm glad, you know, I'm never upset when you enjoyed something that we couldn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's it's totally cool. It's like, ah, yeah, great. I'm glad you got something out of this at least while me and Fen sat through it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, it, it makes, it makes me feel validated for not engaging with any Prisma stuff ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I will say I hated all of the, the Ruby stuff in the thing. I thought it was like a silly joke and I wish it had taken less time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It, it goes on for too long. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that bit. Okay, let's see. Oh, uh, do you want to talk about Gekirin's? About what? The the Gekirin, you know, the, the single scale on a dragon that is uh, oh, in reverse. Uh, the... the... <laughs> Saber Zahoge. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, this is funny. Yeah. I like, uh, this it's, is like it's a, a funny pure... excuse to add uh, uh, casual clothes for Alter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were Alter. They're good. Okay. She has like a little, I mean, there's not a lot to say about this. Rin and Saber, or Rin, and, Rin wants to, to, like. People have so much patience with Shiro just walking up and petting them for a while. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rain wants to to mess around with Saber's Ahoge, and after some contrivances, they do, and in doing so, transform her into Saber Alter, who wants a lot of hamburgers and has a cute uh-huh. little like dress. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like a like a ch- like cheek pouch cheek pouches stuffed with hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> expression. Yeah. There's a great uh, like. She does make cute milk milk. Uh huh. Always as well. She's eating. It uh, is also the the funny the it, it's like a really low but like funny bit that like saber really loves like high quality like uh, delicious Japanese cuisine and saber alter all she wants is to eat McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. This is what I was going to ask. When did Saber become a foodie? Since I feel like that was always a thing. I think the whole, like, in in Stay Night, there was a lot of, like, oh, Shiro's doing a lot of home cooking and it's nice. And, like, that's sort of how it continues into Hollow Abraxia. What I want to know is when did Saber stop being a foodie? What do you mean? I feel like like I see a lot of, like, art about, like, oh, Saber is enjoying the hamburger. Mm. And it makes me think, like, I don't know that Saber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For me, it's I. Yeah, I remember Saber being a real uh, quality is nice, but really quantity is what matters. Mm. Uh, kind of girly, and then suddenly it's like, oh no, she only eats the finest foods. Uh, I suppose that's fair. Well, well, the thing is that I, while living with people who make fancy yeah, food for yeah. so long, she's grown accustomed to mm-hmm. only the finest. That is probably the answer is uh-huh. that she lived with a professional chef for six months and was like, yeah, no, why would I ever eat anything but the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that's most of like the the it little is bits. It's funny that they... also that uh, altar does not have an ahoge. Yes, yeah, so they, <laughs> right, they, they they tucked it right out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to put that thing I back did, in. It was thinking about all of the saber statues come with a little like slot for you to put the ahoge in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> because. If they shipped with the Ahoga, it would just break off yes. really easily. Uh, and so I was thinking about like just plucking it out of her head and seeing what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll see. There are two more that I think were probably good to, to do. Um, although maybe we wanted to do these later. I don't know. There's a caster's cooking lesson. And um, uh, uh, the Tiger Dojo, the movie, uh, along with writers, the whole thing. Oh, my God. You mean the best scene in the game? I yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, you mean the best scene in the game? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I like the ending, but everything about Tiger Dungeon the movie is so galaxy brain. It's so good. Um Okay, I guess we were just talking about that one. Like this is still like all of the um the the pool scenes uh start with a like a little date encounter. Mm-hmm. Or I think they do. Yeah. Right. Like there's a there's a date and then there's a pool thing. Well, um, those, those are two different things. Yeah. Oh, so like Rins is. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the quote unquote date with Ryder is Sakura wants Ryder to have uh, like nicer she clothes. A force femme Ryder. She does want a force femme Ryder and Ryder is uh, not. This made me write down Shiro has no taste. Uh, because he thinks to himself, let's see, um, uh, she may look nice dressed in jeans, but certainly I can't help but think what a waste it is when she has such a nice figure. Doesn't he also say she's great, you heathen? (laughs) Doesn't, doesn't he also say she should be, she would look good in a suit though? He he does. Yes. My next note is he does say she'd look good in a suit. So I don't know. Maybe he's okay. (laughs) Right. Like, I feel like that would be pretty good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Better in a suit would be great. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, but right, right, right. So they, it's a Karazuka writer. <laughs> they make a plan to all go out uh, shopping for Ryder together. Sakura gets busy and is like, go do it anyway. And the gravity of not wanting to let Sakura down at least makes them go out to like spend some time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they end up going to see uh, a movie, which the options are uh, Fate Zero or Tiger Dojo the movie. And for some reason, they choose Tiger Dojo the movie. <laughs> Thank goodness they chose Tiger Dojo the movie, Ben. <laughs> Thank God. One second. Uh, okay. I had seen a picture of the Rin and Sakura doll sprites before, like, talking. Mm-hmm. So I knew that this was here. I knew that the, the possibility space included this, and I was kind of waiting for it the whole time, but this scene was so much funnier than I thought it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. I really like it a lot. It's, it's just, it's like such it's a like, uh, it's, you know, remember how much fun we had with the, the, the pre-show K and K bits? Yes. yes. This is, this is like that kind of bit, like expanded out into like a galaxy sized, like a uh, chaos or continuum. Really by timeline, those comes bits first, yes. are, are this condensed down into something mm-hmm. you could into put a bite size between before yes. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Fen, what part made you laugh the hardest? Okay, uh, my first note is the soccer doll panty shot, dot, <laughs> dot, dot, which is, like, this is what I mean by it being the most galaxy-brained thing is... Uh, like shitty Barbies of Rin yes. <laughs> showing up. I think we should describe what these are. So, like, there's, like, 
Like, well, first there's of all, like a Sakura Fumo. Yes, yes. And a Rin Fumo, who are then, right. like, murdered by, like, Saber and uh, Rin, like, at, like, like Barbie, Barbies that have Barbies, been... Yes. Yeah. Evil custom Barbies. Rin has uh, aviators on. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a, a, like, montage of scenes of the two of them, like, going out on the city together, like, doing a helicopter ride and going to an onsen and sleeping together. Yeah. There's yes, naked the the dolls being naked at the onsen and then like curled up in a bed together is so funny. It is very funny. Uh yeah, yeah. It's just the energy is com- just completely off the charts for this entire scene. And then it <laughs> ends on uh like Tsukihime dolls reviewing the movie yeah. <laughs> and like being so excited. This this Yumizuka line. I'm so moved. I unconsciously forgot all the bad things in my life. I can't even remember the good things. It's like the funniest line. <laughs> I'm glad she deserves it. Yeah, shout outs. Even I, Kohaku, can't stop my tears. Yes. It's such a merciless take, take on love. love. <laughs> it it seems like they pull a heist at some point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like uh Taiga and Ilya dolls turning into a tank and running over the Rin and yeah. Saber Barbie dolls at the end. Mm-hmm. Um It's such a delight. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it must have been so much fun to make this scene. Yes. I know. Oh man. I wish that the rest of Rider's Date didn't exist, yeah. but at yeah. the very least we have this scene. Yeah. Yes. It's just like God. There is a sort of sex comedy, whatever, where they like I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Shiro, Shiro's awkward around girl stuff. Uh, yeah. R- Ryder is like teasing him about it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. There's like a, it is like a, the funny bit if, to me is Ryder is like, okay, we're bros, right? You're not going to do this to me. And then she's like, I can't believe you did me like this. I'm going to ruin your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that is a pretty good. Uh... Mm hmm. It's but, just yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little too long. If it ended if it if the date ended on Tiger Dodge the movie, I would be higher on it probably. But mm-hmm. starting or they like, come out of it like the middle what? of it is I have no idea what just happened. And it, that's a bad thing. And I'm like, it's a great <laughs> thing, you <laughs> you swine. <laughs> it is it is also hard to if overstate. you don't play Hollow Ataraxia, I bet you you could just find someone do like doing a recording of this scene. Yes. Go watch that at least. It's mm-hmm. so it, it's so much longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. I, I had to like answer a text or something, and I kept like being like, "Okay, surely after this bit, oh nope, they're getting back in the car. Mm-hmm. No, it's still going." <laughs> oh, God. it's really incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is like the the like absurd possibility space of a of fan disc like this like yeah. uh, operating yes. in the way that i want like i want it to be i want it to like go further than uh like romantic sex comedy like harem jokes yeah. you know what i mean into yeah. like just pure absurdity yes i'm <laughs> i'm i'm into that uh-huh you 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 win me back in that moment as soon as like uh uh you have like a dozen sprites of dolls because you just took <laughs> pictures from different angles uh-huh. and can rotate in 3d yeah i'm it's such a galaxy brain thing to do like as like part of a visual novel kind of thing like yes. making sprites out of like pictures of things in the world is such uh-huh. a fun move just sort of uh yeah well and yeah 
it, the the movie being sprites against pictures of places in Japan is like <laughs> really incredible. Uh-huh. I love I love collage in stuff like this. This is like yeah. this is me cheering when uh the first time in Bochi when like physical paper dolls are like whacking Bochi, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, or, no, it's the same thing. Or Hitamati sketch whenever you know like lays down next to the picture of a teddy bear that lies uh-huh. in her bed with her. Or the alarm clock, which is <laughs> <picture> rings. <laughs> clock. Um that's yeah, incredible. It rules. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's some some caster there's... stuff. She has she learns how to cook. Yeah. Right, right. The caster cooking scene. Yes. Yeah. Still, caster generally came out looking real good at from the from this for me. Yeah, yeah. She's fun. I think yeah. she has. Or okay, if uh, do we want to do the Taiga cheating scene now? Taiga if we're talking about cheating, or if we're talking about caster. <laughs> Or do we um, want to hold off on that? Oh, I figure we could do that after right. this, right? Like after the after the cooking? goose, mm-hmm. after cooking. Oh, after cooking. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I think what I find uh, charming about Castor is that she's a complete fuck up as a housewife, and she's yeah. trying really hard. Yeah, you know what I uh-huh. mean. She's bad at it. She's this, bad at it. This is she this can't is cook. The good bit about Issei being her mother-in-law is like, oh yeah, she's a newlywed and sucks at it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but has the the most dedicated husband who will eat all of her culinary creations. Yes, right. Like he's he's a wife guy, but he doesn't actually understand what that is. Yeah. Uh, we'll get more of that later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this scene's good. Uh, I like uh Saber coming and being like, "Why is she here? Oh, you're gonna give me food? I will yes. protect you with my life." Yeah, Saber um, is Saber is the guard dog that you like hand off a, a like uh like beg and strip to and then mm-hmm. she like backs off, you know yes. what I mean? Um in, in the that bit, scene. There's a good bit of like Ryder showing up, looking kind of suspicious, going away, and then like a couple like pages later or screens later, Saber running up going like, Hey, Rin's here. <laughs> Got a uh-huh, cover. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Rin kicking the the trash bag on the floor for a little bit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Caster being like, trash bag. <laughs> I'm not trash. That's pretty funny. Caster calling her an, that uncivilized ape of a girl. <laughs> uh-huh. Caster never got over Rin uh, bare knuckle boxing her into submission in the Unlimited Blade Works route, which was a high point of the route for me. It is. Mm-hmm. That is a great part of the route. It's a really good part of the route. Like, I also got to use Caster's like blood coming down from her mouth spray again. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's some excellent reuse of sprites. Mm-hmm. In this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess now we can do like the caster stalking scene. Right. Yeah. The beginning of the scene is miserable. It's it's too long, and it's just caster being like whining at Shiro about Taiga cheating on her husband, or. Tiger, yeah, or Taiga yeah. cheating with her husband. There we Taiga go. Uh, seducing and luring ku- poor innocent Kazuki into yeah. uh, into an illicit situation. Because right. Kazuki's not doing anything wrong. Um, uh, but then they get to a cafe where Lancer works <laughs> and, funny, and, oh, and we, all is forgiven. We can talk, can we talk briefly about like Caster's weird meltdown in the mall? 
Okay, yeah. yes. All of the little chibi casters are fantastic. <laughs> I love them like, so much. Her like spinning and dancing around. Yeah. Her collapsed on the ground, sobbing in the background. Yep. It's all great. <laughs> Every time yep. the little doodle doodle versions of characters come well, up, it's and then like, and then her, uh, full size her dragging Tiger Dojo Emia away. Oh right, good. right. He's like tucked oh, yeah. under yeah. under her arm while the uh, the track girls like see her. Yeah. I think it says like she lifts him up by the scruff of his neck or something like yes. that. <laughs> Dog coated mm-hmm. <laughs> Avenger moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then there they... was a real there was a real turning point where I was like, why does any why did Lauren say that she liked this scene? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I got to yeah the the caster being a little creature, and I was like. Okay, no, I've I'm turned around. Yeah, and then they and, and then they follow Kazuki and and Taiga to a cafe. Oh, uh, uh, a moment of uh, Caster being like tea's tea, right? It's like it's oh, no, no, tea is water, is colored yes. water. I'm not gonna pay for tea. <laughs> well, if you want someone to drink your fucking tea, Saber uh, Shiro will have two of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. And then it turns mm-hmm. out that Lancer is the one bothering them. Uh, he looks great in this outfit, honestly. Oh, yeah. They, they came in so suspiciously uh, and wouldn't say anything that yeah. Shira was worried they were going to think that they were being robbed. Instead, <laughs> the hostess just runs to get Ku uh, because he's not afraid of them. Yeah. Get closer to the mic, Ben. Sorry. Sorry. I can just tell that you're not. Yeah. 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 Um, right. Shiro and so, like, Lancer... what they're doing here is. Oh, sorry. Oh no! I was I was just gonna say, Shiro and Lancer both being obsessed with Caster's ear wiggle is really cute. Yes, it is very good. They moved. I'm right there with them. Yeah, they moved. Yeah. Don't you want to touch them? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. Like, I I don't know how I feel about being in the same boat with you two right now, but I can't. I'm like, this is my destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like basically what they're doing here is okay because uh, they're. They're all listening in to, or they're trying to listen in to Kuzuki and Taiga's conversation, looking for either evidence that they're uh, engaging in a tryst or that something else is happening. Yes. Yeah. Shiro's very, there. you, like, literally any other woman in the city is more likely to be cheating with Kuzuki than mm-hmm. Taiga. Which is probably not wrong. Because the whole bit, Taiga's, what Taiga has called him out for is, uh, why, do, why doesn't anyone love me? <laughs> Well, well, specifically, kind of. could you enumerate in detail why you do not think of me uh-huh. as a woman that you could possibly love? Uh-huh. Uh, and Kazuki is brutally honest. Yes, yes. And, like, part, cause like, part of this is, like, Taiga was talking to, like, a student, right? Who is yes. like, oh, yeah. you would have never really been, like, you've never really had, like, any kind of remaining experience, so I can't, like, talk to you about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like to not to be sort of rejected or uh, confront someone who just doesn't care about you at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There's a bit where Kazuki talks about uh, his hollowness and detachment from people. He's that, very open about this. Yeah. Well, that uh, we talk here sometimes about how characters are remixed. This mm-hmm. very much feels like that part of Kang Keishiki. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm being remixed here mm-hmm. of like uh yeah someone who who wants to be human but doesn't view themselves as human mm-hmm. because they're hollow and like can't relate to people mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a little bit of uh lancer going up there and stirring shit up 
Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you two are obviously here for a date, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving Tyga a discount on tea because uh, they have a discount for women wearing stripes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, some, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. No, I I really like the the bit there with like Kuzuki being like, well. I kind of feel hollow, and for a long time I just didn't care about Caster at all, and because she was just kind of around. Um, but then I was like, wait a minute, I have like, I, I'm trying to like understand my position now as like, you know, someone who I'm realizing I care for in a way that I don't understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, now I have responsibilities to this person who I, I, and I guess I care about those, but I don't really know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is like, and because like all of this at this point, like when he starts talking about this, uh, like Shiro and Lancer are kind of looking at Caster like, oh, God, is she going to blow up? And she's like, OK, no, no, this is fine. I know where this is going. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, he goes through this whole thing. And she's like, yeah, this is just what I expected. I knew this. Was, I knew this is uh, where he was at. Yeah, yeah. She was she was never under any illusions that uh, Kuzuki secretly like had a burning passion for her. Yeah. Right, but it's sort of a neat confirmation of, like, they have a little bit of, like, there's, like, a mutual, like, trust and understanding that is sort of, like, mm-hmm. more than either of them really expected on the outset. Which... Mm-hmm. Speaking of marriage, there's a scene that, uh, in a rarity for this game, I wish was longer, where Saber says three lines, Taiga's worried about not being married, mm-hmm. and Saber oh, gets, good. like... Three lines about Guinevere. About being a terrible husband to Guinevere. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm like, damn, I really wish we got more of her, like, reflecting on her life in... in As a married man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was really good. They should, yeah. Um, This uh, this scene also has the distinction of having one of my other favorite sprites in the game, which is uh, Kotamine (laughs) with with sensor bar over his eye. Oh my god, that's so good. (laughs) It's such a funny way to put it Oh god. Yeah, there's like a couple of his sprites where with the sensor over his face and I just like was laughing so hard looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bits we get are good. I just wish that like Yeah. 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 It's like no, very absolutely. cursory. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I wish that Saber had time to like dig into that a little. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. No, that's a really good those are really good Saber moments. Yeah. Um, there's a a couple other sort of small ones. Where we, we return to Lancer on the, the fishing uh, pier. With increasingly more people there. Right, right. Did we, right. Talk, we talked about Archer's like uh, completely wild uh, like voice delivery. And, uh-huh. the and like, yeah! And all that stuff. But uh, uh, he's like here. competing with Gil at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, Gilgamesh has shown up with a gaggle of children. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he's king of the babies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of being... Uh-huh. They must think he's like the little brother of their little tyrant king or the big brother of their little mm-hmm. tyrant king or something. Mm-hmm. I do like the one girl coming over to be like, what are you doing to Koo? And he's like, I want to die. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. I like the, the bit with like the kid asking like, hey, Gil, can I, can I, uh, can I read this week's jump? And he's like, wait till I finish with it. I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has like 10 golden fishing poles. Right. Yeah. To to there's Koo with his 
that doesn't even have a reel. Uh-huh. There's Archer with top-of-the-line equipment, and then there's Gil, who just, yeah, has ten Gil... golden fishing poles. Yes, which are, like, like unproduced prototypes that yeah. Uh, yeah. Archer never seen, that he managed to scam one of these kids out of uh-huh. mm-hmm. somehow. His uncle who works at, like, Fish Tendo. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a fun little bit with Rin not knowing about uh, DVDs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Shiro also not knowing about DVDs. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like teasing her for not being good with technology and then like gets backed into a corner. Uh-huh. Right. He's like, well, what's the difference between uh, RW and um, HDD? And he's like, ah, good question. <laughs> Great question. You, Shiro is extremely the type of person who knows all the acronyms, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't actually know what they really mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Acronyms. Who cares about them? Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. There's a scene where uh, Shiro and Shinji break into Sakura's room to read her diary. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I do think that some of the uh, the uh, book titles on her uh, shelf are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caring for the elderly at the end. Grip the neck tightly. <laughs> Which is like it's a bad it's a bad taste joke, but it's pretty funny. It it is funny specifically because of her circumstances. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah. Let's see what else. I think that's most of what I've got. Oh. Do we want to talk about the pool scenes very briefly? I now that I'm looking at my notes, there's one like bit from the the trapped in the chest scene phone call thing that I really that I thought was very funny, and it's when Rin tells her future self to drown in her ideals and die. Yes, that's very good. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Or certainly missed writing it down. That's a that's a good bit. Um. Um. Yeah. Okay. We can do the pool stuff. That's fine. Um, these pool scenes are like peak the worst. Yes. So are what? I think in our first episode, awful. I was like, "Hey, I don't like harem stuff because." And we had a conversation about like uh, audience and mm-hmm. making stuff for your audience and making it obvious. These pool scenes are the, I think, the worst that, or are an example of the worst that this game gets, mm-hmm. where it's. Shiro is not a character. Mm-hmm. He is a player stand-in. Mm-hmm. And you, the reader, are going on a date with your favorite girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the most like sanded down, like sandblasted, like smoothed out, like uh look at them in their little swimsuit. Isn't that right? Cute? And like when they like, there's like each one has like a like, oh, we're they're leaving the, the changing room and there's like this weird little like uh like uh photo like shoot session effect mm-hmm. yes. where you see yeah. they, 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 the sprite shows up for the first time and it does it like i think it like plays like these old school like camera flash noises yeah and it like shows you like it like overlays the the sprite like over itself and moves it around a little bit in these yeah. weird ways and like it's like a real like artifice laid bare kind of moment because like in visual mm-hmm. novels, it is exciting when you see a new outfit or a new sprite for a character that you've never seen before, and they're kind of doled out as a reward for pushing down a route, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you see new expressions for various characters that you've never seen before as uh, you get further down their route, or in, in the CL route in Tsukihime, there's that special date outfit you get a 
barely a glimpse of you know what i mean Uh all that stuff is very fun but here it's like so pandering that it's hard to like it's it's easy when it's like part of the narrative to kind of forget that that's also what's happening is you're being like kind of like little treats are leading you along well this is this is the thing is like uh and this is the thing that i said in the first episode if if the writing is good then I am thinking about the writing. I'm thinking about the events that are happening. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not sitting there thinking, ah, uh, yes, this is a reward for yes. me having played this game. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And this scene, these scenes are like, and here's your reward for loving Saber. Yeah, you get to right. see her in a little bikini, and she's telling you, I thought that it would excite you more if I wore a bikini. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's and, one bit uh, that I like in Sabers, which mm-hmm. is just, um. Archer and uh, Lancer showing up to bother you mm-hmm. and Saber going off to beat down Lancer for saying some stupid bullshit and Archer yeah, just sort of like sitting there eating your lunch and like commenting on Lancer getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Saber's is one of the better ones because at least we get the stuff about like, oh, uh, she can walk on water like she's fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So yeah. Swim. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest I have like no memory of, and I just skipped Ilya's entirely. Uh, uh, that's fair. It's 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 rough. The thing I will say is, uh, Saber is the most Saber. If Ilya is like a twelve-year-old, Saber is like a fourteen-year-old in that description. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's consistently described as a young girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ku talks about her being a child, looking yes, like a child, yeah. right? And then gets mm-hmm. that all it, but. Uh, that Shiro, as the narrator, consistently describes her as looking very young and mm-hmm. being very small. Uh, one thing that I really liked technically about the uh, these scenes is uh, the when they're in the pool, the background is yes. static, but like the top f- bottom like inch and a half of the screen is like an animated like wave like yeah. pushing, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it like it blends in so perfectly with the background to like make it look like they're sta- submerged in water. Yeah, fantastic mm-hmm. li- little like technical moment. Also, yeah. yes, and and uh, when Saber runs around and like plumes of water come up, yeah, that's like oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but, but yeah, the the um. Il- the Ilya scene is like uh, all your worst nightmares about Ilya, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryder yeah, doesn't get her that own scene. Uh, she just consistently pops up. And she just else's. pops up in everyone else's for a little bit. Um, I think there's there's one bit in Rins where there's like this sort of thing where of like the um, like the heterosexual fantasy of a bisexual girlfriend who will ogle other girls with you. Yes. Uh huh. Ryder shows up. And then goes away, and Rin's like, so, you a tits or ass man? <laughs> yeah. Um, They're both tits people, by the way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In case you were curious. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what else happens? Um, There was something else that I wanted to... Oh, uh, a lot of the sprites look very odd to me. I agree. They, they are, there's like an off model quality to a lot mm-hmm. of them. The face shapes are like a lot like longer than most of the face shapes are typically. Saber and gets like weird faces. She does get like weird, like un- different kinds of goofy faces than she yeah. normally gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's like this this Sakura uh th- see like 
sprite where she's like pushing her boobs together with all her might. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks really kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I think is that the part where they have like a little boing sound effect when she shows up. There's a few point parts with that. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So the the Ilya one is the last one and is like a coda where they all come together to uh like uh yes, but it out. is then. And like you can only get it after you've seen all the others, yes. but then they still play it as oh, it's the first time you've seen this girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like what if they like, all went to the uh, yes, it is the, the first time instead. that that Shiro slash Avenger has seen this girl on this route on this mm-hmm. loop. But like, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, because they do they like replay the every every girl coming out and like yeah. showing off their their appeal for a minute. You know what I mean? Which is like I mm-hmm. guess would be fine. Well, I mean, like again, I I reject the very premise of these scenes. Yes, but mm-hmm. would would have graded a tiny bit less if I hadn't burned through these back to back to back. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't even know if it would have. Like, I I I did not do that, and I think I feel exactly the same way as both of you about these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, a, it's the worst. I, I, I'm not a dissenting s- voice here at all. Yeah. There's also a scene in here somewhere where it's like, uh, here. What about all of the main uh, stay night girls in maid costumes for a second? Because uh, we have to reaffirm the maid thing. Mm-hmm. Most of these maid outfits look terrible, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Takeuchi is not. He's not somewhere. great. No, like I like he's the thing is, uh, maid outfit and fine. You know what good. I mean? Uh, and like the that's funny because like the. He sweet Ryder is wearing he sweezy outfit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's just like an excuse to draw them all in made outfits looking terrible. Like some of the color choices, like yeah. um mm-hmm. Sakura's Bad. like weird tan, like tannish olive dress like made dress is so weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. On, as like a contrast, I really like the uh the bit where like Rin is the Rin Chiro is supposed to go shopping and she like has a cold and she has to get taken care of instead. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that and that uh yes. That scene leading into her sex scene are like, oh, I don't actually mind these scenes. Mm-hmm. These are like, yeah, it's it's cute that uh Chiro has to <laughs> one, it's cute that Rin has cat pajamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, most cat coated girl of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's also, yeah, it's cute that um she has to like make her porridge and uh sits with her for a bit uh before she falls asleep. What was sort of funny about this was I think like maybe the same day that I did this one, my wife started talking about like making savory oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, maybe you could add some soy sauce. That could be good. She's like, Oh, yeah. soy sauce, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get the one uh, Karen around town scene. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. One more thing about oh, the sorry. Rin the Rin scene. The mm-hmm. way that she's holding her little paws under the blanket uh, is really funny. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's very snuggly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and, yes. And although this... It's interesting because uh, that scene in particular and also saber's date scene which we'll get to in a while um are like oh this takes place after that girl's route like mm-hmm. shiro and and rin are dating mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. That moment. Right. Like all of the dates and on the and the the sex scenes are basically have that going on, right? Where they're yeah. like yeah. they they project back a certain continuity of like uh like interactions that we don't see even in any of the other scenes in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like it's stronger for, for that in the Rin yeah. one more than most. Yeah. Um, well, the Rin one, it like well, we can talk about that when we get there. Yeah. We'll get yeah. There. No, sorry. there's some interesting stuff to talk about there. I think. Yes. Do we have other dates? Uh, none that I wrote down. Okay. Karen, yeah, I mean, there's the into Karen. <laughs> the the Karen date, Karen around town, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is a pretty funny scene because she like reels him in like a fish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. with her shroud and he's like what the fuck are you doing she's like oh you told me to uh capture you if i saw you around town uh-huh. he's like i don't think i meant literally bud um let's see is there anything else from this scene that's any good oh yeah she's just looking for gill and uh, uh lancer who are avoiding her the scene right. where he bumps into them in this context sucks uh this scene i remember starts it's... with like 20 pages of them being like so hey shiro you're really a lollycon huh and it's like 20 pages of that and then there's something else that happens in that scene i think it's longer than that but like that's that's an awful start i don't i see i think i i like i think i read that like in a hurry like yesterday like yeah that's fine and I just like don't remember it's anything like, about it. Yeah, this is where Lancer's like, yeah, Saber looks like a child, and also I saw how you were looking at Ilya in her swimsuit and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And she was like, ah, oh, tugging my collar, yeah, but don't say it out loud. Oh boy, awful stuff. Grim, miserable. Um, I do. Okay, one thing. Remember when uh, during like the Karen scenes where uh, Avenger like, kind of like callously summed up uh, Karen's life, and she was like, whoa. That's really good. I'm going to use that from now yeah. on. Uh, Lancer and Gil say that that's what she told them when talking about <laughs> her life, and she seemed really proud of it for some reason. That's, that's very funny. I didn't, yeah, I did the Karen scene later, and so yeah. hadn't. That's that's a really good bit. Um, yeah, I guess, like, we get a scene guys wanna... of people talking about English cuisine where everyone is like, uh, Rin's like, it's the worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. Oh, yeah, uh, that's the lead into the. Uh, did Nasu go to London and have like a really bad meal or something? <laughs> this is a bit like I think this is the beginning of the the um the Emoto contest, right? Oh Jesus Christ. Oh my god. That right, was another yes, bit where I just like held control through the end because I was like because like the beginning is just like, oh, it's Rin bitching at Saber about uh English food, which is sort yeah, of funny. It's like it's like sort of funny, yeah. Um No, this um, is a it's I feel like is, there are there are like probably there are a handful of scenes that are like i would this would be tolerable if it was literally half the length that it is less and instead third for this and instead they just keep going yeah yeah it's like they they're like oh we're gonna have a contest to see which of these girls is the best like little sis the best emoto type uh or whatever yeah, I just which is this. okay and... one which is wild because only Sakura and Ilya even begin to fit that bill. Saber is zero. They like ret- they like retcon a bunch of Saber uh-huh. being an Emoto stuff in all of a sudden. Uh, I guess Ryder is based on stuff we see. Ryder is technically, but like, but like in terms of in terms of the parts that they play, yeah, they're not at all. So like, yeah. why even? Yeah, why even do this? Well, 
Nasu loves an Emoto. Yeah. Is the thing. No. This is this is gonna be a reoccurring thing for the rest of fate, is that Nasu loves emotos. I, I have a good friend who also likes anime emoto. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's fair for you. I just can't I just uh-huh. can't stand uh most of the time. They're yeah, it so, makes me miserable. I just like I said is, is like I'm sitting through this. They're like, oh, we're going to do a competition. Everyone, like, show their show off their appeal again. I hate it when, like, they, they mm-hmm. like, get meta about, like, showing off characters' appeals. You well, know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't mind Saber just telling a story about, like, her growing up with her but brother. And I'm, ta- I'm talking about, like, and now do your Emoto catchphrase. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. But oh I get God. to the end and they're like, oh, who who won the first? Like, the thing Saber is that some, Saber wins the first round. I'm like, okay, fine. Saber is the best Emoto in Stay Night. Whatever. And they're like, Okay, now round two. And I was like, this scene is still fucking happening. And it's like, it goes on for so long after that. The the entire joke of that scene is that despite honestly being the most Emoto character, Sakura still manages to lose all three rounds. Yes. But it's not, it's not a good enough joke to hold a scene that long. Mm-hmm. Right. I was going in it with like holding control and like that was there was a lot in there it's so long it's like yeah again there are a set of scenes that like i read slowly so i bet that and also my subjective uh i did not like time them out i didn't start a stopwatch because i didn't know that they were going to be that long but like this one's probably half an hour for me to get through Jeez, that's way too long Um, yeah that's it's it's a bit too long do we have any other random scenes that we want to talk about, or should we talk about something that is technically uh li- like categorized among the optional scenes, but is the writer like writer's backstory scene that matters the most? Let's talk about good character scenes. I'm going to drop a marker just so I can. Yes, um, please. Let's yeah. Let's talk about the the good rider backstory scenes. Yes, this can bridge the gap between this mm-hmm. stuff and then the next file. A violet snake laps up the blood. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the talk to rider about the Holy Grail War scene again, uh, where right, rider is yeah. like. Oh, well, you know, I'll turn the entire town into a, a like, field of corpses if I have to to protect Sakura. Mm-hmm. And Ren- Shiro's like, please don't. And she's like, no promises, bud. And then, then we get the this added bit at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is, you found it. it's a great, it's a, it's fun that Ryder, um, Shiro's like, hey, so what about the Holy Grail War? And, and Ryder's like, listen, I've always been a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like. You know, I'm one day away from retirement, but uh, I could always, I could always go back. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so riders, uh, we get, we get a little bit about how the like the beast, the shadow beasts work, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're there all the time that just don't, kind of don't matter until the last day, and that you can't really see them unless you have some special perceptive abilities and are, and are looking for them. Ryder's got mystic eyes. Of course, she noticed them right away. And so she's been going out at night just butchering them by the hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, for research. She's researching. <laughs> yeah. is, like a, is what she's saying. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the 
this or or whatever. Anyway, I'm going to go kill some guys, you know. Uh, she's like flashing back to uh, her history in the, on the Shapeless Isle and how th- things took a turn for the worse there. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if I didn't if I didn't like despise Euralians, then oh, the stuff probably would have with them probably would have hit a little. <laughs> this was the problem. Better, but yes. the problem is abstractly used, it works. They're used well here. Yes, and in the rest of the time they show up, they're awful. <laughs> yes. Uh the the scene of uh uh Yureli walking in on Ryder drinking human blood for the first time and there's this like great close up of her fucked up eye yeah like oh, staring yeah. at her I just put it in the chat it's so good it's like it's a lot more it's like sketchy yeah and uh they have this like white noise filter over it it's great mm-hmm. and like in the uh, in the text there's a lot of like um they do the the bla- the the censoring thing again like mm-hmm. Instead of saying blood, they say they like um, what is it? I forget. They, they I think they just blank it out. Mm-hmm. 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 So Ryder's thinking about all this, and she kills a bunch of monsters bloodlessly because they're shadow monsters, and then uh uh runs down a woman and kills her. <laughs> it's Karen. Yeah, she's surprise, here. Surprise. Uh, and she doesn't die because she's a dream. <laughs> yes, I love when you kill a woman and her body stands back up and starts accusing you of all of the sins you've ever committed. Listen, the dead I woman's I... mouth proclaims her sin with a voice like a song. Mm-hmm. I think I did the scene before any of the Karen scenes. Mm-hmm. So this is such real, a like fun... Karen is still a villain moment. Yes, you know what I mean. Because Karen is like, no, you like pr- play acting at being human is like. You don't deserve that. You're a monster. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the uh, Ben and I both screenshotted this. Uh, Karen saying, it's not fine. No matter what you are, no matter the circumstances, you have killed a human being. <laughs> the dead woman's mouth proclaims her sin with a voice like a song. It's uh, good. Which is like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great that Ryder is at the same time as acknowledging that she could turn into a monster mm-hmm. at any moment is clinging on to her mm-hmm. humanity. Yeah. Yeah, like... Specifically, uh, like... like and, and then, like, the, there's a lot of bits here where Karen is basically, like, reading her mind or something, right? Where yes. uh, she's basically like, oh, well, is this really for Sakura's sake? Are you sure yes. about that? Are you sure you're not just, like, and really loving, like, murdering all of these people? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, like, descending, like, unpacking, because writers, like... I'm doing this to protect the city. And Karen's like, you don't care about the city. You care about Sakura. But you don't really care about Sakura. You're just pretending that she's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like, um, there's a there's a nice bit of... There's a nice sequence where we get uh, a... Like, a couple of CGs in the same screen. and uh, Right? Where we start with, like, the Gorgon. Then, like, Ryder with the uh, the the sort of sketched out eye bit and then just sort of like a, a bloody like i don't know strike against something yeah um yeah she like takes karen apart and attempt to get her to shut up mm-hmm. so let's see does avenger show up before or after those after right, right, at the the end. End. right at the end so we get some more like information about the shapeless isle and all this stuff about um how her sisters really came to the island of their own will because they didn't want to be separated from 
uh, Medusa. She they tried to stop Medusa from like falling into enjoying the act of killing instead of mm-hmm. like killing to protect herself. Mm-hmm. Stop drinking blood. So then I was like, it's freaking Euralia out. Please stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts to transform into a monster. She after killing like a lot of the the man, like the the humans coming in to like snatch them all away or whatever. Yes, yeah. yeah, so this is is this where we get this bit where it's like, oh, they come, they either come for to kill Medusa or they come to kidnap and rape Euralian Stato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, boo, boo. Fucking hate this shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, let's see. Right. So. Mirroring her turning into a monster in her memories, uh, she's starting to transform in this world too. You know what I mean? As she like kills, she runs away from Karen and like kills more monsters and all this stuff. And it's an interesting bit where she's like, "Oh, if I transform here, it is going to indelibly re uh, like shift what version of Medusa is inscribed on the throne of heroes, mm-hmm. and I will only ever be a monster from now on." Like mm-hmm. the part of me that wants to protect people at all will be overwritten by this. I mean, you can I, I I sort of read this as like it's sort of ambiguous about like the extent to which this is metaphysically true and the extent to yeah. which this is like an anxiety that you can feel in these kinds of yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure she doesn't know a hundred percent how the metaphysics of this world works, but it's a great like threat to like yeah. be it it's fun to like threaten uh, the shape of uh, these characters on the throne because it mm-hmm. like adds permanent stakes to their eternal existence you know what mm-hmm. I mean whether or not you're going to follow up on it I even read that as in this time loop I will be transformed Ooh, that's into interesting. Gorgon mm-hmm. um, and so that's yeah. bad that would yeah. be bad mm-hmm. which kind of fuck the whole thing up if which there's is like, just a yeah. tower yeah. of uh, <laughs> of flesh and tentacles destroying everything all the time uh huh mm-hmm. She gets uh the the monsters finally like get a one up on her and kill her basically she's like dying in a puddle of blood and she's like oh I'll die and then I'll transform permanently yeah mm-hmm. yeah we get a little flashback to like when she's transformed in the, on the the shapeless isle and like basically eats her sisters yes her sisters like give themselves over to her as sacrifices basically so they can all be together again yeah mm-hmm. like oh we were we were so foolish like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe this wouldn't have happened if you weren't like comedy abusing her. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> it's like you can't which really, is the you can't really read these th- things like too closely together because yeah. they yeah. just do not like they just don't vi- like tonally no. jive at all. Yeah, yeah. This scene uh, works with the Urele and Steno we see in this scene. Yes, mm-hmm. and the rest of the scenes we see with Ryder and Yurel. Who are like comedy her. assaulting and blood yeah. drinking her. Mm-hmm. Are, it's yeah. Like, it's nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes, this is why when we get the, the, the scene with Perseus is that there's only one of them because they've all fused into mm-hmm. the Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avenger shows up. There's some extremely nasu uh stuff avenger says about like what is and isn't a monster yes Uh i think his thing is uh this this fun line drawing also avenger is in his shiro form just blurred out so you can't see him well he's like colored in yeah the thing is is or 
I guess this is the thing is I played this before any of the Karen scenes. Yes. So uh, I was like, oh, there are parallels between Shiro and Avenger. They're mm-hmm. the same like type of guy. Um, but there's definitely also something here where it's like, oh, the closer she is to a monster, the clearer she can see him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, as soon he as says she that, returns right? to being like, oh, human, you can he see returns me. to mm-hmm. being a blurry outline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah a shadow again. Yeah. Um, uh yeah the the his thing is is like no a monster is not uh, like a wild animal it doesn't happen to attack humans a monster is someone who uh loves to attack humans it's if you kill something because you need food that's different than you're killing something to kill something is is the defining line which again is like otherwise you're a you're a beast not a monster this is (laughs) nasty yes yes um (laughs) so his his bit is he says, like, is there anything that you want besides just to kill people? And uh, going back to the Sakura stuff, well, it isn't, or depending on how you look at it, either she is trying to save Sakura because selfishly she wishes she could save herself, or the other way, the mirror that she ends up on is she wishes she could just save any person. Mm-hmm. Right. And Sakura mirrors her a lot, uh, and that's why she's so attached to her. But the reason that she was ever summonable as a hero, as a heroic spirit, is because she wanted. She was like, even someone like me could save someone. Yes. Oh, right. Avenger I mean, says, how right, embarrassing! Which, because you have the desire to help someone, you just barely managed to become a heroic spirit, yes. a human being. Mm-hmm. Right, and like, is, like yeah. what she says is like uh, talking about Sakura, like uh, a girl fated to be turned into a monster. The victim mm-hmm. of a vi- the victims turned aggressors formed a contract in this world as fellow monsters. That's why mm-hmm. she doesn't want her to end up the same. As though she can change what she is, she can protect the girl who holds the same fate as herself. Her unfulfilled happiness, her irredeemable sin. How she so, loved that uh, pretty foolish girl's desperate struggle to put on a brave face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Ryder, Ryder, and Sakura stuff as like uh, this like weird fucked up family. That's, yeah. This is some of my favorite stuff, uh, yeah. Sakura stuff uh, of of all. Uh, Absolutely, her reflected in Ryder, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. I I'm I'm fully on board. I agree with you entirely. Ryder turns back into her human form and still dies in this loop, yeah. <laughs> but she's she's chilled out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and there is a little bit at the end where Ryder's like, "Wow, that guy really reminds me of a certain boy that I know." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which is again uh, oh, very and the sad bit is she doesn't know about the loop, so she like tell like murmurs that she's gonna come home soon to Sakura while thinking that she's gonna die. You know what I mean? Does she not know about the loop? Yeah, cause... again, I guess this is colored by my reading of this scene is not her thinking I will be indelibly changed on the throne of mm-hmm. heroes. It's I am going to be changed in this loop. There's like a there's like a, a little bit I wish I had screenshot it. There's like a little bit at the end that implies that she is lying when she says she'd be home soon. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I but anyway, it's again. it's it's a cute bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or Either cute's way. maybe the wrong word. Sad. Like it's a little like, bit melancholy. Yeah, it's, in the it good is, way. This this is like the Fate Stay Night slash plot writing of this game mm-hmm. uh style stuff that is like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I love this. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is the kind of thing that like you can kind of see how elements of this might want Nasu might want to have put in like a bad ending in Stay Night or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, cast her next. One, <laughs> one sec. I, I scrolling through my notes. I keep spotting great bits. Uh, so uh, 
the bit from the caster stalking scene where uh Shira's trying to get her attention and he calls her Casco and then she freaks out and he calls her innocent bolero jacket wearing young wife <laughs> to calm her down. Right. It's really funny. In the English that gets turned into Cassie. Cassie, yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Uh yeah, so so that's a pretty good rider scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the rider backstory stuff has kind of been frustrating for me in this game but this part works for me you know whereas well, i've liked a lot, a lot of, of rider like daytime uh hanging out uh yeah a the responsible of, one of the family aside <laughs> from this a lot of rider backstory stuff is just here's a comedy setup <laughs> that we're gonna make jokes with yes um aside yeah, well, like- no the the did we we talked about the the scene where perseus shows up to kill her Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did. Or is, not last. That time, is the time. other scene that also works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh yes, here is how I met my end. Here's why I hate mirrors so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we don't have to like zoom in on our sisters too much, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's better. Well, or if they're like normal people who care about their sister. Yeah. This is right. this is what I mean by uh, not zooming in too much. As symbols of her family, yeah. they work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Uh, Ryder being like, oh, uh, I was uh, trapped in this like uh, dream of being able to see people that I loved. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's great. As long as you just like try and like push the rest of the scenes with those two characters out of your head. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really just that one that's like extremely bad. Like the 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 the, the end of that There's one where they're like little monsters that, and it's like three screens is like, oh, OK, that's you could do something with that maybe. But like. Mm-hmm. The, there's, there's two scenes of them one that gets sprites and then one that doesn't get sprites which is the same bit but uh extended dramatically yeah anyway yeah media's history this is framed mm-hmm. as like shiro just comes up to the temple and sees her and is like wow i'm gonna go think about her his her secret history real quick mm-hmm. well uh is this also the one where she talks about Kazuki? Is this where you yep. talk Yeah, it's it's, a, it's all one big part, I think. Okay. Uh, where is that? Baby, baby Medea is cute. I like that her ears are less long, but still pointy. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, yes, this is also like a distinctly different style. Yeah, it's like which sketchy. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Long time listeners. This is, I think, the same style as the, uh, the caster um, uh, concept art. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Long time listeners of the pod will know that I love sketchy stuff you do like, like sketchy stuff you should read Dora hey Dora fan i should <laughs> probably i have a bunch of other stuff to get through but I'll you like sketchy through. stuff fan Dora hey Dora will get you there mm-hmm. i'm constantly thinking about the uh yeah the there's something interesting that like you will never notice sorry to completely drive us on a tangent um <laughs> that you won't notice if all you read is tanka bonds mm-hmm. uh but there are Manga in in magazines sometimes just shows up and is like, this is a rough storyboard. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and it will get yeah. fixed for the Tankabon. It will get shading and like uh and stuff, but uh it's kind of just yeah, it's a rough draft. <laughs> and like sometimes you just gotta put it out. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I remember that a lot when I was keeping up with uh Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This happens with like broadcast anime too, sometimes, right? 
where like mm. uh, they will like, clean it up in the blue. Shaft is famous for this. Is yeah, not, not cleaning up so much as adding. completely <laughs> changing. Uh, yes, yes, I know. I have seen screenshots of how uh, like the city in Madoka goes from a city to like an increasingly ornate cathedral space yeah. as like different releases of Madoka <laughs> go by. Which is like that's yes, that's, that's fun. 3D, so it's like a little different. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, Medea. Medea. Yeah. She tells the story of Medea. Or, or we or have like a dream of the story, the story of, story of Medea. Medea. Mm-hmm. Uh. There's a lot of like, here's the narration of Caster basically being like, because like the what is expressed as here specifically is that like she was not doing this of her own will really yes. like the yeah. the the love that she had for um uh jason was specifically like a curse she was it was like a like a tukihime kind of thing with like inversion impulse donner yes yes aphrodite yeah this is like this is like in various media like le- stories whether or not mm-hmm. it's that she really fell in love with him or aphrodite cursed her or whatever mm-hmm is kind of like uh, uh like goes back and forth this comes down pretty heavily on uh god interference which seems right that's who yeah. loves a tragedy uh, <laughs> and yeah so she does like a whole bunch of horrible things uh on his behalf because jason is like a, a child and like wants everything to go his way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like butchers a bunch of people and then is like oh i'm a monster now <laughs> right then there's like this this sort of re- repeating um bit of like uh screen a bit of text saying like let me go back like she really yeah. she's yeah. done all of these horrible things and now she can't go back like to both like the land of her childhood and like to recover like the the life she might have led if she hadn't been like cursed this way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um the bit when uh jason comes back with the fleece and the king is like haha fuck you i'm 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 not gonna give your the you the throne back and she like the the like trick they pull is very like old like greek re- legend trick you know what i mean where she's like mm-hmm. jason's like yeah she can give you like your youth back you know here sh- show a media and she chops a like sheep apart and throws it in a pot and it turns into a baby lamb and the guy's like hell yeah i want to drink the oni my potion <laughs> and uh then he they're like oh yeah i guess have your daughters chop you to pieces and he's like yeah hell yeah and gets chopped to pieces and he dies and then jason has the, all the girls like executed for having killed him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a really like uh great like mythology yeah uh like yeah. to flavor you know what i mean oh and this is where media is like oh i the i was broken out of being in love with him but I was already a monster at this point, so like, what else could I do? Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. already a witch. Yeah. yeah, can't go home, and can't stay here. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, Jason leaves her for another woman. Uh, she, the woman dies on her wedding day mysteriously, and then Jason dies in a mysterious boating accident <laughs> soon, mm-hmm. soon after. And then Medea just kind of wanders off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. So then we cut back Caster, to the right, and Caster is sort of like speaking, sort of vaguely threateningly to Shiro about prying into her shitty like backstory. Mm-hmm. Oh right, uh, yeah, we get see. this is where we get Kuzuki's like uh, a secret super assassin, like disposable murderer guy, like backstory. 
There's a bit, like, right at the end of Caster's narration that I like a lot. I hate it. Caster says... I was saying there's a bit right at the end of Caster's narration that I like a lot, where just the the last little bit of um, memories where she still lived as a human and uh, a bad dream she had just seen a little earlier, like the cauldron where the old sheep was boiled, the dead and living are mingled together. Mm. Um, Yeah, this this scene is interesting because it's played as in a similar way that uh we got a couple of early scenes where both saber and shiro are kind of like mournful Mm -hmm. because they both they don't know but they both feel that saber isn't there anymore Mm -hmm. uh this is a similar like caster kind of knows that something happened and that kuzuki and her aren't around anymore yeah but for the duration of these loops they get to be Mm mm-hmm so Kuzuki is a disposable super assassin. <laughs> yes. This is why he's like that. Nasu loves this style of I know. I'm like flashing or... back to Red Demon God, and you know what? I fucking hated it then too. <laughs> we yeah, oh, we've seen a, it a couple of times. Uma? We're gonna is see it again saying? several times more. Wait, uh two Sorry. people talking. I can't do two Sorry. people talking. Uh Fen, what were you saying? I just just saying that we've seen it a couple of times and we're gonna see it a bunch more times. Yes. Lauren. Oh, I was gonna. Ask, is that the the Kuma Kishima thing? Kind of. It's. Uh, I'm talking about uh, uh, Shiki's dad. Uh, is but like the, is oh, the, right. that story. Kishima does come up yeah, in that yeah. pretty pretty heavily, but it's mostly following Shiro's uh, perfect, deadly super assassin, weakest of them all, strongest of them all, dad. Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. Yeah, it's miserable. I. I. I yeah. I, I like. I didn't like Kuzuki in the main game. I. I thought like, oh. He's just like a random, like uh, best martial artist in the world <laughs> guy. His stuff was like boring, and now like this is this is also just a, did nothing for me. Um, yeah, they like they like are like wow, yeah, we're gonna have to like send you. You're gonna have to like use your perfect skills to kill this impossible target. And he like walks in and like accidentally kills the guy. And it's like, why didn't, why didn't they just like send a guy, like a kid with a gun or something? And I'm like, yeah, like I, you're trying to do something with like the absurdity of this, but I think it's just kind of like, like dumb. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's to defend it, I guess. I don't, I don't, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you want to? Okay. I don't care about Kuzuki very much. No. Um, I, I just don't it, like this type of character. Yes. The the interesting part to me is uh, how does someone who didn't have a normal childhood approach society? Right? Yeah. Like, on a, on a broader level, the uh, kind of the the bit where um i think it's kazuki's internal monologue i guess uh is talking about like humans spend the rest of their lives fulfilling the hopes that they've accumulated up until adulthood whether or not they are fulfilled is not the issue they are in fact an anesthesia that can uh expend yeah that can expend time originally filled with nothing but agony is like mm-hmm. oh yes that part is good is nasu like wanting to talk about something that uh he is interested in yeah. and the the setup as a whole is goofy yeah um mm-hmm. it's like nasu loves a character who's like i'm really fucked up in some weird way 
uh, but I want to try and like have a life anyway. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that that can be compelling. And sometimes it just like stretches to this point where I'm like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> the bit, the bit where it's like, oh yes, he all he's ever done is practice the same martial arts move over and over for his entire life. And then he's like finishes and he's like, I'm going to go be a teacher. <laughs> and he just walks out and beca- and like teaches and no one ever notices. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, I think we've talked before about like when Kuzuki was talking about this in the cafe, making the comparison to Ryogishiki, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of a more like, you get a lot more, uh, number one, it's sort of a less like, sort of tuny version of this if that's possible yeah. like it sounds silly to say but like uh-huh. there's you, you also get a little bit more like of uh like shiki's like ha- this sort of happening along the way so yeah. it's, and it's less of like a you were this like, sort of perfect killing machine up until you did it and then you're like well what the fuck yeah. it's like if you if you take the time, you can get me bought into this, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you could like Nasu Nasu loves to pull like the stupidest shit you've ever heard of, but he's like given it enough time and like you've gotten enough buy in that you're like, okay, I will go with you on the stupidest journey I've ever heard of my mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah. And then like sometimes he'll just be like, well, this is just like a cool type of guy, right? And I'm like, I don't really think so. Uh, I'm not really with you on this one. So it's just like I I immediately bounce off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I uh, I agree with you that like the the intro stuff is kind of whatever. I don't really I care about like it at all. At the end, if I liked Kuzuki more, it would hit more. But I do like Caster at this point enough that the the little bit at the end of them dying together. Yeah. Like no. That. Like that's that's mm-hmm. really the good stuff here. Um, like I I like Kuzuki that like sort of trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life after he realized that he spent his, you know, the like the beginning of his life doing something that didn't matter at all and he doesn't care mm-hmm. about it. Um, and so like that as like a general thing is interesting to me. Um, the part where he's a fantasy assassin is sort of, I don't care. Um, it's, really d- it's really dumb, yeah. Yeah, but like, and then the bit at the end where like, so the, the thing that it's interesting is that this describes a, cir- a situation that didn't happen in any of the three routes yeah. in Fancy Night. Yeah, it's a totally different thing where Gilgamesh was running up the is going to the um the temple before Castor and Kuzuki are dead, which is means that's not the state, which means it's not what happened in Fate Route mm-hmm. because he kills Castor in at like Shiro's place or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And so he's like Kuzuki comes to stop him. He can't and gets torn down by a billion swords, and then Castor basically finds him in the forest and tries to resurrect him with magic and can't do it mm-hmm. um, uh, because she's not capable of saving a person oh, um, and has never really had to do that. She doesn't have magic for that. Yeah. Um, and we get some good CGs. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, she's like, crou- like crouched over his like battered and destroyed body and like crying her eyes out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It is yes. This is some of my favorite stuff. Is oh, uh, for this loop, uh, we get time together, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as soon as it ends, we're gonna go back to where we were before. Yeah, be that dead or probably dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bizet, I, Bizet voice. I don't want to wake up dead. <laughs> right. Um, 
But like, and like, yeah, who yeah. really knows like what the quote unquote actual scenario is? Because yeah. we can talk about sequel later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sequel sequel very much feels like uh, uh, it's not a canonical answer. I simply do not see it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like that's sort of the, those are the, the big ones that I want to cover before we oh, start talking Saber, about Saber going to school. Oh, Saber date. Yes. You yes. wanted to talk Saber, about Saber, Saber school date. Uh, I will, uh, my, one of my first notes here is that, uh, people speculating whether or not Saber would look good in the, the Homurahara, like, uh, uniform is answered by the fact that it looks bad on everyone. <laughs> right. Yes. That's yeah. easy. Innocent. Easy question. There's way too much beige. Yeah. Uh, I like that it looks like shit, though. I feel like if you're going to have a school uniform, it should look dumb. Yeah, for sure. I like. I think that uh, it almost looks good under Rin's big coat because <laughs> it has yeah. like the red to contrast. I think that that's Rin's big coat looking good. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Rin's big coat looks good with everything, but uh, the color is like pared down in a way that it looks better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is maybe the best scene in the game. Not the beginning. Way or yeah. Not the beginning. Because okay. the track club is here. Okay, track the boys <laughs> like mobbing Saber sucks. The one boy who's like, haha, ooh, twirling my hair, you would make a hot boy, Saber is really fun. I guess we should we should describe what's happening is Saber wants to go on a uh she wants to tour the school. Yes. yes. Um Yeah, yeah, and then everyone's um, like, Yeah, of course, Saber. Literally anything you want. With no mm-hmm. friction, we will give it to you. Because uh-huh. you're safer. Um, there's a there's a funny bit early on where the track and field girls show up, and uh, the moment Saber speaks to her, Makidera stops and suddenly becomes acutely aware of her surroundings. I'm not sure what it means. Makidera's blushing. In my notice, I have a pretty good idea what that means. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Humoro, the love detective especially, is a real, like, everybody's gay but nobody is gay, yeah. like, yeah. uh, kind of thing. There are a lot of people who are bi. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, they they kind of go around the school, Saber's doing the, oh, wow. We get a bit where Saber's apparently picked up some part-time work helping a caster with a side project, which appears to be cosplay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally, Caster has pinned her down for that. Mm-hmm. Unclear if if this is like Caster just adding to her personal collection or uh-huh. just like doing commissions or something. Uh, uh, Saber wants th- to see Shiro's classroom. Mm-hmm. What Saber Shiro... wants to see Shiro's classroom. Why does Shiro have the same desk still? Maybe classes don't change between year two and three. Like the classroom doesn't change, even though it's called the seniors' cl- classroom. Uh, Does, do do they the just kids all stay in the same place, and the class and like the years just move around, cycle around the building? That's I was thinking about that. It is also possible that they literally just like move them up a floor, but don't change seating assignments or anything. But but his desk now has a face print from Taiga on it from the first fucked up thing that she did at school. Oh. <laughs> The first legend of Fujimura mm-hmm. was her smashing her face on his desk, and the face print is still there. Well, maybe you take your that desk have with you. Been a different class. Hmm? That could have been a third-year class that she was teaching. No, he said it was my desk. Oh, it happened to him. 
Oh, then it must be that the they take their desks with rotate. them. I know. I think they all carry their desks around <laughs> on their backs like uh, like turtles. You know what I mean? They have to take it up the stairs every. You know, yeah. that's the first thing you do when you you have a new year. Is uh there's yeah. Oh yeah, there's a great line where Shiro's like talking to her, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to transfer in?" And they're, they're like talking about uh like commitments and. I think she says, I still don't know the difference between a promise and a wish. Yeah. Ooh. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. a great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it... Wait. Yeah, Saber... That's a I great... That's a great... Like, no, yeah, it's me Shiro, either, It's Shiro who says... Shiro says that. Uh, though I'm wondering just what she's thinking behind that smile. I still don't know what the different Know the difference between a promise and a wish. Fantastic. Great. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. You know, props to Shiro for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slash Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give that one to Avenger. Actually, Shiro, Shiro. Uh... Okay, Fen, you like the you like the end of the scene, so, so uh, hit me. I literally screenshotted it, like every sc- every screen of the end of the scene. Uh, we have, uh, uh, let's Issei giving Saber like all the all of the stories of Shiro doing random bullshit around the school. Oh yes, we do get that. That's mm-hmm. cute. Um, she was like, "All right, time to go." And he says, "Like, okay." So in second year, wait, where'd they go? Oh right, yeah. Um, Issei is extremely Shiro's boyfriend. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. he is. Uh, or wannabe boyfriend, because this is extremely Saber is Shiro's wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, we get we get saber kind of looking out over the town mm-hmm. um this is very reminiscent of uh the final can movie mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. it's not it's like different time of year it's mm-hmm. autumn not winter but it's the same kind of we're standing at a hill that uh overlooks all of town and we're gonna have a conversation Fen's getting sad just looking at the saber lines yeah there's there's some great stuff around like um Let's see. So, uh, um, it gets a little still, meta here, right? I would mm-hmm. like to take. I would like to stay here and look a bit longer, so that I will remember this view as long as I live. Oh, you're exaggerating. It's no big deal, you know. You can come out here and look again tomorrow. Uh, and then Chiro to himself. No, not just tomorrow, but until eternity. The Holy Grail War will never end. Even if I were to die and she were to disappear. Uh, this peaceful life would go on forever, as long as the fighting never ends, and as long as no one wishes for it to end. That promise will never be reduced to a simple, simple wish. Uh, uh, yeah, this is this is Saber talking directly to Avenger, knowing that it's Avenger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Or uh, I don't know if she knows that it's Avenger, but for they, the, they seem both the way aware that of the she says, uh, but you could never allow that. You do not have the patience for it after all. Um, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like she knows beautiful. something about what's happening or. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. both definitely out of out, out of character. Yes. And like they, we see this a lot with like especially the servants where like they are often very conscious or at least like a hint that like. They know that what they are experiencing is like a sort of a borrowed time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even more so than their normal existence as servants, which is borrowed time. This right. Is, this is definitely informs my reading of Ryder knowing that it's a loop. Yeah. yeah and she's mm-hmm. yeah, fair. Uh dying, she's like, Okay, sorry to this saber. I will be back. <laughs> or chakra. 
Sakura, sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, this is just, uh, this scene had me sobbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like, Saber's so good. Um, and, and is again, like, uh, we start with Saber kind of like a little melancholy and Shiro a little melancholy, not knowing why. Uh, and then we get here and it's like, oh, right. Cause Saber, Saber knows that this is going to end at some point. Yeah, I like right. this like this bit at the end where it's like, uh, don't don't be sad because we'll just be going back to the future that both of us want, the future mm-hmm. that each of us wanted. Which is like, yes, this is the this is the conclusion of the saber route. Is mm-hmm. we can't really be together because the things that we want are irreconcilable to being together. Yeah. But we're mm-hmm. not sad about that. We're parting ways and each going to to the future that we want to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's this other thing in Hollow Araxia specifically where like the Holy Grail War, when you get summoned as a servant there, you're mm-hmm. basically there to like be in hell for a while and fight people and die and like yeah. that's it. And like Hollow Araxia is this real What? And maybe hook up, but like maybe. there's gonna be a lot of killing on the margins. Right. But like Hollow Araxia is like this thing where you're you're kind of like on vacation or like in hospice or something right mm-hmm. like well i don't remember who says this i guess it's probably a venture to saber but in this utopia where nobody has been lost you alone see the value in lost things mm-hmm. um i think that yeah that's saber to avenger yeah mm-hmm. um, um yeah exactly and like so it sort of like contrasts with like um archer's perspective on like in in Fate's Day Night about like the Holy Grail War and like all of the the Counter Guardian stuff of like mm-hmm. you know I'm going in here to like just you know kill and then vanish and kill and then vanish and like Holodaraxia is sort of the opposite thing where it's a sort of never ending uh well Adaraxia like it's sort of a mm-hmm. and in, in that sense it's you see a lot of the servants <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the servants are sort of like very jealous of this and even though they realize they they express a sort of like consciousness that it's not like real or sustainable there's a lot nobody's really everybody except shiro is trying to basically drag their hero heels yeah yeah who knows when they'll uh get vacation time again (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna be a while anyway yeah the scene rules yeah it's it's so good yeah, yeah, it's one of, one of if not the uh, best saber bit in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like again, very rarely, and like having seen the ending, I can appreciate to some extent. I can appreciate some amount of the characters just getting to relax. Uh but there's an, there's a way in which some of the characters don't they get to be a bit they don't get to be a character they get to be Mm -hmm. a joke or two uh and saber gets really hit with this of um like 90 not probably not 90 like at least 50 percent of her screen time is just haha she's eating something (laughs) it did make me laugh like that's literally it is haha look at her eat this thing oh she has a cute sprite for eating this thing yeah and it's like yeah, some of those some of those do get to me, but mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to also have her be a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, it's like what what original Stay Night character uh like gets as little development as uh Saber. It's like not even Kuzuki, uh Berserker. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't get the sad tragic Berserker backstory. <laughs> False assassin. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, he's also Yeah. Cuz he on, he's like uh like uh Kotomine. He only exists in one route and he gets killed in it. Mhm. Mhm. Or wait, sorry. False assassin is uh, Kojiro. Uh, yeah. True assassin is also not here. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Thank God. Yes. The the one Bazette fights is from the third war. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Saber's real good. Yeah. Saber. Love saber. Speaking of saber, do we have anything else to cover before the sex scenes? From exclamations. Um. Uh, there's nothing really I can think of that like. We already, like, a lot of stuff we already talked about, right? We already talked about the camp. We already talked about finding Archer and Rin both scoping out the same bridge. Yeah, Um, that's really good. good. Uh, But yeah, I can't really think of anything else from the... uh, Oh, I bumped into the you could do all of the Karen scenes again, except with Avengers VA. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is cute. Yeah, that's that's a fun bit. Yeah, I I don't know why you would <laughs> replay all of those scenes, but I just control shift skips. Yes, me too. Get to hundred percent. Um, it's it's the thing there of like that is for someone who cares more about VA than I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, cool that it's there. It's yes, cool that it's yes, there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like VA sometimes, but I'm not going to sit through a whole thing just to hear the VA. You know. Yeah. Okay. What do we yeah. want to we're, we're, we're moving on to Clips. Eclipse? We're going to do the sex scenes. What order are we doing the sex scenes in? Sakura. You want to do Sakura first? Okay. Let's oh, save okay. the best for last. Which is okay. Not a first. You could definitely rank the Stay Night and Skihime sex scenes. Uh I don't I it is I think that we might if we if we tried to rank them, I think that the three of us might come up with a different order of of uh how enjoyable the sex scenes were. So let's start with Sakura's because it's the shortest. Yeah. Uh, Sakura is Shiro's wife. There's a lot of... Uh, or high oh, school girlfriend slash wife. It's uh, it's springtime. And so we're going to make a lot of like Sakura as <laughs> uh, like flower bush uh-huh. metaphors. Right. Okay, like the okay. thing here is that there's a lot of like Sakura took care of the Sakura and like nourished it. And the, so the, the basically the whole thing here is... She did a lot of, she's put, done a lot of work since she was in a really bad situation and is just now starting to be able to feel better about herself. Yeah, yeah. it's like, a, it's a really like, like comically on the nose metaphor, but you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, you couldn't pay me to have sex anywhere near the Mato house. Are you right? kidding me? It's oh, the fucking yeah. Mato house. <laughs> Are you serious? Are right? you fucking serious? We know we know that fucking Zoken's still creeping around in this fucking house somewhere. Oh You're my doing god! What in the Mato house? 
And this I is after have sex in the same county as the Mato House. This is after Heavensfield, like, uh, which I guess means that uh, oh. Zokin is dead. Yeah, I guess I that's agree. true. But um, still, it's the mm-hmm. fucking Mato. There are still there yeah. are still probably bugs in the walls. And uh, also just, like, a lot of really weird memories? I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, like, if it's also, Heavensfield, she murdered Shinji on that bed. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, this is wild. <laughs> she was sexually assaulted and then murdered Shinji on that bed. Yep. Um, this is mercifully short. Yeah, there's, like, a... I forget which he- Heavensfield ending it is where she's, like... Uh, where it's like, oh yeah, and then she fucking sold the Mato house and moved out. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Yes. It's like, they should probably do that in Tsukihime too, but at least they have like a family there to like uh, like p- plaster over it. Uh-huh. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I get that you want both the Sakura Blossoms right outside mm-hmm. and a different background for this scene than you had in in stay night uh but go to a love hotel i don't care just not here (laughs) yeah no i agree entirely it's wild i also uh practically slammed my head on on my desk when the like beginning of the actual sex scene is sakura like whipping out her massive titties and being like do i look fat to you Mm -hmm. right it's fucking miserable this is like Uh, it doesn't help that her titties are like they look twice as big as in every other shot of her in the entire game. Her, this is her the most in her like bikini is funny because it's like, oh yeah, you have like big boobs, but like those are a boobs a person could have. Yeah, they look and big then, when you like squish them together. And yeah. then we get here and it's like, you have right to boobs. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, it's it's this is like peak, like men don't know what bra sizes are like. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, or like how like gaining weight works. I hate this. Is Sakura is a lot? A lot of characters in this game have like either like leveled out for me or gone up a little bit mm-hmm. from the version of them that I see in Stay Night, right? Like where at least I can at least have like some baseline affection for them. Uh, Sakura seems to have only gotten worse to me. <laughs> yeah, like, all the weight stuff is really bad. The weight stuff is miserable. Like, and it's like. Yeah, she doesn't do anything, uh, she doesn't in- get any, like, different development, okay. you know what Here's- I mean? Except for that she's really preoccupied with her weight, which yeah. is, because this is anime, translated to uh, her boobs, like, growing to a comical size. Yes. This is the, kind of, the same complaint I have with Saber, is that all she ever gets is food stuff. Yeah. Is a little bit better with Sakura, mm-hmm. but not much, because, yeah, uh, 75 percent of 90 percent of soccer scenes are either i'm sure his wife or and or am i getting fat, am uh, I getting fat? oh like, i'm jealous that another girl talked to shiro even yeah. though like 99 percent of what he does is talk to women yeah uh-huh um yeah yeah there's a this this isn't a Kohaku character assassination type thing because i never liked i didn't like sakura pretty much the whole time no, mm-hmm. but at least she had like a personality. Yeah. Anyway, the 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 sex scene. They they have sex on the bed and then like stop to like look at the cherry blossoms again and then talk about Sakura wanting to be like an arborist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. 
I mean, from what yeah. I remember about the dis- like, what I remember, remember from Heaven's Feel, but it's a very different vibe. Yes. Yeah. All of Sakura's sex scenes, which there are many of, like edge into horror, like yeah. uh, like desperation. So this is like, oh, what you want is just like a nice, normal uh, sex scene with Sakura as like your cute koha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, um, n- uh, n- no. It's like it's almost like um, the the drinking dreaming moon uh scene with Yumizuka, where it's like, oh, the thing that you like about Yumizuka is that she's your normal child friend, right? And I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? <laughs> we're we're talking about Yumizuka, right? Like like kick a guy's head down the the sidewalk, Yumizuka. <sighs> um, yeah, but the the greatest thing I can say about this scene, mercifully deliciously short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. I can't say that about literally any of these other scenes, but the I would say the other scenes have more going on than this yes. one. But I don't know that I agree. Uh, I think Sabers is basically content free. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sabers is like inoffensive. Fine. You know what I mean? We can like, talk about Sabers now. No, it's like um, like I was saying, yeah. it's like it's like a one with like. I don't think I screen screenshotted any freak like freako lines. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just kind of like normal for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's extremely it normal. It does have Takeuchi's uh, patented. Uh, we're gonna get a shot of this character's butt, and it is going to be way bigger than any <laughs> other thing about this character has led you to believe. Okay, mm-hmm. Saber's stomach, fresh like a young sweet fish, is a very funny <laughs> line though. <laughs> Uh, there's yeah. also this like new uh, is this it might not be new but this like bit of drawing the characters sticking their tongues out each, at each other because it shows like, up in a couple of them a couple of yeah. these and it yes. looks weird it looks Which weird is, every time it's like actually, they want to draw them kissing but that'd be a lot more work and also i'm not sure takuchi's really got the the like experience for that in this exact moment uh-huh. uh mm-hmm. it is it so is. they just stick their tongues out at each other instead. I think Rin and Saber also do this in their scene in Fate Stay Night. Um, mm-hmm. I guess yeah, this no, is I remember that. A time to say. Also, the writing of these scenes feels different. Uh, mm-hmm. I be- I don't know for sure. I have heard this is like a perpetual rumor about who wrote these scenes, right? I've heard that it was someone who is not Nasu. Uh-huh. Um, but like we know that there were multiple writers on this game, so. But your your argument is that like certain like uh H game like writing ticks pop up here that don't usually pop up in yeah. Nasu sex scene writing. Uh there is like a I don't want to say like reality of anatomy in Nasu sex scenes, but there is <laughs> there is something approaching reality. <laughs> uh and then there's some there's some really wild like that is not anatomically possible and or uh would be absolutely miserable uh if it happened the way that you're describing it in this mm. in in these scenes in general i don't remember if it specifically crops up in sabers other stuff laura Lauren, so lauren you played these yeah 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 i you saw what i was talking about with the motion blur <laughs> i did i did see what you were talking about the motion blur <laughs> and it doesn't look good it doesn't look um, good it looks it's terrible really funny every time but it looks bad yeah um, i mean the writing for these is basically like of a piece with like the high end of what I would remember from like reading like stuff like corny whatever on fanfic.net when I was a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems right. right. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. Like it's not like and particularly like notable at yeah. all. 
Uh, also, are they the last ones to bathe? Because this seems really rude to fuck in the bath when, like, other people have to take the bath. And you're sharing water. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of reasons not to let cows sex in the bath. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, right. That is the other part of this scene that I was like, water's not a very good lubricant, (laughs) y'all. No. It's bad for the mucous membranes. They do have shampoo on hand. (laughs) They didn't use any? (laughs) That's worse. God. Um, um, yeah. It's like yeah. this is uh, a this is an aggressively uh pleasant in the sense that uh like not much happens. Yeah, it does it didn't hurt to read. Um this was also uh, another pleasant moment was me go like switching over to the the like sensor H content thing and realizing all these scenes just disappear because mm-hmm. there is not rewritten versions of them for the mm-hmm. Vita version. And I was like, oh thank God, I don't like there's like if you were gonna replace these with the like, characters hanging out, there's plenty of that in the main game. I did not yeah. need you to like cram another scene in here. Yep. Uh-huh. When I okay. played this the first time, I like was confused about like my completion percentage, and uh, that's why like I cause like mm. I didn't actually see them at all, so I didn't even know that they weren't there. Mm. And so I had to go online and be like, "Where is what? What am I? What am I missing?" And they're like, mm. "Oh, you have all of this other stuff." oh no oh great oh you no i don't wanna yeah Um, there's okay real quick sabers is a perfect example of this uh i i can't explain why Mm -hmm. but uh something about the uh bathing suit scenes makes me miserable Mm -hmm. and these scenes are just kind of like oh yeah that's fine Uh uh even though they are largely doing exactly the same thing yeah which is to say uh you are supposed to self-insert into yeah. the scene and be like ah yes i am having sex with x character they do this very differently though like yeah, in the yeah. in the baby in like the, the pool ones what's happening is like like i said they do this like uh like playboy like sh- or like sports illustrated like uh yeah. like pinup kind of thing mm-hmm. right where there's a lot of like pointing at you the viewer or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and like doing the like we're doing like glamour shots of whatever yeah. happening. And, Whereas this uh, is more of like a comfortable, like a mode that we're used to from playing a bunch of these games, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, and now it's time for the sex scene. And like, yeah, it's the root of the girl you like, right? So it's supposed to be titillating for you. It's supposed to be fun for you. You know what I mean? Uh, but I mean, it's not but as it's like, also- it's like couched in a way that isn't so like bald as the like the 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 pool scenes feel guess, to me yeah you know this is I, this is the other thing is shiro is still a, an actor in these yeah. scenes and like there's mm-hmm. a content in some way whether into nothing yeah in there's the not way. as much like um celebration or whatever or like a fanfare right yeah yeah like yeah in the, it's in very the ones like in the wink pool. wink nudge nudge in the pool scenes you know yeah yes. whereas this is just like oh okay they're like in the <laughs> bath and they're having sex and yeah. that's it is, the version okay, not like be, uh the saber saber cuddling in shiro's lap is cute uh-huh yeah, that's a cute scene. Sure. the 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 like um version of this that would probably like set me off in a similar way would be like wow i can't believe i'm having sex with saber right now like internal exactly. monologue you know exactly. what i mean yeah. yes the like like winking and nodding at it the like the like iseki style writing mm-hmm um anathema to the fans yes yes 
Okay, so what do we want to do next? Do we want to do the Rin scene, or do we want to do the Ryder scene? I have scene? the most to say about Rin's. Uh-huh. Yeah, I prefer same. saving it for the last. Okay, so, so let's yeah. talk about Riders. Um, this is Flowers of Thanatos. <laughs> it's fucking Flowers of Thanatos again. It's also, I do think that... Uh, this the, is, okay, like, I will say, uh, the writer of this scene hates the reader less than, than Nasu <laughs> writing Flowers, Flowers of Thanatos. Of Thanatos. <laughs> like... Uh, in, in the sense that Flowers of Thanatos is written as a, this is what you want, right? You, 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 you piece of shit. You, you like awful person. Monster, horrible. Yeah. Um, whereas this is like a like, similar vibe, but it's like yeah, mellower. Yeah. It's like, it's like a weird. I hate this yes, scene. <laughs> Shiro is kind of trapped here, but it's also just like, th- yeah, this scene is awful. Um, like, yes, Shiro is kind of trapped here and, uh, Based on previous Rider stuff, it should be horrifying. Yeah. But it's mostly just a setup for, like, uh, sure to have really hot sex or, like, quote unquote, quote really unquote, hot, hot sex. sex with both Shiro or <laughs> well, uh. hot sex with Shiro. Uh, well, Shiro uh, Archer. Game, the Archer sex scene. <laughs> Hype Moon are cowards. Uh, give me an Archer Shiro sex scene and I'm back on board. It would be something. Uh, it, certainly. Oh, yeah? It, yes. Uh, that is a scene that I just want for, like, the the amount that the two of them hate each other. Yeah, uh-huh. It would be good. Um, but, yeah, there's something there's something here that is, like, the setup is Flowers of Thanatos or the nightmare that Shiro has yeah. mm-hmm. in on uh, day five of Heaven's Feel. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's directly referenced. But instead, it's just like, oh, yeah, he has a very pleasant time with two beautiful women. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. There's something about the, like, weird, abstract, neon pink, uh, like, space that they're in that uh, you can put a marker down for this, fan that uh, really suggests the aesthetics of... <coughs> to me. Um, I was reading uh, the Utena movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, like, I, can't, I can't say that those thoughts are, like, disentangled, you know? Yes, I mean? yes. Uh, so there's that, I guess. Anyway, uh, the framing of this scene like flip flops like three different times or something like that because it's, it's very confusing. It's like Shiro is in a, some kind of dream space, trapped, uh, uh, having Ryder and Sakura go down on him. Yes. Then it turns into Ryder is trying to mind break, uh, sex slaveify Shiro using like her horse powers, um, to turn him into a perfect sex toy boyfriend for your Sakura. Yes. And then it turns again into actually Ryder's been in love with Shiro this entire time. And she's trying, she's like invented a fake version of Sakura in her head to be able to confess her feelings to Shiro. And so Shiro just needs to fuck her really good. Yeah, it's the, bad. It the, sucks. Okay. It sucks so bad. It's like the worst. The the uh best part of this scene, and that's not saying much, but is the it, it is a fun reuse of the Heaven's Feel CGs. Mm-hmm. Um when Ryder is trying to mind break him. It's like a oh right, yes, you have you have a game's worth of CGs, and so uh, if you if you have to have Ryder doing this thing, mm-hmm. I guess if you must, uh, you ha- yeah you have CGs that you could reuse because that mm-hmm. yeah that is like how she uh, conceptualizes the two of them. Yeah, yeah yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's like this is the this this all goes back to like the the harem complaint uh, mm-hmm. that is like especially like heightened in Hollow Ataraxia, right? Because like mm-hmm. at least in the main games, the framing isn't the, there is a lot of women around, mm-hmm. but the framing isn't all three of these women or five of these women are sexually available to you at any moment uh, in all timelines, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in Hollow Araxia, they kind of flip that on its head, and Shiro's not really with any of these women, so any scene can be anything. You know what I mean? And this is something I've been, like, wary of for Caster and Ryder and other women who aren't part of the main cast, you know what I mean? And, and Ilya. Like, we don't have an Ilya sex scene. It's yeah. like, a, it's a miracle. Uh, I mean, um, so the interesting thing there is that, like, this is not true for the rest of the H scene. What do you mean? In the sense oh, that yes. for the rest the, of the, the eight scenes, scenes narrow down into right. like even in uh, like like each of them, all of the other ones specifically reference like all the other times I've been having sex with this one person. Right. Or yes. like the Rin uh, one, especially like, like, like I mean, even the one with Saber where they're like, oh, yeah, we've yeah. had sex a bunch yeah. of times since that first time. And now we're just doing it again. Yeah. yeah. There, there's like a. Oh, yeah. One of the nice things about the, the Saber sex scene is like, oh, that sure is still horny out of his mind at all times. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. But there is a familiarity there where, like, they know we, they know and are comfortable with each other's bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm getting at here is the thing that bothers me the most about this scene is that Ryder has, uh, aside, aside from being, like, play flirty, has generally resisted the, like, yes. hanging uh, off of Shiro at every moment impulse. Mm-hmm. And, the like, worst of her play flirting or being, like, quote unquote flirty is when she's trying to get a bike out of him. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like... And I know you can you can read those scenes the same with or without this scene, but this scene if you read them in the context of this scene, which mm-hmm. checklist goes down all of those scenes and is like, actually she was in love with you here and here and here and here. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just like it just like makes the whole thing terrible. It's just miserable. Yeah. It's yeah. like well it's like totally anathema to the character of Ryder that we've mm-hmm. <laughs> that as, uh that I have seen. As much as I dislike a lot of the harem stuff and there are plenty of new people added to the harem for holodraxia not just girls that shiro could have gotten with mm-hmm. um yeah uh, uh yeah rider and caster and uh most of the boys uh you say not included <laughs> uh you say part of the harem and rin mostly managed to stay out of aside from like like flashes and moments right there are there are like scenes where it is like yeah but like obviously this is your favorite character and so of course they would date chiro but for the most part if they show up they're gonna be normal yeah uh and then yeah this is like no actually she just cares so much about sakura that she would never like reveal her real feelings which is loving shiro yeah it's like no come on which sucks yes sucks the yeah. the like uh uh Bellifron horse transformation thing is really funny. It is very funny. <laughs> My arms change into front legs, legs into hind legs, fingernails to horseshoes. <laughs> fingernails to horseshoes. They're hooves, not horseshoes. Uh-huh. Um anyway. Anyway. And then like he wakes up from his dream after having sex with writer and then like he wakes up and she's like saying his name a little differently now it's like it feels like she says his name differently once to Mm -hmm. see if he remembers the dream 
and then she goes I, back I, I don't know uh, that feels like and like she remembers and then like yeah most of the time she won't say anything because she loves soccer so much but she remembers you know that's yeah. what it feels like to me and i it just really just a miserable scene altogether yeah um yeah we'll talk about rune do we have anything else to say about that no, no. i'm good i'm no. good uh ayako gave rin those kitty pajamas uh-huh important detail shout outs to ayako so they're the, cute the mm-hmm. rin shiro sex scene is interesting yeah uh, okay generally i hate rin and shiro as a couple uh mm-hmm. this makes a better pitch for them as a couple than basically anything because they're still like bros well this mm-hmm. is the thing is like Almost all of Rin's scenes in Holodraxia are not them as a couple, it's them as bros. Yes. Uh, so Holodraxia really in general is not trying to make a case for Rin Shiro as mm-hmm. a couple. Uh, which then makes it interesting that this scene is here. Like, yeah. I think you couldn't release this without this scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Rin was a protagonist of the main game. And, and so, she got less sex scenes than yes. the other characters. Uh, Ryder stole one of them. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, of course, she's she has to have a sex scene mm-hmm. in this. Uh, and I, yeah, we'll talk about it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because, yeah. like, we get we get a lot of Rin as the interloper who's trying to steal Shiro away, right? Mm-hmm. But, it's but it is always really someone spring. else saying, oh, Rin is trying to steal you away. Well, no, she's like, you're coming with me to London, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But it's never really framed the way that uh, the like good ending or like, the ending of uh, uh, Unlimited Blade Works was, where she like swoops in as like, mm-hmm. uh, we're 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 like the the school's prize couple and we're gonna go to college together. Isn't that yeah. sweet? You know what I mean? This is like your buddy from out of town rolls in is like, you're moving to America with me, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a uh, um. Well, that's what I what, mean. Uh, is... uh, Lauren, have you been keeping up on uh, the guy she's interested in? Isn't the guy? uh yeah 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 exactly yeah, there's yes. like uh this like the current arc is uh the the main girl's uh uncle's ex who moved to america is back to try and steal uh his uh his niece away and get her to move to america and, and like go into the big time with her basically mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so she's yeah. like uh she's like a buddy and like someone from her past who's like hey you you can you can be bigger than this town you know what i mean mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that kind of vibe whenever whenever Rin is like, hey, we're going together, right? Um, and and so that's a gr- that's a good framing. I like that framing. And I mean, I think the interesting that's interesting here is that like the way that the game portrays Rin or Shiro and Sakura as a couple, right? It's like okay, this is a very like you're you're dating, you're in a relationship, you sort of have that sort of you're like on the set of tracks. Yes. And when they do like the sort of Shiro Rin thing, it's a lot more like of a less formal kind of relationship because mm-hmm. it does rely a lot on the like the banter that they have, which is this sort of like broy kind of thing. Yeah. And the yeah, thing then, that's like, weird about this is that it on. is that it brings that into like when they are like being intimate together. Mm-hmm. This scene starts off. <laughs> uh or my first note is like Rinchero doesn't work. Uh she basically says, You've raped me twice, and here are some things that I know you're gonna ignore, but I might as well say um stuff I don't want you to Time do. for time for the third time. And like Shiro in his head, like making excuses for what happened during the sex scene back yeah. in Stay Night. 
Uh, um, which sucks. And then the rest of the scene is like really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Like, I mean, like the way that it like addresses that stuff, I thought was like, I'm not gonna say I think it did it perfectly, no. and or and that it didn't like, yeah, do fall into other traps when trying to sort of like, dance, like address that, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. It, the it's way like, that it tries to like like there, there's a bit later where he's like i think when i think back about the first time i had sex most of what i think about is self-loathing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's like a, a a very believable like awkward fumblingness to the way that they like they push on each other and like are trying to like figure out what to do you know yes. what i mean it's very yeah. it's like it's very human in a way that a lot of these sex scenes aren't mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of the a lot of the like Eroge sex scenes and a lot of like Nasu sex scenes are, and then they fuck like champions for, for like two, an hour yes. right. of your time. Uh, so like them kind of like stumbling over each other and like doing their playful banter is very like human, you know? Yeah. Right. And like I, the whole thing about like Rin feeling really like uh, embarrassed or like uncomfortable about her body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, there is one uh, CG that I've put in here because the shading on one of the boobs uh, looks like an optical illusion <laughs> to me. It's like, it's shaded so weirdly that I couldn't stop like looking at the like bottom part of her boob. It looks like her, like far, the far boob is in front of her back boob. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. <laughs> anyway, that was very distracting. I had to bring that up. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yes, that one. Yeah, it's really weird because like there's another C- version of that CG where Shiro's like grabbing onto that boob, and the shading has just worked itself out back to normal, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is so, even funnier. Uh huh. Um, Rin Rin sweats poisonous herbs. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. The whole thing here is that like she feels embarrassed about like having sex, like being physically close with Shiro mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. Of like the the crest suppression drugs, like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, being yeah. secreted out through her skin, basically. Yeah, she's like, I'm not a very like girly girl. I'm kind of a mess in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's fine. Well, it, also, this is this is a follow on from her quote unquote date where he comes to take care of her. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm not very girly, and she was like, well, yeah, but like if I had to choose, I like normal you better than this. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it's like, oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not your conception of the ideal who mm-hmm. you think is Shiro's ideal girl, yeah. but you are in fact someone that he does love. Yeah, we do um, get these like really fun references to their first like date date uh-huh. uh, and how poorly mm-hmm. it went, where they like tried to have a like nice night out and went to a hotel together, and then Rin broke broke the AC, and then uh her perfume exploded into the room and like <laughs> like couldn't do anything that's that's like because fun that's like you know that's a first date it was a biological right. weapon of flowers that like made him sob for hours or something i uh, mean i think it was just miserable. like very concentrated like uh yeah scent uh-huh. or something and like yeah yeah it's a very funny like Mm-hmm. like th- there's a lot of like fumbling and like oh not knowing what you're doing which i think is uncommon in- Okay, yeah. I can't say yeah. I think because I have no, no impression here. I get the impression is, like, not very common in these kinds of circumstances. Yeah. Certainly certainly the, the ones that we have played and uh, my memory of others is... Leaves, actually, has a really good sex scene like this. Uh, uh-huh. 
because or it's good as we'll yeah. see we'll inter- revisit that game at some point uh interesting yes uh but yes in in general it is like maybe there's maybe you even say oh we're both virgins mm-hmm. and then you go on to have sex like champions <laughs> yeah yeah um because if you're looking at this the, as the goal of these scenes is for you to like f- like slip into the character's head and just like enjoy the sex scene and like mm-hmm. project into it right then this takes you out immediately because it makes the characters characters again yes you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh which right. makes it more interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> in my book but uh that's pro- probably why you don't see it as much right yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. not to say it doesn't happen like right i'm sure i'm sure uh people will write in to be like actually in this okay this totally happens and it's like yes it also happened in this one that i said that i'm saying sometimes uh-huh i mean right exactly and like the there's the the whole thing about like the, there's this distinction about like oh you're having sex like champions as you said versus like <laughs> the the a student character giving you a shitty blowjob uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah um Right. There's also fun, like funny, like uh, Rin uses magic to make it possible for them to comfortably sixty nine. <laughs> like, yes, you would need that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is okay. This is a yes. This is a funny thing that like a lot of just being in a body, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. although specifically during sex, is bodies are gangly and heavy, and like you have to support sweaty. yourself somehow and sweaty. Uh and being able to just make yourself light as a feather seems yeah. really useful. Mm-hmm. I was uh, this did like get a little long in the tooth for me. So when it like seemed like it was ending, and then Shiro said, "But I can't stop yet." I was like, "Oh <laughs> my god!" <laughs> I mean, it, does, it sort of it, it takes did, you out, right? Where there is like, yeah, where like that, that sort of that happens. Then he's like, "Well, the mood is kind of shot anyway, so whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Rin Rin one, not not as far as like in sex scenes with interesting content. Uh, it's not a bad last sex scene to talk about in mm-hmm. all of Typhoon. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to explicit sex scenes, yeah, better than uh, ending on the writer one. Hey. Absolutely. <sighs> anyway, yeah. That's a sex scene you could truly say. I read it for the plot. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Okay. Shall we do uh Himero the Love Detective? <laughs> Act one. So I want to start this out by just saying that I really like Himuro the Love Detective. It's so much fun for me. I hate that this is basically ADV in novel format. Uh, I don't know what that means. So ADV is Adventure, which is the first visual novel format. Which text is text boxes. Which you have a text box in the bottom, like quarter to third of the screen, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have sprites above it. Uh, there's usually, uh, the text box will have a name that is telling you who is speaking. Tiger Dojo does this. Tiger Dojo's. Uh, oh, and like the bits with Bazette when she's here yes, during the day. various parts of this game also. Okay. Um, and the novel, novel is, is full screen. Yes. Uh, is the thing that 
uh, all type moon d- games to date are most of the time. Yes. Which is, yeah, full screen. Uh, I say this because there are barely any lines longer than, or ver- barely any screens with more than like three or four lines of text. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when uh, the the next cr- screen is like still internal monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, yes, you wrote this you wrote this to be ADV and then maybe had a couple of lines that were too long and so mm-hmm. converted it to novel. Um, it just feels... Yeah. It's like... It, the thing I like about novel format is that you can let text breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are so many pages where it's like a single par- uh, a single line, maybe a line and a half, and then it's the next page. Mm. It's the next page. It's the next page, which is like... This is interesting. This didn't really this this didn't really like bother me that much. Uh, I, I think it's funny that I'm I'm working on a visual novel and have thought a lot about this, and also seem, it seems like you thought about this more than more than I did total while working on my game. Uh, I just uh, mean in terms of, like, but I I get I get what you, it didn't grade on me, but I get I get what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Like because uh number of clicks is something to take into consideration even if uh not everyone is going to be clicking you know what well, I mean? it's like it's the, what's on the screen it's it's the same number of clicks right you you click once and then a line displays um it's the thing of uh like often yeah yeah the the feeling of novel is well closer to a novel mm-hmm. where you have you know, maybe multiple characters talking on a page, or you have uh, characters interspersed with um, internal monologue, mm-hmm. uh, and all of that kind of goes together, as opposed to, and also, uh, yeah, and also it kind of um, the way that the screen is laid out isolates you a little bit from the sprites. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so it's yes. Uh, uh, so you wish this was just in ADV? Yes. Okay. Or that it had been rewritten to, <laughs> to like better take uh take um the format that it is in. But uh, so I found I generally found this scene a little tedious. Lauren, why don't you tell us about it for a bit? <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, basically, so this is the only time we have uh, not the only time I guess, but uh, one of the few times in in. Uh, that we've had so far here, where we take someone other than Shiro's perspective. Yeah. Um, this is Hiro basically being a nosy little uh, whatever, and yeah. yeah, being very curious about other people's love lives because of whatever her various baggage is. Um, and the main premise of this is um, during a discussion over lunch in which... Uh, Yukika tries to get Rin to have lunch with them and gets shot down again. Uh, Makadira says that uh, Ayako has been sort of acting weird and probably has been dating someone. And uh, this, like, is, I guess, um, Himuro's activation phrase. And um, they, she decides to lead this troop into trying to, like, learn all of uh, Ayako's business. Uh-huh. And through part in, in, in this. In, in doing so, they um, sort of explore the bizarre social landscape of Shiro's friend group. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And 
Also, this is one of the few times where we see Shiro's sprite from someone else's perspective. Probably maybe the first time since uh, Rin's prologue. Yeah, he does look funny. He's a funny looking little guy. This, uh-huh. Every time I see his sprite, I flash back to uh, the interview where Takeuchi said uh, that Shiro is the hardest character from Stay Night for him to draw. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks really like, he looks like a funny looking dude. And I think, it, yeah. I feel like it fits well. Um, there's a good part right in the beginning where they're talking about like, they're like assuming that Shiro and Rin are dating. Um, yeah, everyone seems to be assuming that. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, uh, no matter how I look at them, it puts their sprites next to each other. No matter how you look at them, I think they're as similar as night and day. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, and so that's basically the the, the premise. And yeah. they go through a sequence of uh, guesses of who Ayako is supposed to be dating until they, yeah. they unravel the mystery at the end. The first guess is Shinji. Right. Everyone, everyone they talk to is like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, right. They ask Sakura like after school, like, "Hey, can you meet us? We have a question for you." Um, and then they meet her by in the woods behind the school, <laughs> and they're like, "We have a question about your brother Shinji." And immediately, like a chill sets over the entire thing, and Sakura's like, uh-huh. "What do you have to say about Shinji? Did something happen?" <laughs> and like they're the they have to. You know, sort of walk it back. Like, no, 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 it's fine. I promise. We were just you were mm-hmm. curious if he was dating Ayako, and she, you know, yells at them. It's like that's yeah. the dumbest shit I've ever heard. What's wrong with you? Uh huh. It very much feels like she thinks that she's inviting, getting invited back to be bullied and or jumped for her lunch money, or like someone's gonna be like, "Hey, Sakura, we know what you did uh-huh. back in <laughs> April," or something like that, or like, or we just saw like... Shinji do something. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. we saw Shinji doing something awful to someone, and like, she's oh like, god. She's, like, guarded, very suspicious of them at first, and then when they talk, mention Shinji, it gets worse, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sakura's idea is that maybe Ayako is dating Issei, which is the lavender marriage, <laughs> like, theory. Yes, exactly. She, like, they're, they're the two, like, that's the, that's the, uh, like, the... The gay man and the lesbian uh, getting married to, like, yeah. cover it up. Like, uh, like that one, um... Uh, like... What was the name of that mangaka? Uh, Love My Life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are so the gayest human characters in this, so... Mm-hmm. It makes sense that you're like, yeah, I guess, like, they're both kind of different from everyone else, so they probably pair up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of this is, like, Himuro, like, imagining her, like, these people, like, in relationships together and sort of, like, thinking into her head, like, what is oh, this? Yes, how this do works, I feel about this? Aesthetically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's, uh, my, my first two co- uh, notes after the first one are Himuro homophobic moments and then Himuro homosexual moments. <laughs> and I don't remember what those were in relation to, but it is very, I think the first one was something about her saying like, well, obviously she's dating a man. Mm-hmm. Like, no way it could be anything else. Uh, and then I don't remember who she's gay for, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers, it's Saber. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have later Himuro homosexual four saber moments yes yeah we'll get there we'll get there um she's gay for someone else first they do some uh like investigating and they also they go to ask shiro i think what's going on and they catch shiro and rin having an argument on the roof Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. like flee 
where Rin they're is... all like shell shocked that Rin has emotions other than polite, polite dismissal. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Uh, and part of that, the part of that argument we hear is Rin saying, "Well, you have these other girls." Yeah. Uh huh. Um, the the bits of Makidera Sprite carrying Yukiko around is fun. Yes. Yeah, that's a good she, she like. Flipped Yukiko on her side, had <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. her carrying her under her arm. Yeah, no, that's a lot of fun. Like, I think there's also like a little bit of uh, Makidera being really, really into uh, Shiro and Rin breaking up, and yeah. or um, what was it? And like, or or shipping Ayako and Isai. Because it uh-huh. would fuck with Rin. Yeah, uh-huh. So, Himuro splits off from the other two uh, and goes to ask Issei directly. Um, he's a little, like, thrown at the, the the prospect of him and Ayako dating. Is like, well, maybe... Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, he His, like, guess is, I guess maybe Ayako and Shiro could be a cute couple. And then... Uh, uh, I think he likes it because it's not. He doesn't want Shiro to be with Rin because his. Uh, there's yes. a fun bit before they go to talk to Issei of like Himuro shipping moments where she has that like weird aggressive smile and she's like, it's uh-huh. Romeo and Juliet. Sparks <laughs> flew between two foes. Uh-huh. Um, Issei and Himuro are extremely a potential couple. Mm. there's something yeah. in this scene yeah oh yeah no they they have a good like uh they have a good rapport it's yeah. very fun they're both well, very formal and standoffish and like yeah. isei's got that like gay boy misogyny that makes him mean to every woman he meets unless they like pass some invisible test and oh. he's nice to him at all. yeah so mm-hmm. he doesn't have a it lot is, of potential girls it is, that he can talk right. to it is also cute that they call each other he she calls him like daughter or son of the temple and <laughs> she calls him daughter of the temple <laughs> He calls her uh, daughter of the public servant. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Daughter mm-hmm. of the servant. Uh-huh. There's a fun conversation between Himuro and Goto where they like have this whole like Edo era like yeah uh-huh. <laughs> like drama. Yeah. I was like, the when I got is... to that scene, I was a little like, okay, Goto's bits of ru- like running a little thin here, and then like she does she does it back to him, and everyone's like, holy shit, how did you do that? And I was like, okay, <laughs> it's funny again. They won me back on on Goto. The the voice acting is really what sells that to me uh-huh. because mm-hmm. not not having read it in Japanese, it would be hard. Yeah, it's like yeah, I guess you can kind of convey that, but like the voice acting really sells it for me. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, oh, right. This is uh, very old Japanese being spoken back and forth. Uh-huh. Yeah, huge theater kid energy here. Yes. Yeah. Issei also lets, lets slip that uh, Ryder and Saber are, exist. Himuro doesn't know either of them. He says mm-hmm. that it is he says the fun. thing about Ayako and Ryder not getting along. Yes. I was like wondering if like Ryder being involved was going to be the punchline of this scene. It's not really. Uh, it is She's very like, funny that Himuro knows these as English words. Yes, she mm-hmm. recognizes the words and is like, "Those aren't." N-. She's like the first person to be like, "Those aren't names." What are you talking about? <laughs> right, it's good. Um, She's like saber. Saber is a kind of sword. Yes, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Ryder is something about like a a driver or something. Uh huh. At least a rider is a type could could be a type of person. Saber yeah. is not a type of person. Yes. Yeah. Then uh, uh, Himuro comes across her her invents her her latest theory that uh, 
Shiro is cheating on Rin with Ayako. Yes. Um, yes. And so, yeah. She does this like elaborate demonstration for the other two girls where she's like, oh, I'm going to, how do you feel if I go and sidle up to Yukika and put my arm around her? And Ekita is like, I guess I feel a little bit like frustrated for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. the shot this of is... the three sprites like arranged into a triangle is really fun. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what made me write down Himuro uh, homosexual moments. Ah, is yeah. her mm-hmm. like cuddling? You yeah, yeah. So what they decide to do then is ask Taiga. Ask Taiga. Um, Taiga starts screaming. Seiyu is yes, uh, is good at impressions of other characters i was thinking the same thing the character that she is doing uh it was really yes just uh it was really fun hearing her say in rin's rin who else she does like three of them mm-hmm. uh saying in each of their voices yeah, yeah. a line yeah yeah i think it's like rin saber and sakura yeah that would make sense uh Taiga comes, uh, like, takes a moment to think about it. Well, first, first, her thing is Ayako is not moving in. I can't do any more of this. I, it's like already such a pain in the ass to keep an eye on all these kids running around. Uh-huh. And then she's like, actually, wait, no, Shiro and Ayako doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what she says is, I didn't raise Shiro to be canny enough to make a pass at Ayako. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Taiga kind of like starts to explain the complicated harem situation that Shiro is in. Uh, she does. She does say that Rin and Shiro are dating, and that she's noticed that they've been going on nighttime dates together <laughs> since the very beginning, which is very funny. They're oh. not as slick as they think they are with that, with yeah. like their patrols. I mean, right. So what she's talking about specifically is the uh, the bits and stay night. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like since mm-hmm. since the beginning when Rin started coming over, she says they've been going on like nighttime dates together. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, then Saber shows up and Himuro, uh, collapses as a person. <laughs> yeah. I like that they, uh, before that happens, they, they talk, they come to Shiro's place and Himuro's like, he resides in such a samurai-like residence? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the, the, Himuro, I have heard, I've complained about this on the pod before. People complain that Rin being bisexual doesn't matter outside of that one sex scene. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Uh, Himuro is at the very least into girls, if not full on a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it the is way that she... she's always like, yeah, I just like don't get romance. Uh-huh. And like, mm-hmm. I've never really like felt that way about people. What the fuck is that? That's the most beautiful <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I'm crying. I'm like dying. <laughs> I can't handle see- looking at Saber directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just likes blondes. Yeah. Blonde girls. To be fair, she has she has good taste. She has good taste. Um mm-hmm. This is when Himuro discovers homosexuality exists and she's like, it must be Saber Ayako, because who wouldn't date Saber? And then right, it's yeah. uh and then it's uh Makidera's turn to be homophobic. Makidera real homophobic moments. Yeah. Specific like, isn't that a sin or something? Right, Yukika also screams when she hears about lesbians, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Which is which is fine. Which is, it's surprising. Okay. Uh, but Makidera is like, no, that's that. I don't believe in that. Yukika, kind of thing. Yukika screaming when she hears about lesbians is wild because the opening of this entire like set of scenes, their introduction is, of the three of them is Yukika trying to ask Ren out. <laughs> Ask Rin out, and the two of her friends being like, it's okay, you'll get her next time. Uh-huh. 
I mean, the thing is that Yukika also, like, does the same scream whenever, like, she sees... Yes. Any, other times she sees anybody, like, scream. going out here. Yes. I think she did that same scream when uh, Himuro said that Makidera is a uh, masochist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she just is a... She likes to kya. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so Himuro teaches us about homosexuality. Uh, Makidera rejects it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taiga's like, you know, I could see that happening, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taiga. Uh, then thing, the, the structure starts to break down as, uh, Yukika disappears having chased after Saber. And, uh, everyone's going somewhere. Everyone's going to some kind of intervention, is mm-hmm. what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Saber was invited out by Ayako, and, uh... Yukika asks her about Ayako, and Saber gives sort of a non-committal response, which, yeah. which sinks Himuro's ship, sadly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Yukika, then, Saber, a very good pairing as well. Uh-huh. Rin shows up and, like, realizes kind of what's going on with her, like, with the track club, mm-hmm. like, that mm-hmm. they're following her or something, and so she, like, kidnaps Yukika onto a bus, and then uh, Kaede, Makidera manages to, like, scramble onto the bus too, leaving Himuro behind to have to catch another bus. Act three. Mm-hmm. She review Himuro remo- reviews the situation. Rin likes to cause problems on purpose, but also they don't know what, what's up with Ayako. Yeah, she's like, maybe she is just single. Maybe I'm overthinking all this. Maybe I've caused a lot of trouble for nothing. And then, But like the hang-up that she has is like, but then why would Ayako be absent during April? And it's like, what happened in April? Nothing. It, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, it wasn't like... They're, I think they're just talking about like some other thing that wasn't shown on screen. They actually talk about this very, very briefly in one of the other scenes with, but where like Ayako... I think it's the one where Ayako meets Shiro in school and is like, Hey, guess who's back? It's Rin. Mm-hmm. And they reference some other thing that like, Oh, back in April. Ha ha ha. Oh. Wait. February is when... This is October. Yeah. Day night is yeah. Yeah, February is when stay night happens. So April is a different thing. Yeah, it's like it's weird because wait, like not, wait. Yeah. Wait. They talk about it being six months. The stay night definitely takes place in February. Mm-hmm. They talk about it being six months since the Holy Grail War. Which would place the Holy Grail War in April. Because it's October. Oh, that's I think, weird. That's, I think they're saying six months since the, the thing that happened. Six months since April. But I mean, like, throughout the game, they talk about They say that the the Holy Grail War took place six, six months, months ago. ago. This is, okay, because my thought was, oh, they're talking about when Ryder attacked her. Because Shinji went, was been, absent and in the hospital yeah. at the same time. So, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I don't that's know. not what they're talking about. It has to they, be. Because Taiga no. was also absent, and April was when Taiga says that all of the accidents happened. It's not. Um, I'm positive here. Uh, like the they talk at a separate time in this about the time when Ayako was absent and all that stuff happened in February. Okay. The the behavior Ayako's like quote unquote weird behavior happened in April and is a different thing that gets explained later in this okay. thing. Um, but the at? thing about like saying it's been six months since the Grail War, I think I think they might just be saying it's been half a year. Hmm. Which like I can see you sort of fudging it that way. I'm not sure though. I I agree that that's sort of weird. Yeah, it's a it's a t- weird timing, uh, like mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, the the thing the the strange behavior that they're describing is the is the bet 
that yes is yes which was yeah which was um uh, in April, which was like it was Alex. mentioned in the prologue i think that was when they made the bet in the prologue uh-huh yeah and then it was like this weird situation occurred in april mm-hmm yeah hmm okay anyway uh, january 13th uh, 31st of february 15th uh-huh. i was just making sure that yeah okay the wiki does say eight months after the holy fifth holy grail war yeah that's a that's a I, the alternative is is yeah i guess like holodraxia does both directly and not follow on from mm-hmm. day night as i was like maybe the holodraxia world the grail war took place in april but it doesn't uh, really matter anyway uh minori ayako's brother shows up they had already <laughs> like dismissed the idea of talking to minori um about ayako because yukiku was like little brothers don't care about what their older sisters are getting up to romance wise mm-hmm uh, he's being like his usual difficult Sunday self. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryder and Sakura also get on the bus to go to whatever's happening. And uh, Minori I has a screenshot of this like shot of like it's the intersection <laughs> picture, except for they've like stuck a uh, like bus sign in front yeah. of it, and then also Himuro is like skulking behind it with her eerie little smile. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do the same thing with uh, the mall shot. Yes. Where they just like plop an escalator in the foreground. Yes. Uh it's a great like reuse of uh yeah. Anyway. Uh Himuro tries to bully Minori into telling him uh, her what's going on with Ayako because she figured out that he has a thing for Sakura because anyone with eyes would figure it out instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh yeah, so they get on the bus with Ryder and Sakura down there. I think you know, I think that this is like the third act is where I start to like lose patience with uh the this this Himero the Love Detective. Because I did think that like the structure of okay, could it be this pairing? Could it be this pairing? And like going on little adventures uh was fun. But like there's so much stuff and so many characters happening at the end here and like the whole like unraveling of actually Shiro's kind of with and not with all of these girls stuff is just like eh, I just find it a little tedious. It's a different structure, definitely. Yeah, like they just they're just like doing a different thing because they they basically like get here. Himuro watches like uh, Minori try and hit on Sakura and does it does a very bad job, mm-hmm. and then like pulls him aside and is like, no, no, hold on, like you're 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 messing this up. Let yeah. me. They, then, uh, let's see. Basically, uh, they, she blackmails him into helping her figure this, help figure out the situation, or he'll, she will expose his secret yeah. to mm-hmm. Sakura. They bump into Rin and Shiro and, so- uh, like, Sakura and Ryder and everyone all together, except Ayako and Yukika are missing or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. And Minori is immediately, like, enormously pissed off at Shiro for like having every single girl in town fawning all over him uh and then Himuro like physically drags him off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh they eventually bump into Makidera and Ayako uh who are screaming at the sea together (laughs) basically about how Rin and Shiro are causing problems for people 
Yes, for... Rin and Shiro had a fight and then dragged everyone into it, or Rin did at least, and then everyone was going to try and help them make up, and then they had already made up by the time uh, anything happened, and Ayako was furious at Rin for like making it out to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaede is mad because bits. Rin is not ups- not sad. <laughs> right. She was. She wanted to help out her friend, and Rin was like, "Oh, it's fine, actually." Like, "Oh my god, you made me worry about you for no reason." There's um, a. There's some fun stuff about like, uh, you know, like, uh, Hiro going like, "Why is Sakura calling Rin Nason? What's going on here? This is very strange." Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I love this like uh this like silhouette of Himero's sprite with like light shining out of her brain as she like figures out what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> the brain blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So basically what happened was that Ayako introduced her little brother as her boyfriend to Rin to try and win their bet from the prologue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bad times and... for everybody. And Rin tried to bring Shiro, but apparently here they are not like enough of a couple. They're not really a couple, so it didn't yeah. count. Yeah. This is okay. Yeah. This is I think where this loses me. Mm-hmm. Is I like the uh I like the tertiary secondary slash tertiary character gets a scene where they don't know about everything that's yeah. going on and so you get like some fun stuff that like, oh, they figured this out or oh I can kind of because I know what is going on, I can guess at mm-hmm. uh things that she is missing. Uh but instead of picking a a pairing to go with for Shiro. Mm-hmm. This is just like, well, he's got a harem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's not really dating anyone. Um, which I, I, I would have liked this better had it been, yes, Rin and Shiro are dating or no, Rin and Shiro are not dating. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually what it says specifically is that like, she couldn't, like, Shiro, Rin also did not win the bet because they are not actually dating. I, yeah, I guess they're not dating, but it's like they're not dating. But Shiro doesn't have a different girlfriend. Yeah, they're not right. Dating I mean, basically, this like is the liminal space. Like yeah. Shiro is like available to and also distant from every girl. Yeah, right. I mean, the whole thing here, like, basically, what this presents it as is that Shiro has like a weird friend group. Uh huh. <laughs> that's one way to talk about a harem. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's sort of like the the way that it's described here specifically, like from the outside. But basically, the the revelation Hiroto comes to is the plot of Hollow Ataraxia is happening. Yeah. <laughs> um. But Hollow Ataraxia, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess there are there are worlds in which, or like timelines in which, Shiro is not dating anyone. I'm sure. Yeah. But he's off. Based on based on them, like but... the events of Stay Night, kind of being uh like so foundational to holodraxia it does feel like um uh yeah it does feel like sure in most timelines sure should be with one of the three heroines mm-hmm. um and so it's weird sure. that like or or have a girlfriend if we're going with like kotomine dies in all three routes um sure so dating someone in all three routes and so it's like oh yeah <laughs> okay, okay always okay. gets with a girl counterpoint so. end of saber route sure was alone the saber is here though yes 
but which is the also possibility of Shiro being yes, alone does yes. exist. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I guess what mostly what I like about it isn't so much the specifics of like whatever Shiro has going on, so much as like the idea of someone like a stranger poking into one of these weird like contrived social circumstances and being yeah, and yeah. being very confused about whatever is happening and coming to all sorts of bizarre conclusions that might otherwise make sense yeah i guess i guess the the other thing is uh i do like the mystery aspect and then it's just kind of dropped um yeah, my, my bit with this is uh i think it's it's like a fun idea it goes on a little too long for me to care yeah basically Anyway, Ayako is, says that she's not dating any boys. Uh-huh. She does say she's not ba- dating ev- anyone, and then she says a couple times, I definitely don't have a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, uh... Someone mentions Saber, and Mitsuzuru is like, yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, she, they, they run down their list of, like, potentials, and she's like, oh, Saber could be good. Yeah, that's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, of of the of the three, God, yeah, like, mm-hmm. is that the end of Himuro the Love Detective? Oh, Himuro makes a joke about uh, being in an arranged marriage with a man she's never met, uh, and then it's like, haha, I'm just joking. Yeah, or am I? Yeah, yeah. I like the. I do like how she's like. It, it is sort of funny to me the way that she's sort of like a conscripted uh, Minori to like describe her his problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all like bother Minori. Mm-hmm. He's been, she's been like her sprite has like attached to his and been carrying him around for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Uh, I was like, thank God. Okay, I'm done. And then it was like, and now the sequel. And I was like, okay, is this a sequel to Himuro the Love Detective? Because I don't think I can sit through that right now. I might need to take a walk. Uh, but it is a scene called the sequel. It is very funny to me that uh, Ben had done this already. So I knew what was the case, but I did Saber sex scene last. So <laughs> I got the sequel after Saber <laughs> sex scene, which is... Uh, yeah, equally as funny as, uh, like, oh, okay, I guess it's the sequel to Him or the Love Detective. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess we're getting another saver sex scene. Yeah. We do not get either of those things. No, no. We get something very strange. I don't, okay. I basically are, had a funny time with this scene, but there are I think it's funny. This, yeah. It's like, weird, though. And it's I definitely weird. Don't. I can't square it with the, the game. <laughs> basically it's hard like so here's the funny thing is that like when i was thinking about like playing stay night in the first place i was like thinking about like okay there are all these follow-ups fate hollow ataraxia like what is this and it described like on the the wikipedia page for fate hollow ataraxia said it has some line about like and in the end avenger like stabilized the timeline and blah 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 and 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 made it so something something everybody's there and it's like that's weird i don't that's I'm like that like doesn't actually brain nonsense exactly to right explain sequel yeah. yeah and i was like okay no this is that's not actually anything that happens here a sequel is just like a it's like a weird side story thing i don't yes. know yeah it's like it an is... out of canon excuse to have everyone hang out yes mm-hmm. one more time which 
or like what is canon canon is right. like yeah. always kind of nonsense to talk about when it comes to type moon stuff the thing right. is honestly you you drop the servants from this and i'm i like this scene <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. I mean, it would but make like, it would like it'd be, it also doesn't lose anything. Like if you just the, yeah yeah part if of Saber wasn't is, here, that would be fine. Yeah, part of the joke is to follow up on the bit from uh uh in the main game where Sashiro was like, yeah, we could fit two more people in this house comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> and it's um, like if you take out Sh- Saber, you don't need the two more slots. Know. You know what I mean? And, it's also yes, her bit also follows up on her being a knee. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. So okay, that said, the scene does rule. <laughs> is that so funny? But that is very is? funny. Karen is also funny here. Um, mm-hmm. Shiro and Saber return home to find Bazette in their house being served tea by Sakura <laughs> and Rin. No one knows who she is. Well, Shiro doesn't know who she is, but she feels uh, very familiar to him anyway. Mm-hmm. Rin and Sakura know her and fear her. Yes, <laughs> she's wearing koo's earrings. Also. Mm-hmm. She says, introduces herself and says, uh, I recently quit my job at the association and I'm a freelance mage now. Which feels... Did she... Okay. She just didn't, like, reapply for her job, right? <laughs> you think that's it? <laughs> you, uh, the association just thinks that she's dead, right? That seems possible. How do you quit being, like, an uh, assassin for the mages? Yeah, it feels like they'd, they'd send assassins after you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think she just was dead for six months and like yeah. Yeah. Uh, or she's eight, off. as we just found out. You're right. Sorry, eight months. I'm sorry. Um, I do think I do also like that uh, she's still not wearing her other gloves since Avenger took it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she ran out uh, of spares. Right, right, right. I also uh, this is a, a thing that always kind of like lay bothers me in uh, Fate stuff is like whenever someone loses a limb, they just get a perfect indistinguishable replacement limb mm-hmm. like immediately. Although I think in this case, it's implied that it's still Avenger. It is implied yes. that it's still Avenger. I will say yeah. Shiro's fake limb was not what I'd call a perfect normal limb that looks the same and functions Shiro's normally. Limb? uh archer's arm oh right 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 but that's like a that's like a that that is a cool version of that right yes. but uh, i mean i'm talking about like k and k shiki's like mm. uh prosthetic being like uh in just, almost always just a regular arm unless it does cool extra yeah. functionality just this regular is like, arm this but is actually like, better <laughs> this is like full metal alchemist stuff where it's like oh no my body's been violated but i do right, have yeah, a exactly. cool robot arm yeah. that does mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. you know okay Rin pulls Shiro aside and is like, this lady's gonna mash us like potatoes. Uh, she, like, lists off a bunch of dangerous association like shit, including Gazami the Wraith, which <laughs> I'm willing to follow Nasu on a lot of stupid names, but I really can't follow on Gazami the Wraith. I don't think I've ever heard of this person outside of Hello Anorexia, so... Gazami. Oh, <laughs> okay, one sec. I Are you do, gonna look up the Gazami? I do need to look up and see. I'm gonna see some like wild Gazami, spoilers for uh, like fate, also known uh, as evil CCC. spirit Gazami and <laughs> Sinner Gazami. <laughs> Sinner Gazami. Sinner Gazami uh, is a Dark Souls boss. 
Uh, let's see. Roll. Just mentioned in Holoraxia. Hol- uh, uh, Nasu was like, okay. Okay, it's in, he, he's expanded on in complete material, but... Okay, okay. So, Gazami, Gazami. <laughs> maybe someday we'll get the Gazami game. <laughs> oh, he was uh, brought up recently in uh, Case Files materials. Uh, it's the name they call this magus that's locked at the bottom of the London Tower. Not that dangerous a person, but they say that no person has ever had a magic attribute as troublesome as the magi as that. We'll eventually learn more of Gazami, probably. <laughs> Gazami. <laughs> they can't even change the name. They're just gonna keep calling him Gazami. I really do... I, n- now, I'm like, no, I really do want them to, like, try to force us to take a guy named Gazami seriously for a mm-hmm. bit. That would be really funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. Other fun... No, (laughs) Fen, you gotta stop looking at this shit. Okay, sorry. You're gonna spoil yourself on Gazami's pathos. Yeah, that's that's Lord Elmoline Case Files. Or extra material for Lord Elmoline Case Files. I'll stop. Uh, Bazette, uh, drinking her entire cup of tea in one gulp and it, like, scaring the shit out of Sakura (laughs) is really funny. Mm -hmm. It's like they don't know how to handle people who don't like food. Like right. Ryder, Ryder is polite enough to play along. And Saber's become an extreme foodie. Yeah, Saber's become mm-hmm. a, a foodie. So again, Saber was nice and like played along. She does like food, but that doesn't ki- give two shits about food. She would eat like raw meat off the floor if it was. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kara going. Sakura being like, "Oh, what you did? Did you not like it? Was it that bad?" It's like, "No, it was. It was tea. It was tea. Tea's <laughs> tea. Yeah." If it I tastes can... like tea, then it's tea, right? Like, well, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, we we did not set up that she says right before drinking it, I don't drink or eat in, in enemy territory. And so to demonstrate that this is not enemy territory and just gulps it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's like, if, if Ryder's a cool type too, so maybe she could talk to Bizet without being terrified of her, but she's at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I like Saber t- and Bizet talking shop about noble phantasms. When yes. they're like yes. threatening smug faces on, it's very good. <laughs> um, Rin and Sakura met her already. Bazette came to them and was like, hey, I'm going to move in. I'm not going to take any territory from you. Uh, let, let's get along or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Shiro is like, okay, Bazette, how can I help you? And she's like, hey, Shiro, could you be a little bit meaner to me? <laughs> What's Bazette's problem? <laughs> she is unemployed. Bazette also a neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is funny. Uh, she's she doesn't know what to do with herself. She's like, uh, someone's like, you have money though, right? Don't enforcers get paid like a lot of money? She's like, oh yeah, I'm like totally loaded, but I don't know what to do with myself without a job, so I need a job. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. She, so, she can't be, she so, can provide for her servant. She can't be a proper master if yeah, she isn't, yes. like, providing for her servant. Yeah, she, so, she okay. has to wear the, the pants in the family. The yeah. best mm-hmm. part of her being like, well, obviously, masters have to, like, provide for servants. I couldn't ask a servant to pay for travel costs while Saber is, like, vigorously nodding in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They suggest some jobs. She she refuses to work for the mob because they're cowards and they don't kill enough people. Um sakura sakura is like well you could dress yourself up as a man and go for like the a boxing championship and then bazette shoots her a look and like saber uh, sakura shrinks to her tiny little sketchy form and like just crawls away desperately i think what bazette says is 
if if you joke with me too much, I'll blow you away. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, Bazette's trying to get custody of Lancer back from Karen is, mm-hmm. is the thing, and she like needs a job uh, to prove that she can handle Lancer or something like that. Uh, Karen appears at this time to complicate things and taunt Bazette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She also introduced herself specifically to Rin and Sakura, uh, and essentially said, "I'm going to be uh, like king of all I survey for about two years, and then I'll leave. So get ready to put up with me." Extremely mm-hmm. Kotamine style, like, well, I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm just here to like meddle for two years. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, okay, this is the report for the church and the association. All right, I'll smooth it over for you. But if you step one fucking toe out of line, I'm gonna cause so many problems, and probably a whole like church assassin army is gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Karen wants Bazette's uh, remains of Avenger arm. Because it's a demonic object uh, in exchange for Lancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bazette refuses to give it up and wants Lancer. So they're in, they are intractable uh, desires from those two. And um, then the. Uh... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just going to talk about Bazette uh talking about how her and lancer aren't a good pair actually and then like describing him as if she's in love with him and everyone's like, oh, I see what's going on. Yeah, that's, that part is really cute. Yeah, uh-huh. And she's like, man, can't you, don't you see my my problem here? I just need, like, and everybody's got, like, oh, yeah, no. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, what's Bizet's second problem? She doesn't have anywhere to live. She doesn't have a house. Rin immediately is, like, Rin and Sakura, but uh, Rin speaks up and is like, no way, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I can't have five mages in the same place. Four? Four mages, two servants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't have that much magic in one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bazette offers thir- wait, 30,000. Yes, 30,000 yen a day, or it's like about $300. 300 bucks a day. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's pretty good money. Uh, and Rin is immediately like, maybe I should recommend her my house. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a fun bit at I, the beginning is uh, Bazette coming in and saying, like, isn't this the, uh, the refuge for masters that I heard about? Yes. Um, uh, I did think, wow, that's a lot, and then realized that, that is less than the rent that we play, pay in our current place, and got and three hundred a day. Yeah, Shit. we pay more than three hundred a day. Okay, but that's not for one person. Not no. each one person is not paying three hundred. No, that's that's not for a room. It's for this apartment. But um, right, right, right. And Saber's like, uh, Bazette's like, I can be Shiro's bodyguard too. And Saber's like, oh no. <laughs> My job is being, st- my only job is being stolen. The girls run off to try and like plot a way out of this situation. And then Shiro is trapped with uh, Karen and Bazette. He's like uncharacteristically rude to them. And they both look like, like go white as a sheet <laughs> because. And say no again, but rude. <laughs> yes. Yes. Could you like say it like a little more gravelly from police? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they they capture him. I do always love the shroud, like grabbing Shiro and pulling uh-huh. him away. Um, mm-hmm. And then they, uh, <laughs> this is such a stupid bit. They use markers to like draw Avengers tattoos on him. And uh, Karen's like, "Don't worry, Shiro. Bazette's not a monster. She's using a washable marker." And Bazette's just like, "Eh." <laughs> Shiro just starts screaming. We have a good CG with 
the Avenger sprite in the background, and she was yeah. saying, "This is a psychological attack." Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, Karen. Say it more desperately, like some minion of a third-rate villain is also really funny. <laughs> uh huh. Um, we get some stuff where Shiro Shiro wipes up and is like, "Neither of you really seem like heroines," which I think is part of why I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> this- and he's like whoa that's a bit troubling for a nun to say and she's like well it's true so you shouldn't be upset about it Wait, doesn't she also say you should be castrated yes yes <laughs> what is okay what is, what is this line a mere mongol going up against his master you should be castrated for that you premature ejaculator <laughs> oh Listen, I read that sex scene. It's really funny. It's way too long. Yeah. Uh, this is very funny Karen behavior, though. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Bazette and Shiro play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> what? This bit is so dumb. It's so stupid, yes. They play rock, paper, scissors to see if Bazette leaves before the girls come back. And Shiro wins, but Fragarach uh, activates. And <laughs> Shiro would have lost anyway. Wait, would he have? He did scissors. And he's like, oh, she did rock. Damn. Uh-huh. And, but she activated Fragarach so that uh, she went first. And if either of them, like, goes oh. after their opponent. Even stupider. Yes, I, if mm-hmm. either of them go after their opponent, they automatically lose, and so... She also re- yeah. yelled, rock, paper, die. Yes. <laughs> yes. Karen was like, you should have a little more restraint, babe. <laughs> anyway. She, she beat him in rock, paper, scissors so bad, he like got flipped over and tossed around the room. Uh-huh. Rin returns, and the terms are, Bazette can stay for a week until she can, like, get the, uh, uh... What is Get her western-style mansion up yes, to the Edelfelt house uh, put back together. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, yeah, that, that works for me. Um, she's, like, in the country illegally at this point. <laughs> she, like, mm-hmm. officially doesn't exist. Anyway, then they're like, okay, so Karen, what did you want? And she's like, well, see, the church is undergoing renovations. And everyone just, like, starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just ends. Great place to end it. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't need to play that out. No. no. It's sort of like a, you know, oh, the these times will go on, kind of. Yes, yes. Uh, Bazette and Karen will just kind of hang around annoying people. I, mm-hmm. okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I would have liked this scene if Saber wasn't there. And they weren't more, referencing all the other servants? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more, because I love the idea of Karen and Bazette as pests. Yes. Even yes. in reality. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's very good. Yeah. Like, it's it's sort of played as part of the harem thing, but I like it's a very weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They they're That's like mean enough that it's funny. Yes, they are very mean. Uh, and like it's it's an interesting bit because like when they're like, oh wait, you sound like Avenger. Bazette's like smiling like she's seeing an old friend for the first time in a while, and Karen's like blushing because she's the love interest uh-huh. for Avenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's fun. You know. Um, yeah, it's like, you just, this doesn't make any sense with 
Like, mm-hmm. if you're trying to think of it in terms of, like, how... Like, the idea of, the, of going, like, and actually, like, Avenger brought all the timelines together and made it so that Saber actually is here and all this stuff is, like... Did Nasu say something like that in an interview? Like, right. as, like, an offhanded comment? And right. everyone was like... And people were like, whoa, that must be what happened. I feel like... The, it feels like you really is, shouldn't think about it too hard here. Yes. But also, the thing is, for me... It is a, like, if Nasu actually said that, uh, then he understands his games way less than I thought he did. <laughs> well, it seems uh, like something he might have said as a joke. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, yeah, right. sure. Uh, yeah, Avenger uh, did some magic bullshit, and now uh, Saber gets to stay forever. Yeah, whatever. Wait, this is like a magical amber kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but it does, like, it undercuts... A lot of what I if like about Hollow Ataraxia mm-hmm. is its its finality. Yeah, and mm-hmm. saying actually it's fine. Yeah, you have to close there. the book. It's just like I don't. It's not the never. It's like it's the never ending story. You have to actually end the story. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Or it just it doesn't go anywhere good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, you don't get to keep saying goodbye to characters and saying uh, and talking about temporality or that's not quite the word i'm searching for but like uh transientness transients 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 um and then say but actually everyone's here forever yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Additional stuff, unless sorry, if yeah, I cut you, you have off. Else? Uh, no. Hanafuda sucks. Hanafuda is so bad. You know what? I never played it. I didn't do you a bit what? of it. Good. I won. Yeah. Yeah. Ben did I like win. playing it. I I have fun playing the game, but like all of the the narration and everything associated with it is like the worst shit ever. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. the The problem I have with playing the game. Is that uh, like a lot of gambling games, Hanafuda is very random. There's an element of strategy, mm-hmm. but even the best player will still lose a lot of games mm-hmm. uh, because it's just random. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to play more of this, unfortunately. Oh my God. Um, Why? But I do wish it would be nice. Because Fen wants to play the game Hanafuda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I am like, yeah, I would, li- I would play more Hanafuda. Uh, yeah. not on a timeline, just like you know, a couple matches here and there. Uh, but putting it into a structure like, uh, the one that it is, which is like, oh, it is a game where you get three continues, and um. Uh, and like all of your opponents have NPs that do different stuff, uh, is like interesting, but only three continues is a little rough mm-hmm. for something that is like, okay, you don't get to restart from the, like you get, if you use a continue, you get to restart from the match that you were on. But if you're like three matches deep and then you lose, you have to go back and replay matches that you've already played mm-hmm. um, or use one of your continues that you only have three of to skip a match mm. um 
And so it's just like very time consuming. Yeah, yeah. seems like a pain in the ass. And yeah. uh, I've heard the like generously called a story is uh, awful. It's bad. Yeah. Yep. Miserable. Uh, Ilya's Castle minigame. I will probably also play a little bit more of that. But now, why would much. you do that? What? Now, why would you do that? Uh, great question, Ben. Because I'm <laughs> a sick and twisted creature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else is there? There's some good wallpapers. There's yeah, there's a bunch of wallpapers. wallpapers. There's yeah. a bunch of stuff in the Tosaka Shrine, which is like, I don't know. Do we want to talk about any of these? Yeah. Is there any like uh, stuff we want to mention from the... Hmm. From uh, the thing, I I wrote down like my uh, notes on all of the the Emma, which is like uh, oh, wow. pictures and a little bit of dev commentary, basically. Like, Emma Twelve is, is uh my nemesis. It's where uh they say that uh this this fan disc was made possible by Makidera, uh or like she's the main character of this or something, and I just I I still don't like Makidera very much. No. Yeah. Uh. Okay, okay, let me let me go through this real quick and look at... There was apparently going to be a Saber Alter sex scene at some point, or they were planning one. Oh. That got cut. Um, let's see, let's see. Mm. Uh, they make a joke about uh, uh, Karen's outfit winning the Best No Pants Award, and uh, Archer says uh, it's still better than wearing nothing but a cape, referencing uh, CL's vampire design from mm. Kagetsu Toya. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently, um, Saber's weird brown dress date outfit was designed by a person who was credited for directorial and scripting work for Maho Tsukai no Yoru. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It was a bad outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Stick to scripting, yeah. bud. <laughs> not very good. Um, uh, I did say... forget to say that I do not like that. There is a concept art of Rin and Sakura as the Edelfelt twins. Uh, the concept art, a lot better than the final art, because uh, there's not enough detail to see the like crazy nipple action that's going on. <laughs> yes. Um, there's the Kutku outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, did he have like an apron or something? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, there's concept art of uh, Perseus, Issei's dad, and Goto, mm-hmm. which is funny. Huh? Goto, Goto looks like a little, he looks like a Ben 10. Yeah, he's like way more blonde than I was expecting. Huh. Yeah, he's very in your face for like a, like a old timey theater kid. There's a bit about how they were selling promotional telephone cards with Rin in like lingerie on them. That's where the Saber lingerie. The Saber lingerie does is from, from that from. too. That's yeah. very That funny. sounds real. Um, let's see. They talk about how uh, what a pain in the ass it was for to do like so many caster sprites because she had so few to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see. Right, right. There's a great concept art of a uh, caster's mm-hmm. uh, casual outfit. There's there's a bit where they show a picture of of like the long boy Avenger, the like uh formless ghost kind of guy. 
the like goofy looking one you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they're like we promise we like tried a bunch of things before arriving at this we didn't just like slap the first idea down we, it was it took work we promise please don't be mad at us for this <laughs> um let's see the uh scene where Luvia tears her sleeves off is because they drew it came out of uh them drawing a version of her with and without sleeves and someone was like she use both and they're like oh she should tear her sleeves off apparently she was always going to be a, a wrestler though yes mm. her Luvia sounds like a wrestler so it makes sense to me <laughs> okay yeah no that's about it yeah, there's other stuff, but nothing really substantial. Some of the some of the art is fun. Some of the promotional art is fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like a picture of a uh, Karen shot from the side in her battle outfit that makes it look a little less ridiculous. It's like a yeah. cute picture. It also makes yeah. her hat look slightly less wrong, even if it really doesn't look like it's actually sitting on top the top of her head. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so the thing is that Karen's hat has this sort of like Renaissance Italy kind of vibe to it. Yeah, Hold that on. makes sense. She speaks she speaks Italian, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Some in the chat it's there. It's like it's too tall for that. It looks very silly. Yes, yes. It always like looks slightly wrong on her head, I guess is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, this this picture of her it looks a little bit better but the, yeah there's that one cg when she like first shows up or not first shows up but you know at, at night surrounded by monsters where it just looks so wild mm-hmm. it looks like it's the whole size of her head again like she's mm-hmm. wearing like a novelty hat yeah yeah it's really silly looking Are y'all ready? All right. Sure. I should note that I, uh, I I left out, I think, several that you guys put in there because I don't feel like I can rate them with any confidence. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. No, you don't got to worry about it. We this is vibes anyway. To ask mm-hmm. for emails. So instead, unprompted, we are uh, inflicting our ratings of these characters upon you. But yeah, yeah. We're changing. We're changing tact. We're not going to do uh, rating ratings. But uh, we're gonna do a tier list. Yes, uh, because three of us, there are thirty something characters that we ranked somewhere in there, thirty yeah. plus. Uh, and that's way too many to go through individually. Like, mm-hmm. what our stay night? It's like twelve, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's quite a big cast. Yeah, starting with at the absolute the very lowest bottom. tier. Shinji tier. Shinji tier. My Shinji tier includes Mato Shinji. Is that it? And stealing this idea from uh, Lauren, I also put Ruby down here. Magical Ruby. Sorry, Lauren, for stealing your idea. No, I I approve. I'm happy to contribute. Did you put anyone else on in the Shinji tier besides those two? The Gorgon sisters. Ooh. Yeah, I probably should have done that, but it's fine. Uh, my Shinji tier consists of Makidera and yeah. Shinji. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Makidera below Magical Ruby. 
Uh, Magical Ruby is in one scene. Makidera is in every scene. Makidera is like a like a weed. That was the other thing uh, from the the Makidera Emma the dev commentary was them being like we had to at a certain point institute a Makidera ban where no more Makidera scenes were allowed to be added. Thanks. I think they talked about their like fun. I think they had they talked in there about like how she runs up and bothers you and like punches you or something. Yeah, she really do the she really do yeah. that. Yeah. Bad tier. Characters we don't like. Characters we generally just don't like very much. Should I go first? Yeah, go you go first, man. These are unordered within the tier for me. Yeah. It might be different for other people, but uh Kid Gill, Uriel, Steno, Ilya, Luvia, Magical Ruby, Taiga, and Mr. A. Mm. These are this is specifically to Holodraxia. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The the one I will pull out and say anything about is Ilya, because I really love her in Stay Night, and mm-hmm. she gets a couple of scenes that are good yeah. in Holodraxia, and, and otherwise is awful. Shit, yeah. Lauren, you can go next. Sure. I Basically, for me, bad was I don't think that they were used especially well. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is why Ilya is here. Mm. The maids are here because I don't think it's a good concept and they were sort of like not a lot to do with them. Kid Gil is here because I don't care. Um, <laughs> Assassin is here because there's not a lot for him to do. Berserker because he's just the guy who yells. And Makidera because she runs up and punches you and that's all. Uh-huh. It's kind yeah. of like, a. It, I like the bit. I just, it's like... I, I like the bit lands for me. It's sort of funny to have like I guess because I have like I've known people in high school who are like you're you've, you're just you've got way too much going on. Mm. You're you gotta st- you gotta calm down. Yeah. But also like I've known you for three years and I found it's just these like, people really really annoying in high school. I went to a small enough high school that I don't think we had one of them. Yeah. My bad list is again. I'm ta- I'm talking this. Uh, I think it's an interesting tack to take, Lauren, to be like, well, I th- I'm talking more. You're talking more about like uh, how they're used in the story. I mostly did like personally. Do I think uh, they're interesting? You know what I mean. Uh, so my bad list is Luvia, <laughs> Kid mm-hmm. Gil, Ureli, Steno, Makidera, all regular Gilgamesh, Sakura, Kuzuki, Taiga, Ilya, and Heracles. Same similar thoughts with uh with uh Ilya. And uh I Sakura fell a tear for me. <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. if we were to do this for uh for the original two. Where did uh, put Sakura? Okay. I Kuzuki probably uh managed to like pull himself up. I think I rated him my least favorite character below Shinji even in uh I believe I do remember mm-hmm. that. In the original. So he's also uh, barely managed to stave off Shinji levels. I will say, if Makidera was in like three scenes, mm. she would probably make bad for me. Mm. Uh, the problem is, is that she's way too present. Yeah. Uh, neutral. Neutral. Characters that I You find them a little with. annoying or you just don't or, care. Or I like them a little bit, but or they're just like not like, bit. they're not great. Uh, actually, wait. Lauren? Oh, Lauren, you go first. Me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. 
My know, for me, neutral was like deciding this, but I meant like you did it, you did Shinji first, I did bad first. Oh, sick. Oh, okay, so we're rotating. Um, for neutral, I was just like I feel like there was some e- either this sort of like tasteless, like I not really not tasteless in like oh it's bad taste, but like kind of not really there that much, or I didn't think that there was a lot to do with them, and they just sort of blended in and i don't really have strong thoughts um luvia is here because there wasn't really a lot there but i also like rin having a foil mm. like i think that's fun archer doesn't really get very much i wish there was like better stuff with archer in this um saber sort of is in here just because i wish there was better things with her i like a lot of her stuff here but like she doesn't really stand up for me in hollow Ataraxia. sakura is here too um I like a lot of her stuff, but like, I'm sort of chill. Um, Yukika, Taiga, uh, Neko-san, Kuzuki, uh, Issei's brother and Issei are also here. But I feel like the first couple like are in like a different category for me. Of like, I wish there was, I wish this was better. <laughs> mm. Versus like, you're just not really here. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I see you. I feel you. Yeah, okay, next. Neutral. Uh Salter, just Saber Alter, Ayako, Lancer, Archer, Gil, uh Berserker, Himuro, Lazaret, uh Minori, Rekon, Kojiro, Shiro, Kazuki, Yukika, Sakura, Kotomine, Goto. A lot of these are because they just didn't get very much screen time mm. uh mm-hmm. like ayako uh let's see the ones i'm kind of mixed on like lancer depending on the scene could either go good or bad uh archer doesn't get a ton gill doesn't get a ton berserker gets barely anything um himuro too often accompanied by makidera <laughs> uh Lezret is like fine um yeah, and then a lot of the rest uh, are just kind of... Sakura also is like, there are some scenes with Sakura I like, and some that I don't, and a lot that I just don't care enough to, like, think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My neutrals. Saber, Ayako, Sela, Ku, Minori, uh, Issei, Raycon, the Edelfelt sisters, Archer, Neko-san... Goto, Kojiro, Shiro, uh, Shiro uh, Yukika, Himuro, and Saber Alter. Oh, right. The thing about Shiro is that he's not in this game. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put him on the list. I put I put Shiro on the list because uh, uh, Avenger being Shiro, neutral. Yeah. Avenger being Avenger, and like riding the line, I put him differently. Yeah. Uh, it is funny that Shiro is not listed on that site, is he? I thought he was. He is? Okay. He is, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why. I, put I think he's, anyway. in the, he's in the sex scenes. That's definitely. true. And he is at the end. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was I saying? Finally. Wait. Or wait, wait, wait. second. Did, third, was there anything last. I was going to say about any of these characters? I just... Oh, my God. No. Never mind. I don't really have anything. That's the thing is I don't have much to say about any of these characters. They're mostly uh, like fine or meh. Yeah. You know. Good. We might take a couple of minutes to talk about some of our good characters because yeah. they 
they had something that we liked about them. Uh, and it's my turn to go first. Yeah. Uh, Rin. Great. Bazette. Uh, all-time girl. <laughs> uh, Karen, likewise. I liked her. I liked her banter with Avengers really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yeah. I'll talk about these once we've all given them and we can yeah. pick through. Uh, Issei, shockingly good. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Great horror story. <laughs> um, Caster, Neko-san, Sela, Edelfelt, sisters. Wait, Sela <laughs> ends up in good for you? Yeah. Interesting. I like her. I can see where that. You, where Maybe. was Liz? Uh, Liz is neutral. Oh, okay. So I like her. I like uh, her awkward voice. I like that she uh, brings a pike around. I like that she's. Wait. Wait. Did I? I think it was backwards. The... You got him backwards. Liz is the one with the halberd. Stella is the one who's like badgering Shiro. Yes. Yes. Wait. Liz is okay. Yeah. I am. I'm a goomba. Sorry. Uh yeah, no. Uh, Sela neutral. I, that's why I was surprised. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Liz and good. I like. I like that she's literally killing herself trying to take care of Ilya. That's, that's good. good. Um, my turn. For I you? said Edelfelt. Did I mean? No. Yeah. What? Oh yes, yes. I just liked. I liked the bit of there are two houses. <laughs> 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 that is a really funny bit. Yes. Um. I, I I rated the Edelfelt sisters at neutral mostly because uh uh I just can't the, the that scene is just so funny. <laughs> so okay. My turn next. Yeah. Okay. So for good, Angermine you, Karen, Liz. I also put Liz on here. I put uh, Little Red Riding Hood and Mister A up here because I think that they're both uh, the story is really fun. Uh, Ryder, Rin, and Kotomine, <laughs> based mm. on his one appearance. He couldn't not be up here. Kotamine neutral because he doesn't get enough time. He doesn't get enough time, but I just love to see him every time. I also apparently didn't put Avenger anywhere. Oh. Uh, he's up here. He's in good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you go go ahead, Lauren, and we'll talk sure. about it a little. Uh, I have uh, Angra and Karen. Um, uh, Ryder, Lancer, uh, Rin, Hirei, uh Kimuro and Ayako. Kimuro and Ayako. Interesting. Interesting. I like their vibes. I I, I, I love to see them when they're there. Like, mm-hmm. whenever I see them around, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, Ayako largely in neutral for me because she doesn't get very many scenes. Mm-hmm. I do like to, I like her a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Except when Lancer is yeah. hitting on her. Ryder, yes. yeah. Ryder. That's not her fault. Ryder's no. being dragged down really hard by uh by her sisters, but like she manages to buoy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and stay stay strong for me in the good tier, but despite it all. There's so many Ryder scenes that you can like kind of forget about the ones that sucked. Yes. You know what I mean? That is that is my thing, is uh like uh a couple of these characters have like bits that I don't like, yeah. but largely are You can excise really good. them. Yeah. Rin She's a little bit of like a, a little nasty little prankster guy, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Which you know is like it's like mm, it often works for me. I think that she's uh, most of Rin's stuff works for me in here, because uh, she's kind of like uh, she's 
her bit of being like, I've come back from the big city to annoy all of my like uh, bumpkin friends uh, is kind of funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, as the as the uh, annoying person come back from the big city <laughs> every time I go to visit family, uh, I, I resonate with that a little bit. I If Rin was uh, more of a heroine, mm-hmm. she would be insufferable. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that she's mostly just bros with Shiro. It's, it's nice. Liz. Yeah. I just like Liz. I've just always liked Liz. She's fun. And I put Sela at neutral because I like Sela was not so annoying that I wanted to put her in bad. I think some of her stuff is kind of kind of fun. But I was like, I can't put them on the tier together. I like Liz. so I put her on good. Issa I put up here because he's Shiro's boyfriend. (laughs) That's fair. It's good. I like the Issa stuff. Um, I just wish there was more of it. Yeah, yeah. Issei yeah, goes from a character who is mostly just kind of annoying. Yeah, he mostly um, just hates Rin a lot. Yeah. Uh, like, he's a better best friend than Shinji. Because <laughs> Shinji yeah. is, like, completely inexplicable why Shiro hangs out with him. Versus, like, Issei, I can totally see the yeah. two of them being friends. Uh, but really leaning into the BL aspect in this, I was like, yeah, okay. Issei's great. <laughs> Karen. Yeah. She's kind of a mixed bag at times, but I do generally like her. Yeah. I think that her personality is really fun. I think mm-hmm. her role in the story is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call, yeah. Calling Shiro a premature ejaculator. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> um, and Yeah, uh, I think her, even if her deal is like complicated and has some really like, uh, yeah. you could have phrased that or done yeah. that better bits, but largely she's fun. Largely, she's mm-hmm. fun. She's she's interesting. She's got and like depth. To I her. like her and Avenger bantering. Yes, back and forth. Yes, That's good. Speaking of Avenger, Angramanyu, great character. Uh, you know, yeah. I I really would not have believed I would have liked Avenger as much as I ended up liking Avenger going then, into this. He also has some real like, Ooh, yeah, totally. Oh yeah, moments. Uh, Especially but, early on, he yes. can be kind of like grating with how like uh like edgy he is but then you're like oh no you're just like a huge loser and you're trying to be edgy yes this Mm -hmm. is the thing is like in the same way as uh heavens feel recontextualizes Ilya acting young as Mm. her putting on a performance Mm -hmm. uh later avenger stuff is like oh right you are trying to hate the world as hard as you can uh and so you're you're saying all this stuff that is like gross and evil but you don't like believe it. You could never do any yeah. of this. Yeah, I'm a big Avenger fan. Now, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, you know, I, as as soon as he like gave Bazette the "will not murder you" uh, pass in like finally <laughs> written, <laughs> like lettering, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna like this guy a lot, aren't I? He's a funny little guy. <laughs> He's a funny little guy. Yeah. Shout outs. Yeah, no, I think Avenger does a, a- Avenger stuff is pretty good. Yeah, I, I do agree that I like I like Rin's bit of like being back from the big city. Yeah, this is like there there are two things that are fun about Rin and State Night. One is like when she's being a badass, and one is when she's being kind of like like Shiro's weird catty bro. Mm-hmm. And we don't really have much of that in this the first one in this because there's nobody there's not really any reason for anybody to be a badass here. Mm-hmm. But like I I love all Except of the bits of like her and Shiro like like bantering at each other like there's a fun mm-hmm. bit like when later on uh where they both sort of are going to the archery dojo to like talk about like 
you know, trying to help soccer her out with like the, the mm. culture festival thing. And they, they show up there and she was like, oh, yeah, are you, are you here to put in a, uh, an application? And she's like, oh, yeah, I think um, I think now's the time to start a new legend that'll go down in the ages. <laughs> yeah, R- yeah, Rin, uh, she, I, I really felt her absence in the first chunk of this game before she comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they managed to put so much Rin stuff in in, in the back half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it ended up w- working really well. I, Rin was one of my like higher characters in stay night already. So yeah. it's nice. I like Rin. Is there anyone we haven't talked she about? She scored highest of the like main game heroines for me here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Caster. I don't think we've talked about her. Uh, I didn't put her on this list because I'm saving her. Okay. Uh, I, I guess we, well, let's talk about her then. Yeah, okay. She, she's on your good Most list. Most improved. Yeah. Most improved. This is a character who has to have been in Stay Night. Yes. Because otherwise they couldn't have improved. It can't be improved. Uh, but is the person who uh, went from least developed, least liked, to mm-hmm. a character that we really love. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, Shinji, I guess, could have made this if he went from, like, uh, bad to neutral. But I think that's, like, that that would take a miracle. It would have taken a miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Who? Yeah. Sh- go, One of the two of you. Say first, Shinji, for a second. Shinji going from uh, a monster to a, uh, like, comedy guy who didn't change his behavior at all uh, is vile to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate that shit. I mean, apparently mm-hmm. he did change. We were told multiple times that he changed somehow. Yeah, but then but... every scene with him is him yeah. being like, yes, I still bully Sakura. She still take, like does my laundry for me. Yeah, I don't hit her or fuck her anymore. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's yeah. miserable. I fucking hate. Fuck that guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, most improved. Who wants to go first? One of you two. Lauren, go first. I think it's the same. Is I think it's, it's all caster. Is it caster for you, Fen? Ryder. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that was that was my second choice. Uh, yes, Media Caster is my uh, most improved. What a great, what a glow up! <laughs> what a glow up for Caster, both in a very literal sense. Uh, her like jacket and skirt yeah. is way better than her robes. Yeah, um, yeah, uh-huh. that's um, great. But also, yeah, she's fun. She got that fucking ear wiggle. <laughs> yeah, the thing with a uh, rider, rider uh, did. Uh, I do like Ryder a lot in this game, mm-hmm. and, but the her baseline is a lot higher for me in Stay Night yep. than she Agreed. is here. Like I like, I like a lot of stuff going on with her in Heaven's Feel more than I like Sakura stuff in Heaven's Feel. You know what I mean? Even if I was always like, oh, I, I feel like I could use more Ryder. So Ryder definitely improved, but Caster, I ended up kind of like really low on Caster in the main game. Yeah, uh, yes. valid. I remember this? And now here I'm like, wow great time she sucks mm-hmm. at everything she does what I a girl i kind of i i think i kind of ended up n- mostly neutral on caster and rider in the main game yeah, yeah um and so i guess i liked rider but mm-hmm. uh maybe it is caster mm-hmm. caster might be no go ahead but, say rider uh, it's not like we're not spotlighting uh caster here already. i think some of some of this is like i just like rider better mm-hmm. at the end of the day uh so even if caster did improve um yeah I'm like, oh, yeah, she's like a pretty good character as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, and this is definitely colored by the scenes that we just covered, mm-hmm. like uh, writers uh, like, yeah, turning into Gorgon and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Great. Love writer. Mm-hmm. She's great. 
Yeah, it's like, uh, this is why I wanted to do Most Improved was so I could call out Caster mm-hmm. specifically, because like, yeah, uh, I do think I probably like a lot of Rider stuff better than I like Caster stuff, but Most Improved, that's what yeah. Most Improved is for. Yeah. Yep. I just, every time I saw, when I saw a Rider scene, I was like, this is either going to be something fun, or it's going to be her sexually harassing Ayako, or it's going to be her being sexually harassed by her sisters. Uh, and I hope it's one of the first two. You know what I mean? When I saw a caster scene, I was li- after the first couple, I was like, oh, it's caster. Oh, hell yeah. I'll go click on caster. You know what I mean? You know, Ben, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> ri- uh, caster is the, the uh, not universal. What's the, the unanimous? Unanimous. Okay. Unanimous. <laughs> caster is most t- improved. Most improved. <laughs> wow. Okay. Caster sweep. Hashtag caster sweep. Okay. And finally. Fave. Fave. Everyone's fave. Best character. Best character. I prominently did not mention the character that was going for fave. Careful listeners, or even not so careful, could probably guess who it's going to be for me. Yeah? Ben, go first. I... It's... Wait. It's your turn to go. Is it my turn to go first? Bazette. Fraga McRemitz. Same. What a name. Uh, what a name. Saber. <laughs> I That's allowed. You're allowed your fave. Okay. The the thing is, I cannot believe he's just doing Saber again. Um, after complaining about it constantly. Okay. Look, the, it's a believer of love. Ben, it's such a merciless take on love. <laughs> the the problem is that I have the uh like her goodbye CG sitting right above where I made this this tier list. So I keep like glancing up and I'm going like, yeah, Saber. What mm-hmm. if it was it's probably Bazette, if I'm being honest. Like Just again, Bazette is take credible. Don't let us influence you. Uh no, I am Saber, your huge, huge Saber statue is looking down on you right now, smiling. I know, I know. I'm just I'm just saying that like I'm definitely being influenced by uh Saber having probably my favorite scene in the game. Mm. Uh and also being part of Tiger Dojo the movie. <laughs> um, I didn't put any of the Tsukihime characters uh, plushies on this list. Oh. Uh, but yes, it like Bazette is incredible. Bazette, what a what a great girl. what a character. <laughs> Lauren, She's... what are your Bazette thoughts? Give me some Bazette thoughts. Some wrap up Bazettes. Me? No, I said Lauren. Lauren. Oh. oh, I didn't hear you. I don't know. I, I think she's great. She has a lot of... She's very fun as, like, a... I love her, like, you know, her, her fail woman swag. Um, yes. Uh, she... I, I, there's a lot of good stuff there about, like, the way that she relates to her work, right? Mm. And so this is a lot of, like... Uh, a lot of the stuff that I liked about Archer in Say Night is sort of what Bazette is doing in... Mm. Like the towards the end of uh, Holodoraxia, right, where she's basically like consigning herself to this sort of repeated set of torments because it is, you know, she could not. Her goal is to sort of like you know live, but it's sort of getting twisted in this way of what she wants out of life is some kind of like satisfaction of achieving something or. Something like that, right? Like that's where which sort of driving her on this treadmill, and 
psyching her into this version of the Holy Grail war where any sort of like achievement or even like lasting progress is like metaphysically impossible is very fun for me. Mm. And it's a it's sort of a fun engine of like cracking this person wide open. Yeah, just her mm-hmm. like spiral downwards during this the whole thing is really really fun. I yeah. I think of like th- these great like little bits of her past that we get like uh specifically what I'm thinking of is her I think it was her dad like just giving up on her at some point when she like just couldn't be a normal kid and was like just treat it like a job. Just treat your childhood like a job, I guess, if that's what you're going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's really good. Um her like increasing frustration over having been robbed of any sort of impact on the main like story the actual story and just being like a uh like oh pu- uh killed off screen to be a gotcha for another character you know what i mean mm. it's really good her mm. like um throwing herself at kotamine the worst possible person to ever throw yourself at in order to fill a, a void <laughs> which could never be like filled because he's also just a void of a person you know what mm-hmm. i mean this is all just like, yeah, fail woman swag. You know what I mean? She's also just really cool. She gets so many like really yeah. cool moments. Yes. That's the other thing is that she sucks so much, but she's extremely cool and hot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Opening with her looking in the mirror uh, and being dysphoric is a yeah. really strong intro. God, like um one of my favorite like cgs from this game is her with her like uh her like fist cocked behind her back with like the the lightning arcing off of the fragorach mm-hmm. orb you know what i mean while she yeah. prepares to kick ass it's very cool um yeah was that incredible i love i i really love that uh she heard about kukaholan and was like that's me i want to go save him <laughs> It's so sad that no one ever saved him. Um, if only someone would save me. Uh, and like the bit where she's like, "Oh, when she find when she finds out that she's dead, uh, you know what I mean?" She's like, or like remembers that she's dead. She's like, "Oh no 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 no, I'm gonna stay in purgatory forever." Yes, mm-hmm. I, was, I was gonna say the moment where it's like, "Okay, Avengers accepted that the end is coming," mm-hmm. and then Bazette's like, "No, it's no, it's not." <laughs> The end is off. Never coming, buddy. Not uh, if I can help it. Yeah. And then the, the very end of the game. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. The Those goodbye. Are, her and Avenger. Just a great pair of characters. Yeah. Just a, they have such a good like banter. They have so much like uh uh like fun, like in uh, inter character pathos, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They really like resonate in fun ways, you know. Their farewell scene is like really, really great, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah what a girl what a girl she doesn't want to wake up and be dead yeah that's fair yeah um yeah this is a okay talking about my favorite some of my favorite characters again it's like buoyed me my mood about this game a little bit <laughs> rate rate when are we gonna rate uh the games we've done so far Again, do you haven't done it in a time. while. You want to do it next time to yeah. fill time since we're going to be talking about this day Speaking night. Speaking of next time. Oh, yeah. Are we done? Does anyone else uh, have anything to say? Oh, I was just going to say, send in emails. Uh, we forgot to ask for them yeah. for this episode, but we'll if, say you, it again. if you get an email in, really about anything we've covered, honestly. Mm-hmm. but uh, Specifically Hollywood Iraq. Specifically Hollywood Bonus Iraq. questions are okay. Yeah. 
We're going to probably have some time to fill. We will have time to fill. (laughs) Do you have anything, last minute things you want to say about Saber, your favorite character in all of Hollow Ataraxia for some reason? Unanimously, favorite character. Ben says, it's cute when the white girl eats food. (laughs) Unanimously, favorite character of uh, Fate Moon Archive podcast is Bazette Fraga McRemitz. No, no, no. If you want to leave a five-star rating for this show on your podcast platform of good choice, you could uh, rate it five stars and say, Fen thinks it's cute when the white girl eat food. <laughs> Fen's just like clutching her like, forehead uh, and looking distressed. Part of the global <laughs> mapping network. <laughs> Let me say that again so that it probably gets picked up by the mic better. We are part of the abnormal mapping network. That's true. That mm, that one didn't feel good either. Hello, Araxia is done. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. done with VNs for a while. We're done with VNs for a while, okay. and I liked Hollow Ataraxia. Yeah, it's good. I'm like glad you lot. guys liked it. I had a great time going through this again. Uh, and I'm happy that you guys uh, were seem to get into it more than I was fearing you would. Um, yeah, yeah, you kind of have been like expected, like worried about the worst this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. expectation management. Yeah, it's like you know, it's this kind of stuff is really hit or miss for me. But like the mm-hmm. main plot stuff worked really well. That carries a lot of it for me, and like, and that like the goof all the like goof stuffs being kind of tedious is like. You can you can bomb that away, basically, mm-hmm. and then I'm willing to give it more slack and then I can enjoy it more. It's easy to forget because it's not like this really unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sort of slides off the brain easier, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is why it sucks covering a lot of the stuff that did was not very good at the, at the for the last episode, but you yeah. Know, it happens. Do we have any other like we didn't really like talk about the game as a whole but i guess we kind of did that as we went along we so. also kind of did that last time right yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah but was uh, there any other thoughts that anyone had to anything that they were saving in their back pocket about game the good. uh i should have put uh fez my favorite character um uh tiger dojo the movie written <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, I know I, that might I be my favorite scene. Like, uh, that's that's definitely my favorite like uh, uh goof scene in the mm-hmm. whole game, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty. That's a pretty. That's not that's an uncommon opinion. That's an easy win. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I guess is... yeah. Off the top of your heads, do you have a favorite scene? Favorite goof scene. Favorite serious scene. Favorite serious scene is Saber's date. Mm-hmm. As I already said, uh, favorite goof scene. It's hard to pick anything but Tiger Dojo the movie. Favorite goof scene is Tiger Dojo the movie. Favorite serious scene might be the uh, um, reaching the go, being at the moon Avenger and Bizet for me. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that for for serious scene. For favorite goof scene, it is Humor of the Love Detective. I wow. I like that a lot. Um, the uh, maybe if it was Tiger Dojo the movie by itself. That would yeah. be okay. I am That's saying fair. Tiger Dodge the movie by itself. <laughs> yeah, you know, fair, I do have to allowed. excise it from that. 
But I, I do really like Hebrew of the Love Detective. It's very fun for me. Okay. I'm glad this is, again, when you like something that I thought was, uh, that I didn't like, I'm like, hell yeah. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am somewhere in the middle of you two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think maybe okay. my second, my runner up for favorite serious scene is the one where Archer gets owned. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a really cool fight scene. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my 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 runner up might be uh the the fight with Saber and Bazat uh at the church. That mm. was also uh very cool. It is. Yeah, this, uh, the Saber's armor cracking and her just disappearing without a word. Some of my favorite like like uh visual work in the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Okay. Still grumpy about our Avenger stabbing Shiro at the end of that scene. That's fine. I know. Him. <laughs> um, yeah the 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 saber archer fight is great. Yeah, I'm just always going to be a sucker for goodbyes over fights. It's true. Which is why, yeah, that's the, why the, I like the the, the Grail the, is probably my second favorite. Grail, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We are part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Our real goodbye to Hollow Ataraxia. Uh, go listen to ab- other Abnormal Mapping episodes. I'm excited to listen abnormal to them. Abnormal episodes. I'm, a- I'm excited to listen to them talk about FF6. Uh, I think that episode will be out by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have questions about Hollow Ataraxia or anything else that we've covered, really. Please send us questions. Please the send next us thing questions. up is Studio Dean in a Fate's Day night, uh, and we're going to have like nothing to talk about. I don't even know why. We're doing this so that we don't have to do another like thing that we have to take seriously. <laughs> I mean, we're doing this because I think that there's like... We have to talk about this. We have to this talk was, about this. This stuff. was some people's first uh, like introduction to mm-hmm. Day Night, mm-hmm. especially since... There, I don't know when the fan translation came out, but there's still not an official translation. It's true. So more people have almost certainly seen this anime than have played Stay Night in English. Yeah. Uh, that's that's wild. shocking to me. That's I, wild to think about. I would not recommend watching this alongside us. Like, not in the way that... Uh, We're going to watch it really fast. Anime has uh, some, like, content warnings that you need to be careful of in the way of... Uh, it's 26 episodes <laughs> and we're going to do it in one episode of our podcast. Yes, because there's I'm not just... going to be taking serious notes. No. There's not, just not the way I It is do. it is from what I've seen it is like it is interesting some of there's something to talk about with the ways that it kind of encompasses all three routes. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not new stuff. No. It's it's adaptation mixing all three of these. Um yeah, so that's going to be our next episode. We haven't decided uh, a URT time either. Narcissu. Narcissu? Uh, I don't know when it originally released, actually. What the hell is this? Uh, let's see. Original release, August 1st, 2005. What, what is it? It is a visual novel. Oh, no. Is this the start of the like, never-ending visual novel gauntlet that you're uh, assigning me? I'm so Lauren, sorry. save me. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm bailing out of the the plane you're right es- now. My, you're escaping. Uh, my uh, uh, parachute. Lauren, thank you for joining us for all yes. the Hollow Ataraxia episodes. I'm glad thank we you all had so fun chatting. To finish setting up our next time on, but I guess we could say goodbye to Lauren first. Goodbye. Um,
What else did you have to say about this visual novel? Oh, I was just going to say that we are starting a... Uh, All Together is a um, translation jam that occurred in 2005, 2006, and 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, organized, I believe, by Insani, who's a translation group who went dormant for a long time and just popped back up to finish translating two things. And then huh. it sounds like they're going to go back underground. But... Um, they are the reason that I started playing visual novels. And so mm. I wanted to take a little trip down memory lane and uh They're short. Yes. Most of the thing. Most almost all of these are gonna be like half hour to an hour ish. Like for, certainly sub an hour. Uh uh For all my complaining, I am actually really interested. I haven't played a lot of visual novels, you know what I mean? So getting to play some like short weird stuff. Uh these are uh and specifically really cool altogether focused on translating Dojin visual novels. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like it's it, short Dojin, stuff made by stuff, made by one or two basically. people, uh, not commercial. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, like closer in closer in production values to Tsukihime, but much, much, much shorter. Yeah. Uh, cause they're not commercial products. So we're going to be doing one of those an episode for a bit. How yeah. many of, how many games are in this? 26 or so. That's a, that's a lot of episodes, but it's also yeah. not as high a number as I was worried. <laughs> um, okay. So we're starting with Narcissu. Um, that one's on the long side. <laughs> oh, no. Byron, <laughs> uh, save me. <laughs> Give me your parachute. I believe it's about four hours. Uh, okay. Okay. And that's what I mean by on the long side. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that, not that's too sh- bad. That might be the longest one we play. In yeah. This entire I'm not. I'm also. Um, we're not doing a Narcissu podcast. I'm not going to do as much yeah. note taking as yeah. I do for a Type Moon thing. Uh, it will be a Yuri Tea Time style. We will talk about the entire thing, but yeah. we're not going to go in depth and like analyze it. Uh, it was a quite a good novel, not new episode that I would oh, recommend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. believe that that episode is also multiple, uh, multiple uh, visual novels. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, four okay. hours is is a decent. Like, I I think like Butterfly Soup one and two took me about that long. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, little 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 uh, not as short as like a one hour VN. You know, you can get a decent taste of something. Uh, let me just real quick because Ben is bothering me about this. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, look up the length of the second one that we're going to do. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, 16 hours. 24 minutes. 24 minutes. Now that's a now that's a visual novel. Uh, just yeah. to give you a... There you a, go. A, yeah. That is... Most of them are going to be in the 24 minute. Did you see the thing about that, uh, that visual novel jam? Uh, that's like, you can only have one of each asset and a thousand Ooh. words it's like one sprite one background one song a thousand words etc huh interesting mm-hmm. wow yeah uh okay what else did we say uh right so that's we, we thanked lauren but thank uh, you yes again, thank you lauren for coming it was a joy recording all these episodes with you mm-hmm. i am so sorry thank you so much i have dragged you through this much holodraxia and this is. I finished at like eighty something hours, which Me means too. that's about twenty hours of homework, plus or minus a little bit, uh, for each episode, which is a lot. That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm I'm can. looking forward. To, I had a great time. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, hanging out with you guys, going through Holodraxia again. I really liked it the first time, and I really had a great time going through it and chatting about it with all of y'all. 
And I'm also looking forward to taking a, uh, a brief break from anime so I can read some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope your like life can return to normal <laughs> after being a temporary co-host on Fate, Fate Moon Archive. I have a I have a renewed respect for all of the uh, the the work that y'all put into this. Um, we put a silly amount of work into it, but we we have fun here. Yeah, we do. I had a lot of fun. Um, let's see. <sighs> um, anything else? Next time is uh, Narcissu for Yuri Tea Time and Fate's the Day entire Night. run of the Fate's Day Night Dean anime from... Or Fate's Day Night 2006, 2006. as it is referred to in some places. And uh, any questions that you please, please send us. <laughs> Please, please, I'm begging you. If you uh, have have uh, what's the word I'm searching for? Pity. Pity. Have pity on our mortal souls and send us questions.
my uh, ex-roommate slash friend uh, who was here when we watched Funeral Parade of Roses was back yesterday, uh, and we watched some more Utena with her. Nice. Utena, fucking good. It's so good. She's a bit of a, like, a bit normie queer for how uh, weird Utena gets at times, you know what I mean? I have a friend who, like that, who I want to watch Utena with, because I think she would enjoy uh-huh. it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, Utena's like operating on such a like weird level that uh, stuff like, oh, technically X characters in middle school, like, bo- like doesn't register for me at all because they're such like impossible characters to begin with. You know what I mean? But and also, uh, it's like it's like a total like fantasy situation, right? Exactly. Like, it's like it's a like, very like it's completely ungrounded in reality. <laughs> Right, and like, me and my it's wife were watching tale. it on and off recently, and we got to the one where fucking Toga boxes a kangaroo, and like... We were just yeah. watching that last night, yes. What an episode. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, right, I hear her, like, okay, like whispering to Heather, like, oh, they're, they're like, siblings? Or, or like, oh, wow, is she that young? And I'm like, man, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get over that if you're gonna watch Utena, holy shit. I mean, yeah, there's, like, oh... A ways in which it is both about that, yeah. in the sense that they are young, vulnerable women. Uh-huh. And also, it is extremely a fantasy realm mm-hmm. where, yeah, a, yeah, you know, 15-year-old boxes a kangaroo and wins. Right, it's not even <laughs> just, like, fantasy in the sense of, like, Game of Thrones is fantasy. It's fantasy. No. It's, yes. like, yeah. it's, like, it's fantastical like fantastical and, like, yes. yeah, yeah, fairy tale, right? Like, it's just sort of, this, it's, we're operating in this sort of weird abstract register that is, like, everything is sort of, there are, like, associations being drawn, but, like, yeah. taking anything mm-hmm. very literally is, like, puts you it's on sort game. of unsure footing. Yeah. Uh, the first jury episode is like just banger after banger. We haven't jury, gotten to that one yet. Great character. Have you not watched all the way through Utena before? I've seen the whole thing. I just haven't okay, watched yeah. it. We haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, and the rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we also watched Utena all the way through fairly recent, like last year or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so this is sort of like a half-hearted rewatch whenever uh uh Heather's friend comes into town. I remember when you were um, you were talking about Rutana when uh, in the, during the fight with Berserker and when Saber pulls the sword out of Shiro's brain. And everyone like came at me. <laughs> You're right. I was it's like, true. what the fuck are you talking about? It's true. Of course it's like a little bit like wink and nod at Utena. I know, I know that he gets more Utena, but that doesn't make the not Utena. Yeah, no, it's totally the it's the thing. And I think that, I think it's also the thing in Fully Cooley. I think it's all sort of the same thing. Yes, yes, it is. Like Fully uh, Cooley and uh, uh, Fate both get a lot of mileage out of what if um, Utena but heterosexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of I we were watching the episode with a uh, with Mickey the Sunlit Garden thing where it's he's like mm-hmm. flashing back to playing piano in the like back of the mansion garden uh, mm-hmm. with his sister in sepia tone, and I was like. Ah, uh, the Tsukihime sepia-toned garden, <laughs> like, yeah. flashbacks. Right. We needed an, uh, an uppercase Mickey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 